Cut it. First cut of the year. Well, I, I mean, I, I think we can cut it. No, that's fair. Monster Boy also. Okay, okay. that and Monster okay. Boy can go. Oh, man. Just, Early just, one. Wow. I was really excited about I feel like the people that. who are most excited to talk quick are the ones that are like, it's gone. I just want to get <laughs> I want to get my shit in. You know, I just want to make sure everyone gets sure. to hear it before we uh-huh. let it go. Uh, speaking of, uh-huh. uh, Disco Elysium, mm-hmm. uh, I really like the soundtrack of it. There's a couple songs I put in there. Um, do the second one first, actually. So this this song uh, to me kind of nails the whole vibe of the game, where it's it it's the song kind of portrays multiple moods to me. It's like kind of light, but then there's something mysterious and kind of off putting about it. Which a lot of the music in the game is like it makes you unnerved almost. Right. I feel like there's a melancholy to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. I did not love the soundtrack to this game. Like th- it had a very, um, uh, very like uh, medical commercial vibe to it. <laughs> oh like, really? Ask yeah, the doctor like, about disability. Yeah, <laughs> right. Play, play the second one. Um, I, I, I mean, yeah. I don't think this is one of the top three. I think the the soundtrack really grows on you the more you play it, the more you're spending time running around the definitely, town, definitely. and you start to associate it with story beats. This is, I think, is just my favorite song. Uh, as it is, this is one of the l- last songs you hear it's an old abandoned church that you can either like basically your two options are like keep it a pristine church or talk to a bunch of freaker drug heads and turn it into a nightclub for the yes um and there's an incredible dance off if you do the second i know what i would choose and i just thought this had a really nice haunting beautiful melody because it's this huge church it's this huge stained glass stuff there's a man living in the rafters who's like an ex he like he's also an amnesiac, and you have a really interesting conversation with him. It's, it's got some good yeah. atmospheric music. I didn't I didn't get to this. I'm just gonna keep nodding my head like that beat from the last one's still going. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all being lulled into a trance right now? I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Ben, is there more from uh, from here you want to... No, show? that's it. I just wanted okay. to... I, I really like, like the atmosphere uh, stuff they do in that with the music in that game. Cool. Speaking about atmosphere, uh-huh. um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, there's a moment which I don't believe Ben or Dan got to, but really, when you think about Fire Emblem and then the uh, the environment it, it presents, it kind of like very you're thinking orchestral i mean you're teaching at a monastery so mm-hmm. you know you're thinking like choirs and everything and then in chapter 21 at least for the golden deer house um this came out of uh, left field <laughs> yeah holy shit yes. is, this, is this ending the game this is near the end of the game you fight a what bunch the- of Dubstep! Back, not baby! Back, 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 it never left. Fire Emblem. <laughs> of any kind. Wow. My dad loves dubstep, by the way. <laughs> Very cool. And Fire Emblem. I feel like I, I would buy a t-shirt that says, My dad loves dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just out of left field, you know, like, a uh, couple characters that died prior to this. You're like, you're, this is post-time skip, so everything's, like, dead serious. Everything starts mattering, and then EDM kicks in, and I was so confused, but so enthralled. That surprised That's me. Intense. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not expect, not what I was expecting to hear wow. there at all. Thank you for that. And then also, I I want to face my fears and, and and just get this out of the way. I I might like EDM, and that that in fact scares me. I mean, oh, look, you're, look, you're, 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 you're
is uh, the titular song from... Uh, not titular song, that's the wrong word. Uh, the song that plays in the opening cinematic of Kingdom Hearts 3. I just want to get to this drop because it's Hikaru Tada, Japanese pop star, and American sweetheart, Skrillex. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. This is actually kind of a banger. Yeah, I remember this. It's no simple and clean. No, you're right. What is? No, yeah, I mean... No, okay, that is... Wait, uh, you, you added that, right? Those are my air horns. Those are my air horns. They worked surprisingly well. Yeah, they did. That's the thing. An air horn always works surprisingly well. It was just that drop. I think the Japanese version is better, but I couldn't. Yeah. All right. Thank cool. you, everybody. Okay. No, hey. All right. Thank you, Skrillex. A lot of indulgence in this category. Okay. So are those two gone? Yeah, and uh, disco. Wait, all right. If I want to put one that I'm not going to cut. Okay. okay yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Give me a firm one. Give me a firm one. Uh, Jan, is the volume up? Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I could start Make up. It, well, it might Turn my headphones up. <laughs> might have an ad, but I want to bang out <laughs> some uh, later alligator. Yay! Yeah, later alligator. You got a, you got a specific You can just start from the main theme, and we'll work our way down. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, that's it. Jaunty. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. When's the drop? It's there's no drop. That what? was the drop. Yeah. Jan, take us to the next track. It also very much suits the sort of yeah. like New York noir hey. kind of like yeah. I'm walking here. Yeah. I'm an alligator. It's a little cartoony. Maybe, oh, yeah, no, but yeah. Yeah. I know it's a cartoon, the but like yeah. what they're doing. Oh, this one, yeah. yeah. I like this. They're alligators. Yeah. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. What else we got? Sleepy CD Gator This is when you're in the bad part of the thing. I like this Ooh. one. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. You know you're in the bad part of the Like halfway to some RJD2 or something. <laughs> like almost there. Yeah, yeah, like almost there. It's a good soundtrack. It's not bad. Yeah. I think that's kind of the the story of this game is that like all the different individual elements are just like a little better than you would expect them to be. Yeah. The animation's like really good. The yeah. music is just like a little more elaborate than you would expect yeah. a game like this to be. It's just like it's all just really well made. Yeah, and I think they all work really well together as yeah. well. Like I think it's just a really clear tone and feel of it that works well. And I think it does suit the sort of cartoony nature of it while still being like you know, a detective noir thing. It's a soundtrack. It's one of those soundtracks that I think I could listen to outside of the game. I think that's one that should definitely stay in consideration until yes. we've gone through them all. Sure. Do you want to talk about control? Yeah, yeah sure. sure. I yeah. Um, I mean, look, there's there's the, one song in particular. Both, yeah. both of the songs that we have on here are performed by bands, one of yeah. which is a cover from outside of the game. Um, I don't really remember. Much other I feel like I don't remember any game. music from that. These game are both at all. like in fucking mind blowing moments. moments. Yeah, but I don't remember much else about. I'm gonna hear. I'm kind of there with you. So this is from the Ashtray Maze. Yeah, dude. Like, holy shit. Oh right. Yeah. This is like, and it's cool because it's, you're literally listening to the song in game, and yeah. how you're you getting have a Walkman on. Yeah. 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 Like you're defeating the maze through the power of like a frog, magical <laughs> janitor rock. Yeah. yeah. 
Ever tried to do the maze? Yeah, I wandered before. in there before. Yeah. yeah, I could not get anywhere. I love the the idea that you're basically just like like that. You know, they used it as a way to keep people out of the most important part of the bureau. Yeah, I love the idea that you're just like fucking smashing through their safeguard yeah. <laughs> with the song. And like at this point, you have all the power, so yeah. you're just flying yeah. around, flinging dudes. You have all the guns. I had like. tried. I had tried to avoid because I kept seeing the phrase ashtray maze for like three months. I kept trying to avoid like seeing people talk about what was so good about it, but I yeah. saw somebody refer to it as like playing a music video at one point, and when yeah. I got there, I was like, oh my god. There was like, that makes so much sense. Now that I think of it, there were those rooms where it would be like an audio recording area with a bunch of, you know, foam and stuff on the, pan- on the uh, walls, and they'd be playing tracks mm. with like lyrics and stuff that weren't the... That's the right. same band. Yeah. Same band. Oh, okay. band. I, remember there'd be, I think yeah. that song is actually from an album, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. This song was made for the game, I believe. Huh. What's your other? What's what's the other one? Right here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so it's so fun. It's like maybe the most fun I've had with a song in a game because it's like after such a tense. It's, yeah. it's such a weird. Yeah, you get like through like this game that is just fucking wild and you get it's not the end not at the end it's not like over the no. credits you know, no. it's just like here's this very late game thing and they're just like oh we decided to put this super goofy <laughs> thing in here but it like totally it's not like a it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the game no it I don't like, that like, Dr. Darlene spent time like yeah, recording this absolutely. I, don't, I don't even think that's what it is I think if you remember how this comes up it's right after he calls you on the red phone yeah, yeah. which Previously, only the board was supposed to be able to use. Yeah, and it's also, and again, I played through this game recently mm-hmm. enough to remember all this stuff. It's also right after you see the last video from him, where he has clearly turned himself right. into a non-corporeal being. Yeah, he's yeah. in another dimension. Like I, I feel like this is basically like him sending a message from the <laughs> beyond, right, to her. Yeah, practically. Yeah, yeah. like, and that's yeah, the message. Yeah, and that's what he chose to. Say. And like honestly, I would do the same thing if I yeah, was in his it's place. So incredible! Yeah. I think those are two incredibly well used musical moments, but I don't think overall control yeah, had it, one of the best it, soundtracks. The overall it. soundtrack is fine. Like it, the, the, I tried going through some of like the actual like OST last yeah. night, and like it's fine. Like it, it definitely like evokes the mood of what totally. they're doing, but yeah. none of it is like particularly musically note. Like it, it doesn't stick with you. Right. It, it would not be a top. I, it's not one of my top three yeah. here. But like yeah, that ashtray maze. So, like, and also, I think that song separated from the ashtray maze. I just listened to it like, oh, yeah. I'm well, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not, gonna, I'm not an old go- gods of Asgard fan, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I went and listened to that song like six times after that. <laughs> I, just, I love, I love a wanky guitar solo though. I, I respect the way they use that music in the yes, game. Definitely, I want to hear some happy circus hop and bop music. Give me the Sonic Team Racing. Mm. Give me that one business. Track in particular, that stood out to me. Was it this one? It is this one. This Crush 40. <laughs> this is UB40. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Love those guys. Red, red wine sounds different. <laughs> Super Mario Kart, Super Team Racing, Super Sonic. Pretty good. This just makes me think of, like, Tim Heidecker playing the synthesizer. <laughs> yeah. I, my, uh, I have a particularly uh, rotten relationship with uh, modern Sonic the Hedgehog music. Just music where, in general, where I, could probably Where say. I think it's fucking terrible. And, and this is too much like that for me. <laughs> Get rid of it. All right. 
by Team Sonic Racing. At least, uh, at least it doesn't have lyrics. I had a fairly last-minute addition uh, to this list, and that was Void Bastards. All right. Um, a game that I thought used its music really well. Um, the uh, Let's get into unpaid overtime there. Uh, the, the game kind of has two st- styles of song. It's like frantic, oh, God, you need to get off this mm. ship, everything's going bad, or like atmospheric, space, spooky stuff. Um, this is kind of the... I can't remember where this is in the game, but it just like worked with everything else in the game to me. Uh, the the visual style of it, what you're doing in the game. It has nine views. Very popular. Song. <laughs> uh, and then let's hop into dining hall jazz. Oh, I love jazz. This is on the like big Lux freighters, the kind of mm. the super rich ones. And it kind of works with like the high stuff. You're sneaking around, you're looting bins and boxes. There's little dudes saying shit like, I can hear you as you're like right. sneaking around. Sounds like a steel drum in there. Yeah. Mm. I was about to say, sounds like the Commando soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes. But yes, you're actually correct. I still have made both right. Yeah. Jan, can you call it the Commando soundtrack? Oh, please. No. Please. We'll no, no, don't. Don't, 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 don it's good, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. good music. Yeah. But again, I can't say that it's necessarily like stood super much out to me. Okay, there is one track from Death Stranding actually in this document. Yeah. Should we is. listen to that? Sure. I mean, why not? Like I really liked a lot of that Roar stuff and some of the other stuff that they put in there. Yeah, but... it's fine. Like some of the other license stuff is not that great. Like that that Bring Me the Horizon song is not very good. The Church's song sounds like ninety percent of Church's songs. So <laughs> it, it's I like churches. I do too. I, yeah. Yeah. But it's not I, I could get my churches elsewhere. I yeah. don't need this particular the low roar strand stuff is fine. Yeah. Well, I, I think the low hey, roar stuff is nice. pretty good. Yeah. I also feel like for me with the music in Death Stranding, it would be like the first time I was like walking across a field and I had this music play and it was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. It feels meditative. It feels nice. And then like, 15 minutes later, it happened again, and I was like, well, like, doesn't kind of cheapens both of them. <laughs> well, so. they, they, they front-loaded a lot. That stuff doesn't... Yeah. They, sure. They, they but even for a still, while. like, when I think about, like, having these sort of, like, named artist songs in my games, it's usually, like, once, maybe twice at, like, big, impactful, emotional moments, and I feel like it was going for that, and just, like... Laid it on a little thick. Yes. It wanted to do that, and it just didn't... This song in particular is like an inch away from just being like clanade, like just like <laughs> moody Irish traditional music. I don't know. Is that Apocalyptica song in the game? The one I don't that remember trailer? it actually okay. at all. It probably is in there, but I don't remember where it came up, if at all. And the trailer makes the game seem much more action-packed than it is. Yeah. The, as, um, as much as I appreciate the way the music was used in the game, like that whole thing of, of coming over the hill, like mm-hmm. I don't know that I actually liked the music itself. I, I, I like cried, some of right? it. Yeah. yeah I, um, I, I think right. the... Oh, well, yeah. yeah okay. And the main score oh. is, like, good, but uh, so I was talking with someone about it, and they kind of pointed out that it really just kind of sounds like the It Follows soundtrack, <laughs> and, oh. you know, ever since they said that, I cannot get that out of my head anytime I hear music from that game, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there were sources to draw from, certainly. But, sure, sure. Yeah. 
yeah, like I, I, I get what the mood was that they're going for. For me, it never quite snapped into place. Like when the camera would pull out a little bit, you get the little third in the bottom, the music would start playing. Yeah. I love how pretentious that stuff is. And, and like then, I, I admire the... And then I shimmy foot down a hill, like yeah. a massive yeah. ball. And you like, got a big backpack, you're like, whoa! And then the baby would start crying, and I'd be like, I ruined it! I ruined everything! <laughs> you ruined his beautiful moment. Uh, but there were parts when I jumped in a vehicle or stole a thing from a mule, and I didn't want Low Roar to play. I wanted, like, Bad to the Bone to start playing or something, you know? Or it's just like... Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm like, a better I'm, game. I'm trucking, I'm doing, like, a trucking thing. Maybe like, the PC version will let you customize... <laughs> Uh, the, your, your helicopter music. <laughs> when I had yeah. Ass Man playing right. the helicopter yeah. Man. Yeah. So God think? damn it, Sam. <laughs> I think we can get rid of Death Stranding. Yeah, I think Team Sonic Racing can go. Yeah. Um, one I want to talk about that I don't want to get rid of, because I think it's maybe my winner for this, is probably um, Outer Wilds. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. I don't want to get rid of it either. I. Um, it looks like there's... I put in four, and I think I, a lot of them got deleted. Deleted? Uh, 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 so I see I, one I, that I put in. I, I, I changed the names. Okay. A lot of them just had, Also, I clicked through on one of them, and it was on a channel that had, like, sped it up to avoid copyright. Oh, uh, I didn't notice that so when I listened to it. I went and found, like, proper okay. versions. Thank you. Anyway, what I, liked, uh, what I like about uh, this game and how it uses music is I think it's it's not necessarily the kind of music I want to like listen to when I'm not playing the mm. game, but when I am playing it, it's so impactful. And it's really, they do a good job of like, this is the main theme of the song, and they really use the main theme in a bunch of fun, different yeah. ways uh, that really set the tone and the atmosphere for the game, and it makes it more impactful when you do hear it played differently. Like, for sure. This is the main theme. Um, what it, well, I don't know what it's called for the other one, other main themes. Well, before we move on from this, I okay. wanted to like. This is a game where the music really works to underpin and like yeah. flesh out the visuals and the themes, like everything. Like I mean, that's kind of the story of this game, right? Is that everything in this game works in concert? There yeah. are motifs, and, like light motifs, right? It, this game is definitely a game that uses recurring motifs yeah. really well. But I wanted to point out that all this stuff you hear early in the game and like the Timberheart track is the same way of like. It's like this rustic sort of post-rock. It's like explosions in the sky with banjos mm-hmm. because that's exactly what the Timberheart Society is. You know, it's a yeah. Race, it's a race of space explorers that built spaceships out of wood and powered and powered and around campfires and, yeah, and, yeah. and and like spaceships powered by like furnaces, you know, right. like wood burning furnaces and stuff. And like this one takes a little bit. But also that beginning song are the Outer Wilds people, the yeah. members put to mm-hmm. lay yeah. on top of each other. They're all playing separate That's parts. That's what I was going to play next. Yeah. Is like you can listen to, because you can hear each uh, individual character playing their different instrument, like a harmonica yeah. or a drum, you know, or these, a banjo, and then eventually you can hear them all playing it together. Maybe, maybe yeah. hit up a main theme kazoo there. Oh, that, okay, so this... Save, that's okay, save that's it. a dumb right. credits joke. I know, oh, okay. that's... Uh, I mean, we can do it now. If we're gonna uh, save can it. I say one, just, okay. one thing is like that... Yes, you're right about everything you said, but the bummer is if you don't like that main theme, you have to hear it so many times in so many different ways that it just is a bummer. Like, I, I, I like the idea of it, I just, I, and I like the game, but like hearing the same harmonica thing, hearing the same drum thing, that just the entire, ugh, it's just. If you don't like it, it's you don't hear it that often. Though. Yeah, it's I, not it's not overpowering by any stretch. I don't. Think. I hear what you're saying. You, yeah, if if you if you are if that is grading on you, then there's going to be a problem. Uh, but I do yeah, think, if that was grading on you, there's going to be a problem. <laughs> what I'm saying is, there's you a problem. Go outside, ben? Down. Um, yeah, here's more of the soundtrack. It's also there. Um, 
I really love the music they play when the loop is about to end. Yeah. It's a nice mm-hmm. indicator of like, yeah. oh, things are wrapping up. You need to finish what you're doing. It also adds sort of uh, some drama or like some, you know, emotion to, oh, shit, this is about to end. So we're all going to die. Like the the impact of what's happening is like really, I think. So we talked about if you could play Final Voyage. We talked about this a little bit when we just discussed the game, but. They use that theme again, like it's another uh, example of you know a, a motif being used differently later, because you accustom or you you are accustomed to hearing that song when the loop's about to end, and you're just gonna have to start over. Well, there's but then but there's this different version of it, this like much more grandiose yeah. version that kicks in only at the very end of the game when you pull the warp core out and start what you now now know is like your last trip through the game. And I think knowing and this, yes, and knowing and it's like, like this is the last one. Hearing it, it, yeah, hearing it used in this different role when you're you're used to it being meaning one thing and now it means this much more like like for lack of a better word, like epic thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for the last something... time, like it's just like this triumphant moment. Like it was just it overwhelmed me when I heard this come on. There was some when I heard it when I heard it come on and recognized the meaning of what they were using it for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of cool times where you get really wrapped up and like you you get to a new place for the first time. And you're like, I want to read all these scrolls. I got to put all these things in here. And then you would hear the music right. start. And you're like, Oh no! Oh, you, you know what's happening yes. out there? And you're like, oh, I need to read all this before <laughs> the time explodes. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. But, but this one has just got this just yeah. enormous. Yeah. It's, Heavy. It's incredibly new. Yeah, like I think it, this game hangs. Uh, they play the, in the Nomi one. The it's so each, there are different songs for each planet. It's not just that Timberheart banjo mm-hmm. stuff. They they are themed yeah. for each one. Yeah. And I, I like say, this one like a lot. a lot of what is being played so far just sounds like the Phalanx box art come to life. <laughs> yeah. This old banjo man in a spaceship. Yeah, it, it is not. And the gameplay. Yeah. You know, well, there you go. Is that really a criticism? <laughs> though? I mean. There's like 30 tracks on the soundtrack, and like yeah. most of them are um, very, completely different. Yeah, it, right. It is different. We're just harping on the thing that is like more emotionally resonant. Right. And yeah. I mean that is. And ex- I think also what's a, so interesting about the soundtrack is they do use those motifs again and again, and yeah. I think in really effective ways. And, and the whole vibe of that game has that kind of like backwoods campfire cool. vibe to yeah. it. You know, like roasting marshmallows. Yeah, you know? totally. Well, actually, like, like it doesn't though. Like if you play the Sun Station in there. That was spooky. Yeah. I wasn't just talking about the audio I meant. Like, oh, okay, it's just yeah, the yeah. whole like the, the yeah. way your ship is constructed, right. like yeah, the yeah. way everything about that just kind of has this sort of like you know lazy sort of outdoor vacation feel to it. Like the sun station is that tiny little platform that orbits like impossibly close to the sun. And yeah. When you, when you finally warp there for the first time, and like you get into it and you're in an enclosed room with no windows and there's a little emergent there's a little door with a thing that says like this is like emergency hatch like closed because of systematic failure or whatever and you pop that thing open as this music comes on and it flies off into space and there's just the fucking sun filling your entire view and you have to spacewalk across this broken bridge to the other side of the little platform with nothing but the sun below you and it's like like I literally took my breath away when like creepy it was like it was like a I felt it in the bottom of my stomach like when I stepped out into weightlessness right over the sun just and I think this. the music is, is is very intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. all very For much sure. uh, to support yeah. what is going yeah. on. Totally. Yeah. And it's, I think, yeah, a game that kind of loops like that, you can kind of play with those motifs a lot more a lot, directly. Right. Yeah, it, yeah, that's it's, smart. It's very smart. Uh, right, you know you're going to come revisit this yeah. thing, and it is you know it does have that uh, the Peter and the Wolf style motif thing of like you recognize what you're into now. Like mm-hmm. this is a no my thing, or this is the station of this yeah. planet. 
Yeah. It, it's cool. It's, yeah, it's really, really Can we do the kazoo yeah. theme really quick before we <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so this is, is uh, this there, is... there are like a couple endings you can do. Some uh, are more or less serious. And one of the endings is you can basically uh, like duplicate an object and then it's sort of like you broke space time <clears throat> and the fabric of space. And then during the credits, because it's sort of a game over, uh, you get the main theme, but with kazoos. The shitty, the shitty ending. Also, the credits <laughs> that play are fake. Oh, really? Like, it's all oh. a bunch of jokes. It's, none of it is good. actually real. That's it. I mean, you get yeah. what it is. Yeah. Bad ending indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about a game with a lot of endings, uh, Nier Automata had a fantastic theme, and the Nier Raid, which I, no one here has played, including myself, but Ben and I had listened to uh, that smashing track that it made its way into Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. What are we looking at? Yeah, so uh, during Extra <laughs> Life... What is that? That's, that's an MMO, Dan. <laughs> Don't look at the screen. Oh, It'll, God. There are too, many, too many names. There's a lot of things. Don't, don't look. Pretend it's not there. Um, so Michael Hyam came by and played the final, uh, the Nier Raid uh, from Shadowbringers, which came out this year, and played a bunch of the new Nier music from Yoko Taro, or not, I don't know, who composed it. Uh, but this was so strong that it got me to go listen to a bunch of Shadowbringer stuff, uh, and I haven't played a second of the game, but I listened to this soundtrack a lot. Wait. <laughs> so, I mean, if we want to give Near Automata the soundtrack of the year this year, I I'm do. fine it with that. Is. I do. It still is. Um, pull up the main Shadowbringers theme. Is that what all MMOs look like? It's more tech yeah, than this Yeah. Oh my god, how do people do that? <laughs> very careful. Like, it's just someone pushing the three key over again. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, so this is the main... So I, I talked to people who played a lot of this game and kind of asked them for their recommendations for music. And the thing I kept getting is, like, the thing that this game does really good with music is it will... Talk, talk, speaking of those motifs you were talking about, Outer Wilds, they'll do that sort of thing, where this is the main Shadowbringers theme, but it'll change it on, the, depending mm. on the dungeon, depending mm. on the story events... Um, and, I don't know, it's just like that good old Final Fantasy-esque, more modern Final Fantasy of just like, almost operatic, I, I don't know good words for talking about music, but, uh... I'd say it's very operatic. Yeah. I mean, there's that opera in the, the Final Fantasy 3 or 4, uh, 3, uh, 6, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, it's been there. It's a good scene. <laughs> it's a good scene. It's a very good scene. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great scene. Um, and then the last one, which I was pressured into putting on this list. Uh, Did I? No. Not you. No. Oh, okay. What's going on? I don't, I even know. I don't know what the name Are of the song okay, is. Yeah, yeah, it's just, <laughs> you uh, Are you on the take? Yeah, yeah. wink if you need uh, help. I'm winking as hard as I can. <laughs> this is the Lahi song. And is, is it? When does it get good? Is Bjork? I think it is. We were all thinking it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this Sledgehammer? Yeah. It's my cover band. We cover songs in the style of Sledgehammer. Mm. Definitely don't think listening to um, 20 seconds of any of these songs Mm. is going to give a full... 
you know, impression of it. So I don't think it belongs in our top three. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we, you know, if none of, if none of us played the game, yeah. we can't yeah. speak to it as a yeah. soundtrack. Well, oh, well, I mean, you can, but just not good. I mean, Jan played it. Not well, right? No, yeah, no I didn't get that far, but, you know, I, I still played the game. Yeah, Jan never made it to Shadowbringers. I really liked that first one you played. Yeah. Which, which was the near basically near. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the near music in that game is basically it's like a remixes of near, near stuff. That near music is real good. It is real good. Um, a game I really like yes. that I don't think anyone in here will want it to be on the list, but I think it should be in the top three. Uh huh. Is Astrologaster. Uh-huh. I think the way they use the music, uh, mm. right, Jeff? Works Love so well it. with yeah, the comedy it, I, it all, of the game. Hey, I'll I, say, all, it all fits together and forms a pretty particular thing. <laughs> so this is how they introduce each character. Will you turn it up a little bit, Jane, please? I got about two two songs into this before I just started <laughs> skipping every single thing, all the dialogue, everything. I was just like, I could, if I could turn this game down... <laughs> Abby, I enjoyed this. I, 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 think, I, yeah. I, I super get what they're going for. Yeah, yeah. I think that the way they use the songs, I think, is both very funny. I think it also, I, I think it fits like a theme and the style of the game while also being um, very humorous. And I think it really plays with both very well. And I, I think, like, as far as, I don't know what era this is, like Victorian era, or Baroque, no, 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 I don't fucking know. Like Baroque, whatever, I don't know. Shakespeare. Renaissance. 70s music or something, yeah, I don't 70s know. Music. Uh-huh. 1970s. So Healer's Wheel. I think <laughs> it's both good music in that sense, and I also think it is funny music. Like and I, maybe? Oh, it's sure. It's I'm Elizabeth, sure everyone then. will let us know that all of these are wrong. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think that it's such a fun way to set up each character. Uh, and that... The music and, I mean, also the writing, I think, is very funny. But the music really is what initially pulled me in. And Jeff as well, I'm sure. Well, I think, like, honestly, like, like, without the music, I think yeah. this game is significantly lessened, right? I mean, yeah, that's, that's like, it it's ends up being a huge part of a game. Because this game is pretty slight. So, yeah, I like, mean, I like yeah. the story stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, like, not, without the music, like, I feel like every, every part of the game is key. Because it is mm-hmm. uh, focused, let's say, is the nice way of saying pretty slight. If we want to talk about games that no, are made up by their music and are kind of slight without it, uh huh. Pull up Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, no. no, I mean, I like, I like the game, oh, I but you, like I the there's mu- some meat on the bone. Without, without game, no, it's in my top ten, but without the music. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Like, I mean, it literally is a game. You literally built. can't do yeah, this game yeah, without okay. the music. Okay, that's fair. There's a mode. What do we got? What did you pull up? Lost Woods. Oh, this one's this one's good. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, no, this one is really good. Um. So you got, like, a lot of remixes on Zelda songs, and... Oh, yeah, this one. I think that the dangers of a remix album is just, like, you can kind of play it safe sometimes, you know? It's just like, oh, let's just kind of change it up. But I think they really go hard on some of these songs. Uh, Are you saying the soundtrack goes hard? In a a way, I am saying that. Uh, Pull up Gerudo Valley, the one I I Uh, linked. The version of the Gerudo Valley from Ocarina, right? Uh, Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like kind of this like weird, almost like like weird, funky kind of early Daft Punk. Like, yeah, this, this is, is the business business arena. This is straight up business funk. Yeah, yeah. Corporate training video. Mm-hmm. No, it's better than that's that. That's what business funk. Is. Okay. Maximizing your synergies today. The Dupont Corporation. <laughs> Here we go. 
and it gets good. Oh, it's so good. I'm a sucker for Zelda music, so yeah. like I'm biased, of yeah. course. But like I think they did a killer job with this. The Detroit Lions take on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the last one I want to I want to hear, and uh, people can hear other ones, but um, is the Gliakenspiel, which is another case of the music working well with the game because you're fighting a giant. Uh, what Gliakenspiel? Is that Gliakenspiel? So there are like three tings are him charging up his attack, like the ting, 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 and then he shoots after the fourth beat. And so it's just like Very another rhythm example. Heaven. Yeah, it's totally rhythm heaven. I wonder if that's a real glockenspiel. I think that glockenspiel is wooden, isn't it? And the xylophone is is the metal one. I forget. I think it's a rockenspiel. Whoa! Maybe it's a gliockenspiel. I feel like it's probably a synthesizer. Yeah, it's a sample. Yes. Something that I didn't. I almost put links to some of the stuff in there and then stopped myself, and I wish I hadn't, but uh, there's like three or four different arrangements of every song in the yeah. game. If you go track down like the soundtrack. In combat, out of combat. There's like, there's like 60 tracks on this soundtrack because there's peaceful, there's combat, there's. Uh, I forget what they call the shopkeeper, but the fucking. Yeah. yeah. Necrodancer shopkeeper sings all these songs. There's that version. I think there's like an 8 bit arrangement of some of them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're all like very different in tone, and, and they all work incredibly well. The shopkeeper uh, stuff is great. It's so yeah. good. I should have pulled some of that stuff, but uh, I, I put the just the regular overworld music in here, except that I queued up the Great Sea from Wind Waker part mm. because I just think it's the best thing in this game. If you re- give it a minute, this is like the transition. So basically, the overworld theme in this is it starts with the overworld theme from Link's Awakening. Transitions into the overworld theme from the first Zelda, and then into this, which is the ocean theme. There it is. From Wind Waker. It's a slow build. Listen. Oh, it's good. I'm I'm enjoying every minute of it. uh, The original burned into my head because of how big that fucking (laughs) is. Hunting for chests. Yeah, that fish. It's cool. I think this game this definitely part, this part around. the part where it really kicks in for me. I just like, as uh, you know, this thing to some extent is just sort of a celebration of the musical legacy of Zelda, right? So like, yeah, for them to blend this many different songs from that many different Zeldas together into one theme, I, I feel like it just really embodies what they were trying to do with this game. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think this, especially like a lot of like video game remix work, uh, there's so much of it. Um, Tell you a little bit about OC Remix. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. But yeah, the, these are really solid. Yeah. Speaking of chip tunesy stuff, Uh-oh. River City Girls. Let's play that opening theme first. A lot of the tracks actually have vocals associated with them. This one's one of them. I gotta get back to boyfriend. See, the boyfriends were kidnapped. Sing the joke song. But this soundtrack actually varies a lot. You know, it's got some vocalized tracks like this, but you know, it goes through like 80 cents and you know, it's regular chip tune stuff. If we can pull up like the the regular tra- track. It's the the entire soundtrack. There's like 50 tracks on here. 
this is one of the soundtracks that I actually that I bought, you know, paid mm-hmm. money for. Didn't just Spotify. Good bass. Yeah. Evocative of brawler games. Makes you want to punch somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean conveyor belt action games? Yes. Belt action. Go to like 32 minutes, roughly. Give or take. Yeah. Is this churches? <laughs> Certainly something he wouldn't expect. That's a synthetic no. life song, right? <laughs> Soundtrack. I got a drop for that. <laughs> no. See? Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. Yeah, this is surprising. Give me one more from about two-thirds. Somewhere around the two-thirds mark. Yeah. That Bakugo in the bottom right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. River City Girl shreds. Oh. But the ending theme is like some really generic pop punk song about how you know it's from the boyfriend's point of view and how they they love getting beat up by the River City Girls. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, look, you're Relatable. into what you're yeah, into, I mean, you know. Yeah. No kink shaming here. There's a ton of tracks in there. It was well worth my 10 bucks. Mm. For sure. Definitely one of the most listenable tracks that are, you know, soundtracks. Mm-hmm. That I up yeah, here. this is good. Oh, I keep meaning yeah. to play it's this all, game. I want to play original? this game. Yeah, as far as I can tell. Mm. This is the end scene. Right now. This sounds like some Yakuza shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There we go. This crush for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's the note to end that one on. (laughs) There you go. That's River City Girls. Well, while we're on the subject of uh, Yakuza shit, (laughs) let's talk a little bit about Judgment. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think this is going to end up being a top three. I did really like the soundtrack a lot. Uh, pull up Penumbra first, and uh, this is so. This is what the main soundtrack mostly sounds like. It's a lot of like heavy electric drums, like a lot of shredding guitar solos and stuff. Uh, I believe this is like during the last fight. Just just skip like a minute ahead, and it'll be fine. So it's a lot of just you know. Heavy shit like this, while yeah. you're running around chasing dudes, you know, getting into fights, what mm-hmm. have you. It's it's not my all-time favorite of those soundtracks, but I feel like it's all done really well. Mm-hmm. The main reason I wanted to call this game out is for the main theme, which is the opening credits and, and closing credits, which has this just incredible J drama vibe so to good. it. It's it's re- just just let it go from the beginning. It's 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 good. Okay, that's that's the logo for this video. That's that's not the part of the soundtrack. Okay. Here we go. Judge Eyes. 
such they a better name. They should have kept that name. Such a yeah. better name. They totally should have kept Look that name. Look at that name. dude's judge eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you just hear this as, like, you know, like, daytime yeah. serial, like, so. opening credits? Yeah. The victims lose their eyes. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes, makes it even more sense. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, either like that, yeah, like a live action drama or like this is the end credits to some slice of live anime. Totally. <laughs> it's really good. I, I think that that is the standout of the soundtrack by yeah. far. I think the rest of it is like good for what the game is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be a top three, but like I just, I, that fucking main theme made me so happy. Uh, Mario Maker 2. Okay. I thought they did some clever stuff, uh, considering they had to make new mm. Mario yeah. themes that mm-hmm. sounded mm-hmm. like yeah. they would fit in with the themes of the old ones. So I just searched for a couple here. The uh, the snow one's fun, because the snow is one of the new themes they added to 2. This is in the Mario Brothers 3 theme. Mm. And, like, I totally could hear Goodbye. this in the original game, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, they did. A, they did a good job of making that stuff sound like it would have fit into the original games, which that sounds like it'd be pretty hard. Yeah, to yeah. go back the ghost and go house like, one. Oh, the ghost uh, yeah. one's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's also the uh, when you get the Super Bowl flower, mm-hmm. you get this different music they play. I think I would have preferred if they had just used the original Super Mario Land music and not this like slightly better sounding version. Of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like or that. the uh, Ambassadors of Funk remix <laughs> of the Super Mario Land music that has lyrics "Go Mario Go" is called. Oh. They could have used that. Also, it's got tweaks in all the night versions of the themes too. Oh, yeah, that's so smart. like they do a lot of cool stuff with the music. Yeah, they do. There's a couple examples there. This is. A- the Super Mario Land soundtrack is terrific. It's very good. Oh, but that's what probably, else? That's probably not. What, what haven't we gotten to? Right now, it's cool. Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. Uh, Take me on a Pokemon journey. Yeah, Pokemon. Probably my favorite part about this game is the soundtrack. Uh, this is Beedy's theme. Bead. Bead. Bayday. Bayday. And it just starts and goes. It's like Guitaru, man. <laughs> and, you know, this is all, like, RPG music, right? So you've got the Pokemon coming in and out. Um, I was expecting more of this to have, like, that kind of soccer stadium vibe. Oh, hey, good. Jeff. Wait. I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that. Well, I thought all I thought all of the music was going to have that, not just the, yeah. Uh, so the, the theme that plays... This is kind of a British game. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, as Jan mentioned when he was talking about Pokemon yesterday... Uh, they all take place in giant... All the gym battles take place in giant soccer stadiums, basically. And so they did their best to kind of emulate that crowd getting on your side. We're going to hear a little bit of that here. And it just feels real good when this kicks in and you start gigantamaxing your Pokemon. They just start getting bigger and bigger. And they're the whole size of the stadium. There's a riot happening in the crowd, yeah. stabbing each other. Well, it's not that well animated. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you know, they're trying their best to do like a soccer chant mm-hmm. kind of thing with it. Is it the same for um, every gym leader? Yes. Um, At the very end, I think it is a different theme when you face the champion champion. Mm. Okay. They should get their own theme. Yeah. Uh, another theme from uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is Team Yell's theme. Team Yell is this game's uh, group of hooligans. You can call them the Team Rocket, right? We can all, yeah. we all know Team Rocket. Uh, yeah. Right? So they're just obsessed with a... Right. A, wo- a young woman? A trainer. Very weird. I was, they're like super fans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they, the super fans never get weird. Very weird. No. I remember when, th- I think this kicked in during the quick look, and then Ben and I just looked at each other like, what the fuck? Yeah, this sounds good. It's like if Kevin Owens' theme was an anime. <laughs> it's like right. anime ministry. <laughs> okay. And it's nice, during the battles, uh, the camera is very good about being dynamic and switching between both competing trainers, the Pokemon, shows a couple of crowd shots. Mine would show uh, Pokemon Brad a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, what? Did you get to that one town that has just like three Pokemon? Of course you did, you did the yeah. game. But it has like three Pokemon Brads there's, out of shop. There's one. I'm they, sorry, what? What? There's an uh, NPC that looks exactly like you, Brad. Yeah. Okay. Wait, Great. what? Yes, there is a Brad is in Pokemon. Oh, yeah. where the fuck is my check? <laughs> what do you evolve into? I don't know. <laughs> Brad's or that's not gonna. That's not gonna. <laughs> probably not gonna do the thing that you wanted to What's do. Not? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, theme yell song is good. Yeah, it yeah. comes in with a nice guitar riff. Yeah. Um, do you think it's one of the top three I am going to say it's one of the top three. Okay. I'm going to say it shouldn't get cut yet. Okay. okay. I feel like... I think something I, that could get cut, uh, and it's similar to Cadence of Hyrule, it's a game that relies on the music a lot, is uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. And this just makes me think that I, I might like EDM. Which, again, it's totally fine. It's Jim. not. It's so, not. So you're okay. No, it's, it's, this is a safe place. You can yeah. enjoy EDM among this, this group of Jan, friends I'm and with colleagues. Do not give in. Yeah, Do Jan. not surrender. Jan, no, you guys like Diplo? <laughs> no. I don't know what that is. It's just like a nice, uh, it's not necessarily lo-fi, but it's a, a chill... Kind of like synthy. churches. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Jan is throwing cakes into the audience. What the... I mean, like, as I said before, I feel like this game definitely is taking its inspiration from the kind of music Mizuguchi listens to. A hundred percent. Whether th- it, it is exactly that, I don't sure. think so, there's, but I think that's what they're going for. Like a little bit. I think... That's like a slight Yankee Rockets kind yeah. of thing going on. Maybe, but not. I like the music, and I think it suits the style of the game, but I, I don't think it works well with the gameplay in a way that I think I mm, wanted. Yeah. Like, like I was saying sort of before, like I feel like when I died and had to rewind, I wish it just like incorporated the music a little bit better versus yeah. just sort of like, this is playing in the background, it's sort of on beat, but it's not necessarily like... Yeah. As it's, it's, integrated. It's, like it's, it's not a full rhythm game. Yes, it's like and an, I feel oh, like what else yeah. is there? It's kind I mean, of a it's, yeah. yeah, it's a runner, but I feel like if it were like a runner rhythm game, it would make it much more interesting. But it's and not I think, an endless runner. It's just a runner. Sure, sure, sure. You just move. I think it would make it more interesting to me as a game. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have, and the, especially to me as a soundtrack. I didn't have the the split with the music and the visuals, but I wish I liked the music more. I just, yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. It kinda. is. Yeah, it's kind of what I expected. And I like, right. I like the game. It's just, yeah. the, the, it's well done. But right. I agree. It's it's probably not Some, a top three. Sounds one. like it. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to hang in this group. 
Should we call uh, some stuff? Well, well, check well, out, uh, well, we got some other stuff. Yeah, let's go into. Uh, I, I didn't pull the ape out stuff, but uh, I'm curious to see how they do this. So I just loaded up this video, which is literally just them okay. talking about the reactive music system, because this is a really hard one to yeah. show that it, it outside of gameplay. Like, the things it is doing with music is not just, like, here's an instrumentation yeah. playing behind you playing. Like, there is a core beat that is running behind each of the game's four, like, worlds, albums, whatever you want to call them. And then the, the flourishes, the fills, the, the cymbal hits, all that stuff is reacting in time with what you're doing. But on top of that, the actual, like, the underneath beat, the thing that is just kind of, like, underpinning all of it, is evolving as your gameplay gets more frenetic. Like, it itself is kind of moving along with how you are playing. And this is all AI-generated. Like It's really cool. Yeah. It's super yeah. cool. I think... I absolutely think this should be on the list. I think it's so yeah. interesting. I didn't even play this game. I wanted to pretty much only because of the music. Yeah, and, the, and the, it's all good. Like, it, each world has its own style of, of drumming and, and, and rhythm and... I just I feel like the thing they built for this works so much better than it really has any right to. It also makes me really sad for jazz drummers everywhere because you're about to be replaced. <laughs> just like everybody else. Yep. I mean this is a very particular type yes. of like freeform jazz. Yes. Yeah, it's some whiplash ass jazz, but uh, like in the kind of spoken poetry, yeah, yeah. real slam. Well, yeah. and again, it it does vary up. Like there are are slightly different yeah, musical yeah. styles so. for each one, but yeah, I, I think that thing is just super impressive. Um, speaking of games that music are, is way better than it has any right to be, I was surprised how much I dig Ring Fit Adventures soundtrack. Um, this is the main battle theme. Uh, you hear the song a lot. So it's got to be decent, like with any RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an exercise game, so it's got to be something like with good rhythm to it, a good beat, something that you don't mind. Because like, a lot of the exercises you're doing are like left, right, yeah. left, right. And so you like, I, I find myself doing it to the music all the time. Um, I don't think it's like incredible, but I think for a fitness video game, it has, mm-hmm. yeah. it's better than it has any right yeah. to be. Yeah. What was the other one you pulled for it? Uh, the other one, I was just curious. I hadn't gotten to this point in the game, but I, I was just listening through the soundtrack, and I found this one. It's the Four Masters mm-hmm. Battle. And this is another instance. A lot a lot of songs, like a Rhythm Heaven is a great example of this. Um their songs work better with the uh, sound effects of the game. Right. Yeah. So, like, these, the battle theme especially works really well when you have your, like, ring guy being like, great job, like, yeah. keep it up, keep up the pace and stuff. And, I don't know. It just kind of all works together really well. Hmm. It definitely feels like it came out of, like, the same studio that was, like, making Platoon soundtrack, yeah. you know, like it has that kind of not specifically that, but yeah, that same yeah. kind of like weird vibe to it. Totally, uh, I think we can cut it. I just wanted to give it some acknowledgement. Yeah, give it a shout. Some propers. Uh, uh, what's up with below? Let's check out below, which is from last December, which I think sounds like below looks. If that makes <laughs> sense, <laughs> I, like, I, I like do. It's it's uh it's a Jim Guthrie joint who does amazing work. Um, Super Brothers, right? Yes, and like. It just sounds like sure. spooky Byzantine ca- dark cave to me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. spelunking this awful, imposing, like deadly environment. 
Like, um, this, like, this is the, your kind of bonfire equivalent of this is where you've got a brief respite from the gloom. Just uh, say it has like a Diablo town music kind of, kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, so you're relatively safe here. Yeah. Um, it's got a pulled out camera kind of alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. It's got to uh, stay a while and listen. The, the, <laughs> other, the other one I put in here, though, is a, is a lot more atmospheric and I think more representative of kind of the feel of the game. Uh, like, I listen to the soundtrack outside of the game on a somewhat frequent basis. Hmm. Huh. It's really good. Yeah, this yeah. sounds like what being stuck in a cave would feel like. I like this a lot. Never gonna play below, but I like yeah. this a lot. I did give play it, below. Give, give it a second. This, there it is. <laughs> That's a drop. This sounds like a chopped and screwed Metallica one. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. Bring <laughs> <laughs> the wires between the houses. Landmine. <laughs> no, Jan, don't no. do it. Don't do it. Darkness <laughs> is me. It's kind of the right. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I was about to say it as yeah. you started saying yeah. it. Yeah. I, I didn't put it in here because was, it was a little maybe too self-indulgent, but the intro song of this game, don't please, no. <laughs> the intro song of this game is like one long tone for like three straight minutes before okay. anything, any other instrumentation or musicality happens. I'm into that. It's incredible. This soundtrack is fucking fantastic. Like, I... I think I, the biggest knock against it is that it's in service of a game that none of us really liked that much. Yeah, I, I wish the game had clicked for me a little bit. And also, I, this I, sounds like a like a movie trailer version of Metallica's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't consider that a knock against it at all. Yeah, Some the, breathy woman is going to come on and go, Yeah, <laughs> yeah the thing is, like, I think we've got a few on this list that really they play off the game stuff really well. Like, yeah. Ape Out, for sure. I think Cadence, obviously. Mm-hmm. Outer Wilds. I yeah. think it's all really good music on its own, but, uh, but also, like, typically the way it plays with the game. Yeah. yeah. I think those are probably my top three. Like, yeah. Well, there's a couple we still haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I, I coming into this, I was like, man, Hypnospace Outlaw, that's a fucking surefire top three, if not top one. I kind of feel the same but, way. Uh, so, yeah, this the, is a rough category all of a sudden. The Hypnospace soundtrack is so all over the place <laughs> that, like, pulling songs for it was yeah. difficult because some of it... So let's start with the like the more jokey stuff because this is a jokey game. Yeah, yeah, totally. Hypnospace is cool. It's kind of like the theme song for the internet. Um, it's just so evocative. Hot Dad is dope. <laughs> is he the guy that does the WWE songs? I don't know. Like do John Cena's songs with like lyrics or like Brock Lesnar's music with lyrics. I think he might be. Hey, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what you're even talking about. I think he does yeah. one of the Hot Dad does, does really other good. stuff okay. outside of the game. Yeah. Okay. But the fidelity is almost too good here. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Well, there are some. Well, you're kind of downloading MP3s. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. So, it's, but there are some MIDI stuff. Yeah, the, the, those are the ones I remember. You need to start with the volume. No, start over. You just gotta start with the volume up. These songs just get right into it. Uh, this is a jingle. There's lots of like jingles and shit like that. Hurry. That shit was bars. Yeah. yeah. 
So, you know, it has a lot of this kind of stuff. <laughs> that, Sorry, was, that was Jan. Can we please listen to Zane's favorite band? Oh, yeah. I didn't uh-huh. put any of the Zane stuff in there. I just What's the weird little collectible creatures you get? And there's like, like slimy song, Slimers or something? What the fuck was the band that Zane liked? Uh, oh, jeez. Well, there was the there was Zane. Zane was in a band. Well, there's the band. There's the song that yeah. plays on his page. Yeah. Um. Doop a doop a doop doop a doop doop. But y'all know the Slimer Seep- song. Seepage. 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 Great name. Yeah. Seepage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but then, like, as the story progresses and you start to learn more about the universe and the characters and, like, what's actually going on, there's a lot of kind of touching music in there. Uh, play you mean, eul- like, seepage? <laughs> play eulogy. Um, this is a song that plays kind of... At the end, I think this might even go over the end credits, but it's, like... An oddly emotional song because you, I mean, we'll get into it in best story, but that you find out the nature basically of the universe and what's happened to all the people and everything, and it. I didn't expect to be like emotionally rocked by a song yeah. in Hypnospace Outlaw, uh, but it has the range. <laughs> I think the thing I like most about this soundtrack specifically is that it is a diversity of different genres, yeah. of different things. Like, it is trying a lot of different They stuff. tackle a lot of stuff, and it's, like, kind of a period piece in a weird way. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, they... Yeah. And they nail it. Yeah. Like, like, way more times than they don't. Right. And then there's Chowder Man. Tell me, talk and to me about Chowder Man. And then there's Chowder Man. Please tell me of the Chowder Man. Chowder Man is a... <sighs> Please come home. He is an enigma of a man. Uh, let's start with Ready to Shave, and then because Please Come Home is like the his emotional reprieve. It's a, he's a you know like a sh- shitty grungy. Is this Chris Jericho? Musician, Please. and he has his whole album you can listen to. Like I don't know who I think it was Hot Dad. Yeah, it is Hot Dad. I feel like you can get the Chowder Man from like the um, the fantasy page. Uh, can you get the Chowder Man's album from the the point and click uh, fantasy one where they remember they all escaped because the yeah, yeah, and yeah. They started their own like mud or whatever. Yeah, but then like it's it's in itself a concept album in a game that's already a concept game, right. uh, and then it gets like really emotional, and I feel bad for the Chowder Man with Chowder Man's last track, Chowder Man, please come home. I'm gonna cry. There's some fucking Elliot Smith. <laughs> you know when the hay. Not anymore. Chowder man is not enough. Chowder man's burning out. Chowder life is going south. Chowder days ain't the same. No. I love this soundtrack oh, so much. Yeah. It's really good. Is this his Simple Man? Yes. <laughs> Chowder Man Simple Man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it adds so much just atmosphere and detail to the world uh, also. Yeah. Um, like the game would be significantly worse without the music in it. Uh, There's a lot of it. Yeah. There's a lot of it. I haven't played this game at all, but that 
hot butter ice cream song <laughs> yeah. was enough. You want to just, it's like 20 seconds. You want to just play it one more time? Yeah, give us one more, one one more, more hot butter. One more of Granny Cream's hot butter just ice cream. Just one more hot butter. <laughs> Granny Cream. What? Granny Cream's hot butter ice cream. You take the hot butter, mix Die. it with the ice cream. Freeze it up, cool, you can see it on your screen. Put it in your microwave, make it real hot like a soup or a dip. We call it heat and sip. Very tasty and healthy too. Brandy cream, pop butter ice cream. Damn, son, where'd you find this? That was enough to kick Pokemon off the list for me. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right. So are we really talking about like four games at this point? Seems like it. Is there anything we, we haven't talked about? about? No, we've, well, been, we've been through everything. Now. Okay. Uh, okay, I, I can obviously below is not going to hang. I think below is really good. Yeah. I think that you is the listen, best yeah. part of that game. I'm going to listen to that soundtrack. I'm going to listen to that. Really good. And I think you you definitely sold me on the River City Girls soundtrack as being dope. Go buy it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I'm going to play that game. Did we already delete Astrologaster? I think we did. Wow, brutal. Yeah. That was never decided, but fine. Uh, do you guys want to decide that? I'm deciding it. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. decided. Right. Of, yeah. of the two people who had listened to it, one of them said they couldn't stand it. <laughs> What's your point? Brad? So I just yeah. kind of, I Go kind, of, I kind of, through logical deduction, I. And as much <gasps> as it, it does feel real bad to say maybe we let go of later alligator, but I think maybe we will let go of later alligator. Yeah, yeah, it is good, it's but... really good. It's it's <laughs> top five. Okay, what are our remaining games? I think we do Cadence, Ape Out. Outer oh Wild. no no, he's, no, the list is later alligator, Hidden Space Outlaw, Cadence of Hyrule, Outer Wilds, and Ape Out. Those are all bangers. Hmm. I like, I really appreciate and like the Ape Out stuff and seeing that was my first time seeing it. I think it works really well within the game, but I think it's an inherent problem with it in this category where you can't just like put Ape Out OST into YouTube and listen to it. No, I I disagree with that completely because I think that like this is doing something new with soundtracks and I think that should absolutely be rewarded even if it's not a thing that's like I'm going to listen to on a disc later on. Like I think the music is still really good to listen to while you play and I think how dynamic it is with what you're doing and what you're playing absolutely should be on this. I I totally see both sides of this argument. I kind of lean toward Ben's perspective on this, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, but I feel like these are games, you know? Like, I want to see how my music... The thing of it is, is that, like, if this thing was not finely tuned the way that it is built, that thing would be a cacophonous mess. Like, one little notch off on any of that stuff... And it would just sound like like drum garbage, and like one might argue that that style of jazz often sounds like so, drum so, garbage, so that, even when it's done well. That, that's kind of my counter to what he's saying. Is yes, like that style in particular is a little bit like drum nerd. It's what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that aficionados of the instrument uh, uh-huh. can, can appreciate the technical complexity here, where mm-hmm. let's say a layperson might not. Click with it quite so. I think intimately. I'm not saying that everyone should go out there and start listening to jazz drums in their spare time. That is not my implication here. My implication here is that for the style that this game is going for, the Saul Bass style, yeah, like art, totally. and, yeah, yeah, and the, the 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 pace of the action, that is the soundtrack that works the best for what they are but doing. But what if instead of those drums, it was just someone playing the drum loop from Smashing Pumpkins 1979 really well? <laughs> 
I don't think like, that would be a yeah, drum, that'd be hot because those drums are hot. <laughs> now look, you want to get some Sheila E stuff in there, like I okay, think that yeah, work. yeah, some yeah. fucking the front okay. of the stage type yeah. drums. These really generated some Sheila Mickey e. Dolan style stand up front type shit. Yeah, it, not Sheila E, E Sheila. Uh, so I'm not going to let go of Ape Out without uh, possibly slamming some people into some walls. I feel like I I can see that on the list because I I do think that like the way it is used and generated. I think it is pretty fucking rad. I'm curious, Alex, what are your three? Uh, if I had to, well, okay, oh, this is tough. I would probably lean toward Ape Out. I think Outer Wilds belongs. Uh, and it's really, it's between Hypnospace and Cadence for me. Uh, I might lean gently toward Hypnospace just because I do think there is an incredible amount of variety of that thing. I just I, I do love the Cadence soundtrack too. I think it's great. Yeah, I feel like I would go Hypnospace, Cadence, Ape Out. I like that list. I think Outer Wilds is an absolute lock for this list. Yeah. There are too many people that are too yeah. passionate about it yeah. in here. And, and it's like I, I'm not even as like over the moon in love with that game as other people here, but I do think the music and the way they use it is incredibly effective. And even the way at the very end when you're getting the guys together in the woods and each instrument is getting added, like, it, huge like moments a, in that game are tied. Like a what if those guys played 1979 <laughs> by Smashing Pumpkins? Wouldn't that be better? No. We're getting into some <laughs> hypotheticals here, which like I don't that, think we can... That last moment is like the perfect culmination yeah, of every, it really is. everything in that game. Like, yeah. It's really... One of the best endings I've seen in a, a very long time. Yeah, I would be really upset to lose Cadence. Yeah, I, I cannot see that going, man. Really? I yes. I went through this that entire year. Is killer. I went through this entire year until a week ago, thinking there, that game is a shoe in for best music. Like, holy shit! I'm not I, saying it's bad music. <laughs> I'm just saying I that think when you compare it to some of the other ones, I don't know. I also like hearing these initially. I was like, yeah, Cadence, it should be on there. But I also think, as far as like these kind of rhythms games go, it's a good version of that. Whereas I think some of these other ones offer newer things. Like Hypnospace is just so all over the place and nails the things that oh, it's yeah. trying to do. I think I don't love the Hypnospace soundtrack. There are like some funny songs, but I think I yearn for a little bit of earnestness yeah, to I'm it. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Um, and it doesn't have any of that earnestness. And except I, for, it except just for the Chowder Man. Even the Chowder Man is... <laughs> well, you miss the earnestness. And that's the thing. is like Honestly, I, I, it's not that I think they're trying to be overly ironic with that soundtrack. Like It's, it's, it's comedic. It's, it's strange yeah. intentionally. But like, you know, something like the, the, the Seepage Band, like they're not doing just like a, hey, fuck this parody of this. It's a... Right. It's this like, here's is a, a competent... Lo- remember a loving rendition yeah. of what, you, what people remember Linkin Park sounding like in, in the <laughs> sure. 90s. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why. Like, although I don't love that soundtrack, I think that's why I might put it before something like Cadence of Hyrule, Outer Wilds, uh-huh. Ape Out, okay, and later Alligator. <laughs> this category is never going to be decided. Wait. Later well, Alligator, a game where the soundtrack complements the visuals and the gameplay very well, but could also bridge the gap between people who want OST uh-huh. and a soundtrack <laughs> that works into the gameplay. Uh-huh. It's the one that brings how about everybody. How about, how about people who are terminally irony poisoned? 
Yes. That works. Yes. This is earnest. This is an earnest. This is a good soundtrack about alligators having fun. I mean, I am supporting the soundtrack, okay. so I think that the terminally irony poison uh, demographic is spoken. And as the ambassador of yeah, yes. it is for drum nerds <laughs> and drum professionals who <laughs> enjoy drums. And you're you're saying, smashing pumpkins. pumpkins loves this soundtrack. Go on. So you're saying all right, if, if, all right, if Billy Corgan likes this, then I don't. <laughs> you're, you're saying, I just want to put that out there. I do not agree on much. NWA power. So you're maybe. saying that you're saying maybe that you're saying that later alligator is all things to all people. I think no, it is the best thing to you. What? <laughs> you're trying to make me feel special. You can't say <laughs> that. Look, Vinny, I am he team later did. alligator. I I really like the soundtrack. Great. I also another, another one in support. If you go down <laughs> okay, the line. Okay, sure. You know what? All right. Yeah. Whatever. I won't finish that. That's that, fine. That, the main theme is just like. It reminded me of like if you want to have a kind of mafia sounding mm-hmm. generic song. Yeah, I like the other two a lot, but like it don't you try to reduce? Kind of just went in one ear, out the other. It's okay if you want to have a, a Danny B version of Zelda. I do actually. Then I go do. have Caden Sahara. I mean, you could reduce any of these things. No, you're right. Look, this <laughs> is a killer top five. I think Danny B is so above the average chiptune remix. Yes, Danny like, B is very cool. He yes. does so much more with that stuff in the soundtrack than, I absolutely than most people would have done. And I think Too Mellow does a really good job of building a jazzy and enjoyable soundtrack around Later Alligator. I refuse to vote for AI. They're taking away the awards <laughs> from honest composers... See, I'm the other side of this. I'm like, I want to get in good with the AI now. When when drums inevitably are replaced by machines, I want to be on their good side so that I can sort of still, so that I can I can tune their electronics. This is very forward looking of you. Yes, I like your. I want to celebrate mentality. Hot Dad. <laughs> My only problem with Hypnospace Outlaw, and I think it is an awesome collection of and a and a, a time capsule of that time. I did wind up turning the music off on pages eventually, just because. Just like the real internet. Just like the real internet. Um, that means the soundtrack's doing. It's job, yeah, <laughs> which is true. Both to hate it. I mean, yeah. some are you just aren't yeah. supposed to hate. It. I mean, that's some, some of it. That is that is my only criticism of that. Like again, it is a very good list. Uh, later, alligator. Um, glad to see made it. Mm. Made, made it. Made it to the top five. Super happy that we have locked that one in. Yeah. Uh, to the top five. And astrologaster right underneath. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon next to it. Uh, judgments under there too. <sighs> We right. the well, all the congratulations to our five co-winners <laughs> for best music. Uh, I, 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 do we want to just quickly oh, go around and say what our shit. top three are? Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. I feel like this never No, it never works. In any way. Yeah, let's do it. I kind of just don't actually know where everyone stands okay. right now. Should we start with Temperature, Jan? I guess. Sure. Um, I'm going to mark these. Hold on. Temperature I like, check. I like jazz. So Ooh. later alligator was neat. Uh, I'm not down with the AI. Sorry. Ape out. Hypnospace Outlaw, Later Alligator, uh, Cadence. Sorry. Later Alligator, Cadence, and Hypnospace? Yes, sir. Uh, I go for Hypnospace, Cadence, and Ape out. Oh, well, we turned you. Strong third place. <laughs> he did that getting on the AI, good side yeah. of the AI. Yeah, you convinced yeah. me. Uh, I'll go later, uh, Outer Wilds, and Ape Out. Uh, I am going to go... Uh, this is a tough choice. I will definitely say Outer Wilds. I will definitely say Ape Out. Oh, and I'm just going to... Hypnospace. Um... 
Outer Wilds and Cadence by a mile, and I kind of don't have a preference for the third. I could see an argument for all of them. That's fine. Outer Wilds. Hypnospace. Ape Out. Cadence. Ape Out. Outer Wilds. Cadence. Ape Out. Hypnospace. Cadence what? Ape Out. Ape Out. Hypnospace. Okay. Outer Wilds, Ape Out, Later Alligator. All right. Uh, we have Later Alligator with three votes. All right. Number one. Cadence and Hypnotide with five. Uh, Outer with six. And Ape Out in first with seven oh. votes. Wow. wow. Later made it to the top three. Three vote. You said three? <laughs> Man. <laughs> you know, I this think. is non-binding, but I think it's, I think it's, I mean, it's surprising to me that Ape Out. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing that Ape Out won. I feel like Ape Out got, if this had been ranked choice voting, that yeah. this would be a very different situation. That's always the thing. <laughs> I feel like, like the one of, that everyone's a like, lot of strong strong third place. <laughs> a lot of wild card third place Ape Out Here's suddenly coalesced. This is a great argument for ranked voting. I am, not, <laughs> I am not actually advocating that Ape Out needs to win this category. Yeah. I just think it has to be like, in the top it's three. It's not something that I want to listen to, but I get the programmatic... Yeah, Marvel of it. Like, Watching that, that video made me want like, to go that down. That it works and play it. is cool, and I get why. Like on a technological level, that is a feat. When, when I played it, like, it was the one thing that I was like, "Man, that that aspect of this game is awesome." Like, yeah. I don't necessarily love the the game, but like, like yeah, that part like, of it is sure fucking cool. Divorced from the visuals, though, it's like not. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, I mean, yes, you have to take it as a whole. I just mm-hmm. yeah, like I think I think that means Ape Out's making our three. Honestly, the way we're talking about it right yeah, now. Yeah, I think Ape Out's making our three. All right, Ape Out's in. Okay, and then Outer Wilds wins. I mean, Outer Wilds is in, uh, too, I think. Uh, it was definitely second place. We're just going to have to cut it, figure out... It, look, I, I don't want to say later alligator, but I think we might be saying later alligator. Dan, why don't you play a little more? Why don't you play, <laughs> why don't you play the alligator blues for me? Mm. Go to the middle, because we heard the beginning before. Mm. You got Do you see an alligator singing this? Uh, no, but they're all bopping. They're all yeah. dancing to it. Okay. Yeah, the animation's really good behind it. You know what? Later Alligator is cool enough to take it. It doesn't want a yeah. fucking award, all right? Later Alligator. <laughs> ah. It knows that awards don't fucking they mean don't anything. Fucking mean awards thing. are for the fucking man. You know what? If you win an award, you sold out. Yeah. And Later Alligator's too cool. For Later me. Alligator only plays in the speakeasy, bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Alright, so if Ape Out is in, Outer Wilds is in, that means Later Alligator is out, and it comes down to if our third is Cadence of Hyrule or Hypnospace Outlaw. Alright, Ben. Time to make Sophie's, oh, time to make Sophie's choice. <laughs> I gotta go Hypnospace. Just from, uh, as much as I like the individual Cadence of Hyrule tracks, and it is a soundtrack I have continued to listen to since I've beaten the game, the range of, of, of Hypnospace is great, and like I said, I got teary-eyed hearing that eulogy song playing over the credits um, of a fucking game where you're a GeoCities cop. Man, I cannot see a top three without Cadence in it. Holy shit. Let's vote on those two. Oh. You asked me to make Sophie's choice, <laughs> well, and I'm then not... you pointed at the child, no, I think, no, 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 you no. chose wrong. I'm not saying it was solely up to you. I just wanted to know which one you would pick. You don't have to you choose, were, but just pick later, Alligator. Because you were strong for both of <laughs> Yeah, them. okay, I choose uh, Judgment. <laughs> Judge Eyes, please. <laughs> Um, Where do we do? So Outer Wilds wins. <laughs> we haven't gotten there. I, I, yet. I think that, getting uh, there. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm with you. I think Hypnospace uh, edges out Cadence. 
Um, I think it does for me too. Man, what yes. the? Yeah. I'm on Tim Cadence. Oh, They're cool remixes of Zelda music. I it's easy. You could just say no, uh, no Outer Wilds. What a, get them yeah, okay. totally. Uh, like yeah, I would. I would certainly take Cadence that, over that is, Outer Wilds. Oh, oh yeah, I, utter, I love Outer Wilds. Man, I mean, I would probably take Later Alligator over Outer Wilds. Oh, let's not say things we can't take. It is very good. You know, I might take that. Chopped screw Metallica. <laughs> Are me and Dan like really the only people that want Cadence? I would love Cadence I would love great. having Cadence, Brad, but I can't it doesn't, it's not like in the cards. It. Dude, if it wasn't yeah, between yeah, these other hate, ones, yeah, I would yeah, fucking what a fucking tasteless turn. I know, jeez. Yeah. I thought he liked Zelda. Man. Uh I'm just I'm just sitting here in stunned silence. <laughs> like Hypnospace was my winner. Yeah, for play, uh, going we in. forgot like one game. Uh, Bugdom is a 1995 Mac OS game. Uh, it came out in '95, but it was really important to the site this year. Uh, Jan, you could speak to its importance. Bugdom though. Bugdom though. Listen to this song. I'm gonna try slug. Oh shit! Does Bugdom slap? What are we doing? I don't. Why I really don't know. As a palate cleanser. Oh, okay. So chopped and screwed right uh, lightning. Yeah. You want to play Forest, the the Bugdom Forest theme? Uh, no, I did not play the Bugdom. I I I uh I did not play a lot of Cadence, but I played a lot of Hypnospace Outlaw and uh the uh surprise around every URL corner uh was interesting to me. Yeah. Uh and I'm not trying to say the the stuff from Cadence is bad. It's no none sure, of them. Yeah, yeah, no, I I really enjoyed yeah. listening to it. There's a variety yeah. in the hypnospace stuff that uh hit a nostalgia part for me again even if I turned it off <laughs> because uh it, it rang too true. Uh but it's it's got a variety to it. I like what they've done with that. I also like it. I can appreciate it, but I don't like it. There's the there's the there's the one I remember. I can appreciate that you don't like it. Yeah, I I honestly I think I would probably put Hypno above Cadence. Um, I like Cadence better. I think I would, like listening to Cadence. Maybe want to play that game, mm-hmm. um, but also I think Hypnospace is doing something new and interesting. No, it's doing something very old. <laughs> but it's doing something <laughs> kind of interesting. I respect what it's doing. I I like earnestness, and I wish there was a little more of that. And yeah, I think totally. there is some there is, of that. There's a whole album. Sure, sure, sure. And Brad, I, you walked out of the room when we played talking. the earnest song. I do think there is some of that in the sense of like how they, you know, like the love letters to these certain types of songs, these certain types of websites. Um, even if all the gag songs aren't for me. Well, yeah, yeah, gag, gag songs wear thin yeah. pretty yeah. soon. They're like one and done. Yeah, but know. like it's the just the way it. they're used, and some of these songs you're kind of not supposed to like as songs. Sure, it's totally. Just, but the way it works as a soundtrack is I the wish thing y'all, that makes what's it. What's that squishy song? Y'all know what I'm talking about? The where squid? you like find yeah. those little thickers? Yeah, what's the, it called? I like mm-hmm. that one. I, I like hated it, but then I heard it so much that I was like, you know what? <laughs> I hated the guy one. who had the, did the, the, the fast cars. What was that guy? He was in the web ring with the... the oh, with the, yeah. Tracy Chapman? Yeah. Uh, he like he liked fast things in his song. I, right, I did not like the hot rod, something, <laughs> whatever. He yeah. came up a lot. Yeah, I busted him. Good, smart. Yeah, good. On, yeah, Jason, you've been conspicuously quiet. Yeah, I'm I'm somewhere between Space and Cadence personally, but uh, you like just you like Zelda, don't you? I, I do. I love I love Zelda stuff, and I like remixes an awful lot. But I think yeah, Cadence. Um, You're leaning I've, Cadence. No, 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 no. no. I I just don't think it's. Oh, edges out, hypnospace. Okay, mostly due to the variety. Um, those songs were very novel, but they weren't just like gag songs. You know, they were actually pretty good. 
Jan. Mm. Sounds like there's not as much support for Cadence as I... Yeah. I'm not the biggest Zelda fan. Would have expected a mm. respectable, upstanding human beings with a sense of moral decency. Have you who, do you, who do you think you're in a room with? Um, Already a personal attack. Here we go. Game yeah. of the year, baby. Brad, Let's go. Brad, I'm a good man. Yeah, you guys. I'm with you. You think. fucking a game journalists just yeah. give everything to Nintendo. I see how it is. <laughs> they make the best games. Uh, <laughs> just like a game journalist would say. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't even say it. What? Now I'm getting into horse trade mentality. Oh, oh boy! Oh yeah. boy! No, it's Here not. We go. There's no way we're going to drop Ape out for Cadence. No. No. In you fact, can drop I, Outer Wilds for Cadence all day not, long. I'm with you. I think Ape out wins. That is not going to happen. I've come fully around on Ape out. Wow. Wow. wow someone's I, trying I to get in the good graces yeah, of the AI drummer. What's coming up next? All right, are we cutting cadence? I think we're cutting yeah. cadence. We have that to. Is a fucking crock of hot bullshit. I'm with you. No, they're alligators. Wow. It wouldn't Honestly, be not crocs. It wouldn't be an award season if it wasn't at least one crock of hot bullshit. Dan- Danny B, you're the greatest of all time. Danny B does incredible work. And you've been wronged, and I want the record to reflect that. This was your fault for Outer Wilds. You're the, you you could have had I mean, it. Yeah. Not, uh, how, is, how is it my fault to make sure the best soundtrack of the year is included on the best music <laughs> list? Mm. Apparently you didn't. I don't know. You were just saying Danny B is the best of all time. Yeah. Mm. Best of all time sounds like certainly the best of this year. So what, is Later Alligator gone? I think yeah. so. <laughs> I just loved how <laughs> I know. It was like, this is number four now. Yeah. It's an order of deleting. None of us wanted to upset you. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Okay, it's a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, I like that one, game. but not the other two. Which one? The blues? The one that didn't sound like the The one that was not the blues. The one that was not the blues. There's more songs. Yeah. You can play more if you want. <laughs> <laughs> the one in the CD part of town. Mm. Yeah, that was the one I liked. Yeah, there, yeah. there are remixes of it. Okay. You, uh, you go and you help a person unhaunt their phone. Uh, I, again, I'm not precious about Ape Out winning this. It, being in the top three is the only thing that was like super important to me. I do think it's probably my favorite implementation of music this year, but I think the argument for Outer Wilds is very strong. And also, on top of that, like I think the argument for Hypnospace is extremely strong. Yeah, I, I, I like honestly, like I could sit here and dig in my heels about Hypnospace if we really wanted to, but you guys are so weird about Outer Wilds. <laughs> Let's be fair about this. Yeah. Yeah. The game is. Well, uh, yeah, totally. I, I just, I just don't really care for that soundtrack. It's, it's yeah, like. I that type of like, like it. plucky banjoy type stuff we, mashed we with went, space. We went super heavy not. on that stuff in what we pulled, but there's way more there than that. There is, yeah, and it's good. It's, it, it's it, incredibly it, good. It is different than that, but that banjo plucky theme, yeah, like that is not my sci-fi. That's not what but I'm like, looking I don't, for. I, out it's of not sci-fi. mine either. Though. Yeah, like, it's not that. about what I want out of sci-fi. It's what the game does with what it has. Yeah, and the interesting thing about that for me is I will probably hear be able to hear that. And know that that's Outer Wilds years from now, sure. and pull yeah. it out of a lineup. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, with yeah. an emotional attachment. Yeah, right. that's yeah. really what it is. Is the way that it underpins the really grandiose moments in that game. Yeah, yeah I'm totally fine with that. With that uh, game winning, like yeah. I, I was like honestly on the verge of tears a couple times toward the end of that game, and the music was a, a huge part of that. Like it's it's really powerful stuff. Uh, all right, we settled that then. Okay, I think so. Our best music winner is Outer Wilds. I'm typing Hypnospace Outlaw. Hypnospace is really, really cool. And Ape Out. Also really, really cool. Crazy. Hop on ice cream. There. Okay. That's a killer list. We did it. That was nothing. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, I came out of that wanting to listen to the River City Girls soundtrack. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Yeah, and below. For some I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I, might, I think I'm going to put on below when and we get home tonight. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you may want to learn Morse code. <laughs> All right.
Uh, that's one category down. We got to step out of this hot, sweaty room for a few couple minutes, and uh, we'll come back and do another one. Back with our second category, which is best style. Yes. Yeah, period. Put a period. period after style. Best style. Yes. Best thing to look at. I think, you know. Best yeah, game. best aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or okay. like, we have experienced. This game for your eyes. We have grown up your since ears, the days of best aesthetic. Uh, includes yeah, this all sorts audio. Of yeah. Okay. This is a vibe check. I guess. Sure. I get that shit out um, what is, I don't, oh, know, I don't know, know what that means. I don't know what that means. that out of the room. It's. You know, but the the basic idea here is like this is meant to like best style was usually like you know best menus which, yeah like yeah font font work. right yeah but but also like best kind of wild yeah yeah style right. you know like where a wild style a wild style yes there's a lot of one color throw ups mm-hmm. we've kind of um, I wanted to make I would, sure that, I th- that you know uh, games that might just like nail a certain like nail their aesthetic it might not be over the top in a flashy way. But like a game like Control, which is which is on our preceded list here, you know that game has a cohesive style to it. It isn't necessarily what we think of when we think of the best style yeah. category. Could be. I would have that list. Put it in there. Okay, well, let's change it back then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for undermining my fucking argument. Well, um, Control. Just but yeah. Back. Um, I mean, the thing is, we've kind of rolled best looking game into this category. Yeah. Like we basically took the style with a bunch of Ys and moderated it with the best looking category. Mm-hmm. And now we've come out with a hybrid. Yeah. Uh, that, that so I, that in my mind, still has a little bit of a visual bias, but that's not all of it. Right. But yes. There, but it is, a, it is probably the biggest component of it. Well, you almost think, like, most most cohesive. I think people uh, get it. People understand. Right? Yeah, they get it. You know, it's not best style it's technical. You look at and you're no, like, it's not best style artistic. Game. But it kind of is best style. But, but it kind of is. Yeah, I mean, these categories have been a lot of things over the years. Okay, should we get in there? I yeah. love it. Yeah, so um, in there. Tell me about what the game is. Well, yeah, so we, we, we oh, yeah. preceded we the list. Uh, we kind of have filled these out over uh, the last week or two. Uh, all right. What do you got? Here's what's on here. Control, What the Golf, Sayonara, Wild Hearts, Neo Cab, Judgment, Mortal Kombat 11, Ape Out, Astralagaster, Hypnospace Outlaw, Valferis, Later Alligator, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, Void Bastards, Outer Wilds, Luigi's Mansion 3, Death Stranding, and Indivisible. One that I might actually throw on that I didn't really like the game that much was that Blasphemous game. Oh, that? that game! Yeah, yeah, that game did have cool that style. Game had yeah, a real it was really metal, really, really like, good pixel art animation. Yeah, very detailed. Yeah, it had like I feel like all the menus, the text was very like mm. like goth. I yeah, mean, the thing like, that stood out to me in that game, I didn't really care for that game. I didn't either. either. Like the yeah. the gameplay graphics are pretty like. Fine pixel art, but nothing mm-hmm. you haven't seen before. Some of the bosses were the, pretty. The cutscenes, though, the the, pix- the cutscenes mm-hmm. are all pixel art, but like incredibly well animated. Like, yeah, they just did a lot of frames of animation for those cutscenes. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So I have a question: Is uh, this the thing we're going to add to say this again and then take off? I mean, I, I just, think I just wrote it down, and I don't know that it's going to make it. Yeah, we don't yeah. need to. I just wanted to mention it as okay, having I good have, style. I have, I have now deleted it. Right, fine, totally fine. We did the yeah. job. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to mention a thing that we don't have to put on because it might come up again next year. But I think Dreams has a particular yeah, style. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, even though people are making stuff with it, it is certainly Dreams. There's an aesthetic to yeah. Dreams. Uh, Made but, in Dreams kind of means 
something. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. But, and then that has a vibe and a, and a whole Definitely. thing. But yeah. let's not put it on here, but it's, you know. Right. You vibe checked it. Oh, boy. I don't, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? A vibe check is just like, how's everyone doing? You know? Then just ask that. <laughs> let's not put it on here, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I, I, I see where you're coming from, yeah. for sure. And not because it doesn't... Uh, I don't want to talk about it, but I think, I think there's more room to talk about that next year or, mm-hmm. or someplace. Okay. Uh, I, I, I would pull something off of here. Here's one I don't agree with for best style here. I think Luigi's Mansion oh, 3... No. no. ...is no. a great game. Yes, Go ahead. It is. Uh, but I don't know if it's doing anything for me to push my style boundaries I, or buttons. I agree. Oh, my elevator buttons. Man. Oh, yeah. We got to find them. It's got but such a I'm nice open to argument. Style. It's yeah. got spooky style. It's got a very good it has, spooky style. It has an implicit understanding that the spookiest style is actually just art deco. Well, also, the yeah. style isn't, like, mm-hmm. that different than the others, you know? No, it's, it's a good one. It's a, it's sure. a, it's a, like, the fidelity is amazing for the Switch. Totally, it's, yeah. It's a very good-looking Luigi's Mansion. Absolutely. It's yeah. not that different. Oh, I mean, I, look, I don't... Right I'll, say, I'll say right now, I don't think it's top three, but I, I think that Matt, you're maybe underselling it a tad. Like, the style in this case, I think, translates also to just the way they have brought Luigi as a character out in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that he interacts with everything, the way he is animated, and even, like, little small interactions in that game, like, is just bubbling with personality. And, and a ton and, of ghost designs and stuff that look really cool. Like, yeah. really unique bosses that are animated really well. Like, yeah, it, it's definitely it, a really good-looking game. Yeah, I think, like, certainly of of the Nintendo offerings this year, I think it is the most stylish thing they made. And I think that, oh. you know, of the Luigi's Mansion games, it is the one that exudes the most personality yes. through that style. Is it a top three best style? Probably not, but I think it's, it's worth giving it its due here in that regard. Mm-hmm. My heart, Luigi. Me <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, there's a lot of games on it. Incre- it's an incredible. We don't, we don't have to cut it right so, now. No, no. I, I think no, we I think, do. I think it's fine. Yeah. There, there are at least like seven or eight other games I, I think are more much stronger on here. Yeah. I'll say I uh, love Void Bastards. I think the look of it Whoa. is one of the things I wasn't super oh, hot on. I was so keen on the That's look. That's like the number one thing for me. Really? I don't know if it's my number one, but I think it's. A, I don't think it would be the second thing I take off this list. Not my number one game. My number one thing was the look of it. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. Yes. I just um, think there's a lot of contenders here, and I don't know if. Void yeah, Bastards. I think I'm I'm with you. Like I, I think Void Bastards looks nice, but you know they nail that comic book aesthetic, the yeah. way the characters move around the as like these good. kind of 2D things, but they like they move with well, the colors like a, so like a 90s solid. first person shooter. Yeah, like each of the ships that. has their own like style within them that all makes sense once you start playing it enough. You can recognize them when the way, you're in the there. way they use the comic frames like between yeah. scenes yeah. and stuff, and even how they they do like your character sort of mug shot. Like if you have a tall character you just see their chest you have a short yeah. character see the top of their head like all these all the faces really i think work very well there's a lot of good detail yeah. I, I think i agree that all that stuff is like nice but i just i don't know that it would be a top three game it's maybe. a top yeah. three for me yeah. for sure i but... totally with jeff on it, that and i appreciate that the the different ships have their different styles but there's like four or maybe five yeah. different types yeah, so like, like, you see a lot of them the same you do a lot of see the same ones that's, that's yeah. not and like if you if you cut away all the comic book stuff from that game like it just looks like a 90s corridor shooter oh sure i mean if you cut away x from many of these games, they lose their yeah, style. Yeah, but like that's just like menu design stuff. Like in game, no, that in does game matter. Too. Like in it's, game, yeah. it, it does. But in game, like those levels are just some kind of bland ass looking spaceships. Yeah. I don't know. I disagree. I, I also yeah, think I like the way you shoot, you'll have like the pow and like the yeah, the, com- you know, the like explosions that is and stuff. comic book integration there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I would want to take it off right now. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to win. I'm not sure. I I think it would maybe be in my top three, yeah, but I don't same. know if it'll necessarily make it to the top. But I don't think I would cut this before some of the other ones on here. 
I kind of feel like that comic book thing of words popping off of guys when you shoot them. It, it's been done a lot over the years. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying it's anything uh, new. I'm just saying yeah, it, it's done well here. I, but yeah, I, I just it's I don't know effective. if I would make a top three. Uh, I think we could probably we can let go of Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. I, yeah. I, the yeah. style of that game is very much the style of Rebel Galaxy. Like yeah. they they're adding a little more, you know, maybe cowboy swagger to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But like. And they do some, you know, there are definitely some Cowboy improvements. Shit, I think yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's building off a thing they did in the first game, which also exuded a lot of style. Uh-huh. Um, I just don't think that, like, it's radically different or, or novel compared, like, it, as yeah, a sequel or totally. a prequel. Yeah, and, and again, I don't, I don't, don't, don't think it's a top three. Um, For a genre that has not been iterated on since fucking 2000, what, when did free, the last Free Space come out? Like... There hasn't been one of these in so long. Just seeing what one of these would look like with modern graphics cards was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? It, it's yes, yes. Like but, you, like like uh, like being in a in a fighter cockpit. Like you get to see all the effects that if they had kept making Tie Fighter games for the last fifteen years, I squint because there there definitely are things like that out there. Like the um, well, there's Elite Dangerous. Yeah, like there are a couple. There like are the Valkyries. Yeah, kinda, they, they are yeah. doing stuff in there, and but not necessarily Space Cowboy. And, yeah, and, and sure. that's where I think sure. this is, and that's just what Rebel Galaxy is. Yeah, I, and like I, I, don't, I didn't play. Nothing I mean, yeah, like yeah, no, but like, you know, this is this is one of those that's willing to like crack your windshield. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think like I, that. it was the out of ship stuff that I just didn't especially like the look of. Yeah, like, I, I it, it felt kind of jarring compared yeah. to like yeah, like really nice cockpit stuff, but like all that stuff just didn't really. I, I could see that uh, didn't really do it for me. So right. I'd probably cut that. Um. So I think Sayonara Wild Hearts has. A lot, like, is all style, but I don't know if it's the best style. I feel like if this w- category was best style, we would probably keep it on longer. Yeah. I'm with you, Abby, yeah. Like, um, I, I have three other things I would pick. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, like, when I first saw that, I was like, man, this is a very stylish, like, this, it's awesome. Like, it's, it is, but you're right, it is all style. I think if I liked the music more, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I, I, think, I might, yes, exactly. might I think if the way things work together was better, then it would probably hit harder for me. But yeah. I think right now it's like, I see what they're going for. It's fine. Alex, does Judgment do enough to separate itself from the Yakuza style? Um, yeah, In some ways. I mean, yeah, obviously they're using the same graphics engine. It looks like Kamurocho, especially as it's been, it has been portrayed in the last couple of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it is... It's a little bit more mellow in in some of the moment to moment stuff. Like there's still a lot of wacky shit in that game, but like you know, it's deti- it's a detective story. It's not a fucking Kiryu beats up the world story. You are not the dragon of Dojima. You're a guy in a leather jacket with a wallet chain. You know, like it is. It's a slightly different vibe. Yeah, that style. It is. I, I took note of the wallet chain when we were yeah. watching footage of it the other day. It's a bike chain too. Um, but it, it like is it radically different? No. I think there are some really nice stylistic flourishes in that game. Like that opening credit sequence is really mm-hmm. good. Um, this, when you go into the VR zone in that game, like, there's a whole, like, side quest thing where you are just basically going into a VR version of Kamurocho and beating up AI idiots. <laughs> uh, and that, like, all the effects around that stuff is really well done in, in a very sort of, like, sensory overload kind of way. Um, the soundtrack's really solid, you know, like, the, the flourishes around, like, your fighting styles and, and all that shit is all really good, but, like... They are building off an existing thing, right. and they are they're doing it a slightly different way, but it is not that drastically different. Does it do enough to keep it on this list? Uh, yeah, I think you might be right. I mean, it's 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 look, it's my favorite, probably my favorite game of the year. But I think that you know, compared to some of the stylistic things that other games on this list are doing, I think you're right. It doesn't belong on here. Okay. 
So I, I know everyone loves Mortal Kombat, but is this the best style? Yeah, that's one know. I'm not sure about either. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it needs to. I, I mean, I think like they've it's a grim fucking murder style, like yeah. for sure. And I, I think, think they've I done think a lot of good work with just like the menus and their 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 character designs have matured to a to a great degree. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the characters just look so much like better and more tasteful in this game. Yeah, and I, I feel like like. That, like and then they split them open. Well, they split them open, but also, oh, dude, and, but as also, and just remember they, they put pick. Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and yeah. I feel like it's just this like glaring, like oh, whatever, you they, don't care. That's like, DLC. But there's a cohesive style, and there's not. Like, but even, they, even that, if you don't buy the DLC, well, he's still in the from the movie in there too. Like they, you know. They yeah, did, like, I think that is a very Mortal Kombat thing to do, though. But so, like, like that's, uh, uh, but, you know, they've been doing this for the last three games. Yeah, and, like, and like, every time they do it, I feel like it's a jarring fucked I just, up thing. I, that, yeah, yeah, I just feel like it's away from add-on characters a few months after release are such a minor part of the overall picture. For, but it's uh, part of the game, picture of this like, game right now today. Hey, here's the thing: it's that's not the thing that is not yeah, making me necessarily want enough. to be on this list. Yeah. It's that I think they are doing the Mortal Kombat style rendered in the most ridiculous resolution they have done up to this point. But yep. it still feels very much like the thing they've been building on over the last couple of sequels. Like their, yeah. Yeah. their internal anatomy tech is really yeah. Yeah. I like it, you know, something it, to behold. From a couple of angles, not like a full-on shot, but like occasionally, if you're looking at the screen just so, Johnny Cage looks a little bit like Andy Samberg. <laughs> mm. Do you I like that? that? I like that. The little smirk he has. Yeah. Like, like a little of the puppet fatality. It's yeah, yeah. I think thing, I also yeah. think Cron- a lot of Chronica's weird time shit in her time castle looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. I like Garrus's moveset. Like he makes sense as a weird time sand creature. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I think I, I think, think, it's, I think it's got the strongest visual design of a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, probably ever. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah, I'm not disagreeing with uh, that. But, but yeah. I think it's of, very good. Also, I'd, I'd probably say that there's a lot of like not great costumes in that game. Like yeah. just just visually, I think uh, that there there yeah. are some skins in that game that are fucking bangers. Yeah, and there's a lot that are just whatever terrible. I I, I wouldn't fight for it. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a top three. I don't, I don't think it's got a lot of support. Um, I, I think, think I put what the golf on here, and I think we can take what the golf off of yeah. here. Yeah, uh, I really like the way it looks. It has a very simple style um, that carries well, carries on. Uh, it, it has a very simple style that looks good across when they start doing all the other game stuff. Like it, it fits into yeah. Flappy Bird and it fits into Portal, but it's very simple. It's yeah. we've seen it up. A dozen I, times. Yeah, I think a simple style can work, but yeah, you're right. It it's, is the it's perfect. Kind of, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and, and and like, hey, check it out. It's set in the lab. You know, yeah. like the, yeah. there's certainly. I like the like the the boss levels where you're like playing Pong basically yeah. against mm-hmm. the computer. But yeah, it's not. I think it's the perfect style for that game. Yeah, yeah. totally. I think right. I'd hoped that like those would be more different instead of here's another yeah. one of these Pong things. They but definitely like, wore off the, yeah. the charm. Um, I think Control is an absolute lock for this category. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's hard to argue that one. I can't. I I can't really argue Damn, much against fucking it. Fucking bullet points can't. It, it, it's okay, we know thing. it's there. Just do another one under Neocab and yeah. move control. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, here's the thing. We can, we, I think we can let go of Neocab. Neocab has a very cool style to it. It is, it is dis- definitively cyberpunk. Like, it is just yeah, doing really the like cyberpunk thing, but it has a really clean look. Like, the world around you is, has just enough, like, kind of. Let me finish my Stop point. breaking the list. Sorry. Bro. Yeah, I don't care about what the, the list is doing. It, it, it's. It has a really clean look to it, but like the technology and like the characters 
all that stuff is done really well. Just yeah, and, yeah. And I think that like there isn't enough music. Like the music that's there is good, but there's not enough variety to it. Right. Um. And you know, you spend a lot of time just sitting in that car. Mm-hmm. There isn't a lot of visual variety outside of that car. Yeah. You know, I, the other day I was telling you that I feel like I maybe hit my limit on synthwave. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the the cyberpunk aesthetic. Like with no like just straight up cyberpunk stuff. Like I feel like I'm Uh-oh. pretty much done with. It. <laughs> they, they, I've got bad news. Yeah, 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 I got this bad news for anyone making a cyberpunk game. <laughs> they actually, do, they do a really good job of making that cyberpunk aesthetic feel lived in. Totally, like, and there are people there, yeah. and this is like how they live, and it feels like natural. Plenty of game devs and other people have done it way worse than this. Yeah, so I don't mean that to say yes. that they're doing a bad job of that. Yeah. But, man, there's been a lot of that. I think if there was a little more variety, I would feel much more strongly yeah. about it. But as it is, it's great for what it is. I think that people are going to disagree with me on this. But mm-hmm. I feel like I have seen Death Stranding's future UI stuff done before. Like, thinking about, like, Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. Like, that had a cool style, and this looks kind of like that. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, like I don't think Death Stranding belongs on this I, I, I didn't think it, it was going to make it. it I, I totally think it could make it. But, I, I, look, I don't think it's top three. I do think it. there is a novelty to the way technology in that game looks. I think there's a novelty to the way that the, like, the... I mean, look, yeah, like, there's a lot of gray stations in that game. You know, I like, like the, the font work. Like, that, I think the font that's work my, is really that's, good. That's where I come off of, like, okay, this is the cool part. And the character animation is really strong. Like, that yeah. is the thing yeah. that does really yeah. well. And those monster it, energy cans. Yeah, I those monster energy cans really Black nice. goop. I think I like all, the all, goop. Of the, all of the entire inside of Norman Reedus' room looks like a room I would like yeah. to live in. <laughs> well, well, guess what? You're going to be living in that room a lot <laughs> in that game. Um, um, I, I like the, uh, I think the... I like the stupid trucks. I think the, yeah, the truck design is insane yeah. in the game. It's so weird. Um, I think the post-apocalyptic America as Scandinavia motif is bizarre. Really, yeah, and it really lends itself to like the otherworldly feel of that game. Yeah. Like, I think the, the look of that game is very cohesive. Yeah, I, I think when the, all the otherworldly stuff of fucking dudes hanging in the air and BTs and all that stuff, I, I feel like it's such a clash that I actually hate that look. I don't of mind the, of the goopy, tarry like, stuff. I, I just I, I like the black terrible. goop. I like the goop. I, I would like it better if the thing you end up fighting out of it wasn't just like, here's an animal, but it's covered in tar. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not very creative. Yeah. Those, yeah. Those, those are kind of weak. Um, I also think that the, I don't, like, I think that there, I understand why these sections are in the game. I understand what they're trying to go for here, but those war sections are just yeah, so that's hokey. Stuff, that's stuff, yes. They're so hokey. Yeah. It's like really good sound design, yes. and I think, like like I said, really good font work, and, and just some of the terminal design and stuff. But and if this was just, like, yeah. just best-looking game, it probably maybe yeah. makes the top three. I think, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. from a tech perspective, yeah. sure. And I really don't think not, it looks yeah. bad. I, I just don't... It didn't, like... It wasn't like, wow, I've never seen this kind of future stuff before. Right. I, no. feel like yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, by and large, the look of that game would work in, like, an indie science fiction film. Totally. Pretty well. The industrial design Man, you good. should have made that instead. <laughs> oh well, I've got uh, good news for you. Great. Yeah. Like all, all the industrial design is very good and yeah. sharp. Yeah, like, the, totally. the, like the designs of a shower, the designs mm. yeah. of like a mm-hmm. bed. Like those things are like the industrial you mean the ad, like on top of the. In front uh, of the shower. No, that's just a copy and paste job from <laughs> the AMC. design of the Monster Energy can. Uh, no, you know, great I, looking I, can. Shelves that come I, out. Yeah, and like, yeah, like the little the little blood cartridge yeah, that slides like, into the wall every time you wake up. I love Shinkawa. Is he doing all that? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did all the technology. So like that stuff, and it looks metal. Gearish, like the robots have that bipedal kind of like the little yeah. support towards you. Yeah. I, and I like his stuff. I, I, I like it's, I, you it's know, clean it's, and it's and it's lived in. Some of it is a little cliched, but like the floating objects and stuff, like it kind of 
Oh, like levitating? You know, like, yeah, like, like the little feet, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, the chiral crystals looking like hands coming out of the ground is a little on the nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, there's not enough variety, I think, in the environments. Like, look at Horizon, which is the same yeah. engine years yeah. ago. And yeah. I think they had more variety and, like, more interesting things on the horizon to look at. In the yeah. end, it's like a couple of zones look a little yeah. bit different. Yeah, but that none stuff of it did really not changes. do it for me. And even some of the facial capture stuff sometimes just seemed like people had the wrong expression on during a wrong scene. Mm-hmm. But the... The industrial stuff I thought was great. Like the yeah. building, when you build a thing and you see it like go up and then spread out and, and yeah. become its, do its thing. I, I yeah. agree. Like little little panels that open right. is is cool. But that but, said, I, I'm surprised it actually made it this far into the list because I figured everyone was going to shoot it down immediately. Yeah. So I'm just glad we got a chance. I like to, like, the really hot really and cold switches in the shower. That's, yeah, that's, like, that's yeah. what I mean. Like the like, how would this work in right. a mm-hmm. little room design? Yeah. All right. But I don't think it's going to make. All right. Energy All right. drink cans of the year. Agreed. Oh yeah. Another thing I don't think will make it, but has made it very far in my heart, uh, is Indivisible. I uh, don't often, I mentioned it earlier, but don't often see that form of representation where everyone looks like me. Um, and for, for me personally, that, that like struck a chord. And there's a lot, uh, besides the design of the characters, a lot of the design of the environments and even the language and some of the music associated with it. Um, like it, it just like wow. Like I could see that like back in the Philippines or like somewhere in Thailand, and it resonates with me. The opening cinematic is completely beautiful, and I wish the rest of the game completely looked like it. I still think there's some really, really good animation. Yeah, it, 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 it's the like, animation well, yeah. is some like don't get me wrong. Stuff. Like the the yeah. fan, the animations are absolutely fantastic in combat. It's just the environments oh, okay. because the levels are so linear that they're very flat compared to mm-hmm. such. Um, well-designed characters and everything. Um, and a lot of the NPCs, besides the one that looks like Vinny, uh, don't look that great. Um, and <laughs> I think you, think. <laughs> you sure. know, they're black shirts, not as crisp. Uh, uh-huh. Um, but it's it's mostly the environments and like the background levels and the in-between like slideshow cutscenes where it kind of takes me out of it. If the game was completely as stylistic and as vibrant as the combat scenes are, I'd fight for it to be at least top five. But where it is all in all as a package, it doesn't completely get there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I fucking love it. It's mm. great. Like, it's it's everything I would have wanted a bunch of video game characters to look like. And it's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That Jollibee looks exactly like Jollibee. <laughs> so I don't know if we should throw Jollibee in best style, but then that's not a game. That's no, Jolly, Jolly B. B ain't no game. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I can probably let go of Valfaris. I, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, no, I, I love the I love the motif. I think a lot of the animation is not great in that game. Oh, it's, it's it's good. Some it, of it looks a little not great. It could look better. Well, not great. Absolutely. And I think some of the creature designs are not like the most inventive things. Yeah. Like a lot, it, it, it's drawing from some very cool sources. And I think as a 16-bit version of Heavy Metal Magazine, like they definitely nailed that shit. Yeah. Uh, and the soundtrack definitely like adds to that. Yeah, I, I love the overall vibe of the game. Yeah. Like the title screen looks if, awesome. If any game, if I would allow any game to vibe check me on this list. Absolutely. Hey, there we go. It passes the vibe check, but it does not make top three. Okay. I like that we're making Dan mad with this. I really think me and Vinny are just confused. <laughs> yeah, I think I get it now. <laughs> I got aged five years every time you say it. Yeah, that's the idea. No, that's the time fall. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, huh. 
Abby, All I right, want so to our list, you. Or right no, now, no, what's he going to say? The list right now, <laughs> ape, ape Out, Control, Astrologaster, <laughs> Hypnospace Outlaw, Later Alligator, Void Bastards, and Outer Wilds. I'll say again, I don't think Void Bastards yeah, belongs with I'm, these I other think ones. now that we're looking at these, yeah, yeah, smaller, yeah, now is the time. I think it belongs with them, but I'm also okay to see it go. And I'm not saying it's bad, to be clear. I, I like the look of that game. It's just there. But you are signing it in sign language right now. Uh, yeah. Yes. Another I'm one fluid. that maybe belongs with these top six, but maybe not in the top three, is Astrologaster. It's not hard to say. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's way more fun to say Astrologaster. Yeah. I think that this game, similar to Sign Our Old Wild Hearts, is... All style, but I also think maybe best style. I think great style. Okay. I think um, it's not going to make it. It's fine. I, th- I, I like I, its flip book thing. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's neat. Yeah, I'm Most really charmed it. by it. I think it's very funny. I think it all works super well together. Um, and I'm so glad it made it this far. Thank you all so, <laughs> yeah. so much. I think it's great. And bye. What's a, what's a Logaster? Astrologaster? Oh, Astro-Logaster. I'm not really... So, like, I actually didn't know. I actually was pronouncing it like that until I launched it and saw that there was astrology involved. And I was like, oh. oh. Astrologaster? Really? Yeah, I, I, I was, like, it just didn't make any sense to me. Like, I, I didn't, I had no idea what the game was. I was just on a list. I'm like, all right, let's play this. I was like, oh. Astrologaster. What's Astrologaster? This is a really strong top five. Yeah. Is That's this the part where we have to break Benny's heart again? Mm. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yep, we're cutting about Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. Sorry, Benny. No. Oh, I want to talk about Outer Wilds in this category because... I get the music argument because it did stand out to me, but I don't know. I, I don't I like, know that it's the one here. Yeah, I like the aesthetic of it. I like the look. I think it looks. I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks fine. Um, but like, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think it wins here because I think Control wins. But uh, I think it does a lot with a little. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you look at any one thing in that game, like you know, it's not an expensive looking game. They didn't no. put a massive amount of detail into anything. But it's creative. The fact that well, it yeah. is, it is. The art design is is really fantastic. or just the ideas for the planet and a lot of yeah. yeah absolutely. See, that that to me is is definitely the strong point. Is yeah. that like the the solar system itself, That's, the way everything the way it all fits sort of, together, the it all fits together, and also just the look of each individual mm-hmm. piece it's, of it. I mean, it's more than that because it all exists in one playable space. Like, yeah, there is no loading in that game because the whole game is in memory at all times. Yeah, and, like no matter where you are on the far end of that solar system. At some point, you're going to see some amazing framing of like sun mm, and yeah. a certain planet, mm. or like, and I, I, I the range of situations you can be in when the supernova hits, and like how it might frame what you're looking at or doing. You know, like you kind of see mm. this wave of energy coming over a horizon, or like seeing the, the you know the sun framing a certain object a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, yeah. because it is all this one big like simulated space, like you get so many framings of things that look like they should be like the album or, you know, like the cover of a sci-fi novel or something like that. And, you know what I mean? And there are yeah. things, other little things like, you know, I, I love the jankiness of your ship. Like, yeah. it, it, as much as I don't necessarily love controlling the ship in that game, like, the, the, the sort of RV-like quality to it is something that I, I really <laughs> I, like and respect. I think, yeah, I, th- I think the, the marriage of, like, low and high tech is, yeah, like, not that's my favorite stuff. It's not, not something you see very often. I, I like that. I mean, the one thing that I kind of, and this is just a personal hang-up, like, I, it's not that they're bad, but I just, no, no, of the character designs really did a whole lot oh, for me. Dude, I don't really like the mm. alien characters very much. Like your your people or any like I just I mean just they're not it like didn't stand out. I, I yeah. think they're I think they're ridiculous. Like I don't yeah. think they're like you know. I mean, there's only three things. There's they're three eyed space goat people. Huh? Well, there's only there's only the 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 there's your player the, race the yeah. the, the, the no my race and yeah. the fish. 
Yeah, right? I, I think yeah. that's kind oh, of sure. it's a pretty yeah. good-looking yeah. fish. Yeah. I, yeah, I love that at a glance, like if you're out in space, you know, there's not too many planets, uh, you know, to lose track of. So like the second you look, it's like oh, there, there's the hourglass twins, or oh, there's yeah. the lantern, so that's got to be brittle hollow. Like from across the yeah. fucking solar system, yeah. you know exactly where you are. It's like okay, oh, the interloper is getting closer. Um, also, I, I like stuff when you're inside the stations. There's like the, the, that lattice work of the uh, the orbital probe and all that stuff, and the holograms yeah, where it totally. shows. Like I like the way they represent like the probe going out and things like that. I, I yeah. think the, the control interfaces are also amazing in that yeah. game. Yeah, like yeah, the little absolutely. light up orbs yeah. that you move around in shapes to make things I happen. Like, I didn't I, love that as as much as maybe some people did, but it's it's novel. It's very novel. I think I, it's it's very creative. I, I think the 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 way they handle the text thing and the branching text yeah. is also yeah. interesting. That's yeah. cool. The yeah. conversational. The language yeah. stuff is very good. I also think the UI is really nice as far as like what you see on your computer, the processing of information of like what yeah. do I need, what don't I need, and look, being able to look at it in like a solar system map as well as sort of an information map yeah. um, I think is really well done, especially once you get into it of like because it is a game that can be a little directionless, and once you start seeing where the direction is, I think it's really nice. I, I think there's an argument for top. Yeah, I, 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 I think so too. I just I feel more strongly about the style of the top three games on this list than I do the other two. I think later Alligator even I feel a little more strongly about style wise than I, I do Outer Wilds. I will. Abs- I would put any four of these over Ape Out. I think. Like I think Ape Out has awesome style. I think it's killer, but I also think it can look a little samey after a while. That minimalistic look. I don't think it's as strong as the sound design. Yeah, I mean, kind of one note. I don't know. I, I like. There's to me. Yes, I agree. It's not wildly variant, certainly, as you go. Even as the the albums change, like you know, the color schemes change, but it's still very much like a two yeah. and three chromatic kind of style. But like the weird squiggle vision, you know, yeah. dr- like coloring of everything is, I think, pretty cool. I think that the the animation itself is very smooth. Like the the feel of it is all very smooth, and the way that it works in tandem with the music, like it creates like a singular mm-hmm. kind of experience Absolutely. that I feel like it all has it really to work feel together. Like this is like interactive Solvast type stuff. Yeah, like totally. Yeah, they the, they right. nail that thing. The I mean, the, yeah, the Death Strange great. great. Yeah. And those t- the the title sequences that they do for each track slash level yeah. Yeah. are very creative. Very. Mm-hmm. Uh, different each time. You know, they try to do that Saul Bass thing of make the make the text treatment yeah. anim- or embody the thing yeah, right. doing, like, yeah. you know, falling down or, yeah. you know. Like, I feel like this would be more of a contender for best style. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they are aping that style. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and an exi- existing style. The best style falls into this yeah. It does, it does. I but I think the other ones on this list also have other things going the, the on. Other, the, other, the other knock against it is that you've kind of gotten what it's trying to do in like 10 minutes. Like it's, yeah. kind of, it's doing one thing really well, but it's not... Well, okay. I mean, I, I kind of feel lot. the same so way. Let me, let me pause that and we'll talk about Hypnospace Outlaw, which I hmm. do like as a game, but I also feel like is... Replicating a style well, well. I mean, well, but I, I would say there's a lot of variety within that. There's a lot of variety, say. but it is it's 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 doing a twist on an aesthetic. Uh, well, it is yeah. it is, but also on top of that, uh, you can't forget about all the like hip, official hypnos stuff that's in there. Uh, which is, you know, copying the early stuff. stuff. But like the tutorial yeah. where you're watching the video and they like, you find out that the intern gets hot, fired halfway through and so they have like bad voiceover over everyone. Like, yeah. it's not just the GeoCities stuff. It's not just the early internet stuff. And then like, you even get like, did any of you make it far enough to play Outlaw? That like, 
car racing yeah, game where it crashes, your visor crashes. Yeah, like that stuff, and then like the the transition between like Y2K and the modern age, like with the weird visual style. I don't know. It really works for me. I think for me, I found that sometimes the style made playing the game a little bit tedious. Like, I know that's sort of what it's going for. It's going back to, like, an older time on the Internet when things weren't as fast and, like, it's a little more manual. But it was also just sort of a pain in the ass sometimes of, like, okay, i got to, like, minimize this, the download, and, like, I have this thing in the background, this thing's pinned, and it's blocking this other thing. And I just found it to be a little tedious. And I, I guess maybe it's, like, my nostalgia isn't, like, fun! Uh, my nostalgia is, like, okay, let's streamline this. I don't need to see a loading page every time I click one thing. I mean, you got to wiggle the mouse. It'll make it load faster. There, yeah. There's no disagreement for me that this game is, like, hyper-directed at a particular brand of Internet user uh, of a certain age, for sure. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying that it doesn't have appeal beyond that, because I do think it is kind of a funny, goofy thing on yeah. its own removed yeah, sure. from that stuff. But, like, the style is going to hit this person right here like way harder than it's going to hit anyone that didn't grow up fucking with you know making shitty angel fire pages <laughs> yeah. i don't know i did grow up with that still well you had a was, pretty shitty angel fire page i mean it I was, sucked ass i was approaching adulthood by the time that stuff came about but i'm happy leaving it in the past like i should be how in, dare I should you be in the target demographic for that stuff and i super don't need it so that was the internet where possibility still existed I, dude i remember trust me. joy i was, could still live if it weren't for that internet i wouldn't be here right now i get it <laughs> But uh, I just want to celebrate that joy. Did you open the command line in the in the space? I didn't know what to do in there, but you could definitely enable it. Yeah, like this, no, when I, you reboot the machine. Yeah, there there were there's a lot of like stuff you could even just That's like kind of hack the game around a little bit, mm. break some stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can we talk about control? I feel Let's like I, 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 I hate it. I hate those situations where like there's such a strong consensus that the game never actually gets talked Let's about. Let's talk about Control. No, you're, you're, you're not allowed to talk about Control. Oh, okay. So I, I fucking love the look of it. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. There's some pretty fucking good stuff. It, even yeah. without the ray tracing, even on my shitty yeah. base yeah. PS4, it's oh, yeah, 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 like, oh my Just God. The, the fucking building, man. Yeah, and then yeah. the building, the brutal Like watching your gun transform? Yeah, yeah. I mean, watching the building transform, yeah. but then also having... Like, oh, by the way, there's a bunch of fucking crazy plant creature, you know, mold creatures down yeah. here. And, and like, seeing all the people floating, and it was, like, haunting, yeah. and there's, like, the lighting is the so good with it. The weird chanting behind it. Yeah, yeah. And you see, like, the pyramid over top of, like, certain control points. You, you, you are, like, annihilation room. You are a worm through time. Yeah. yeah. Where you, like, walk in, and the radiation just starts getting to you, and there's mm-hmm. all the weird organic growth yeah. happening. I the, loved, loved, loved when the first time you go into the quarry. Yeah, that, oh, that like yeah. weird space yeah. room like, where it's rock. just like the the fucking universe and this yeah. weird distant yeah. ass city. Like, yeah. How is this here? Yeah. What yeah. The, the hell? The idea yeah. of a, the thing underneath the building happening in open sky. Yeah, is just like so. Uh, the dream logic of the whole thing yeah. is just so well implemented and so well designed. Like even if I don't necessarily love some of the puzzles they built around that shit, like the aesthetic of like the the motel. The motel, yeah, is great. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. I just like the you know like here's this bare ass light bulb and you pull you like it's yeah. just. They yeah, and then like the TV stuff. Uh, what's the name of the show for kids with like the finger puppets? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I wasn't as like wowed by that stuff. Yeah, okay. I, I, mean, I feel like, like Remedy is like that's one case where like I feel like Remedy has done their goofy show within a show stuff slightly better before. But, I would like, agree I with that. that. It feels less like think, a focus here. Yeah, yeah. this time yeah. it was more of a shotgun approach of exactly. like we're gonna have this and these memos yeah. and this yeah. other stuff, yeah. and it's just like one other little thing in a hundred. Anybody remember? Anybody remember Uncle Mister Bones? No. 
He was the Wait. guy. He was the weird guy from the last Threshold Kids. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> Even the way that like the stop ashtray, interrupting. Right. No, anybody? I did, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Even the way that the ashtray maze like morphs and opens yeah. up. Oh, in the, doorway. Yeah. Alone. the ashtray yeah. maze alone could win this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's and the, again the text treatment when you head into areas. I fucking I think love yeah, that. That so is my, the, that is literally my favorite thing, and it's just fucking font work. Yep. Yeah. You ever watch yeah. Mindhunter? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. And like the clothing, like like Jesse's outfits and stuff like that, like the yeah. director outfit you get at the end. I wish there'd be yeah a little bit more. Like the you like get the subject them, like the yeah, the pizza. that outfit all not, the board stuff like yeah the look of the board stuff the the videos you get the the way the videos get projected into yeah. the environment when you're hearing from the the from trench uh, the director and, and like the way that stuff comes in but then you can go watch them full screen again like oh, that stuff I all love, great I love that they had about five minutes of total B-roll of Trent yeah. and the way that they just constantly remix it for everything and they it's make like, it work yeah, yeah. and, and like I th- I, that isn't working to its benefit I in know. some fucking weird way I even like those stupid hiss things they have to wear the anti-hiss yeah. 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 that look like they yeah. yeah they look like they're yeah. from everything has this kind of <sighs> weird caught in time 60s vibe that is um you know they're obviously in modern in modern times but it's that bureaucratic almost like from a production standpoint like why haven't you updated your gear because it's very expensive to upgrade yeah Yeah. i mean corporate 60s style yeah like i I love that it's very obvious the developers just wanted to make a game that looks like that because like cold war era is what you associate with with Bureaucracy, government bureaucracy, but they still came up with like in-world explanations for why everything yeah, looks totally. old. Yeah, and I think that that to me is the standout style of that game. Of like, it's this office environment with this yeah. batshit stuff going on, yeah. but nobody yes. flinches because yes. this yes. is the way it's been done. This is the way totally. it's always been done. That's really well highlighted in that last area um, when you start doing the tasks over and over, delivering the mail, kind of t- uh, whatever the other t- doing the copies, and everything just starts to like melt as you do it and get yeah. weirder, and everyone like freaks out more and more. It just shows you it's like a microcosm of of that entire game of just like, look how much this building can change over time. It's like, look how much this one room can change over time. I, I don't know that I'll ever say this about a game again, but I think the redactions are really well done. Yeah. 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 Smart. Like, they're, they are pretty strategically placed. Sometimes they're really funny. Like, mm-hmm. what are they, I forget what they call the events when, are, when something bad happens in a room and they have to seal it off. But I, there's a, it's like the, with the clocks, where like the clocks kept replicating over and over that's again. Altered yeah. world event, is it? No, no, it's, uh, no. That's like that's what happened to Jesse. That's the, yeah, like right. well, object of power that causes it, but I don't. Remember. Yeah, there's a name for the event. There's something yeah. like the house changes right. and moves, and it, oh, a new place opened up, and like we have to. We some have people to, died because you know yeah. that the, the house changed. We've got to go seal this off. You got to seal this off. It's no longer good. That yeah. that dumb furnace that is just like yeah. possibly talking to people or needs to be fed by things. Like mm-hmm. all that stuff is. But you have to. This is how the this is how the office works. Right. You get used to the yeah. quirks at any office. Yeah, uh, I really like that. Like, okay, put on your anti your HRAs and like these mm-hmm. stupid things. Uh, yeah, that whole world is amazing. And I think Jesse uh, Faden as a as a conduit for the player who is cool and like not shaken by anything yeah. is a well, great way to. Well, because she's seen some shit. She's seen stuff, but like this should all be new to her. Yeah, and, right. And you could, and like those close-up things, you kind of get a vibe like this is weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, but I have cool. to go with it. I like, all these people are just going with it. I'm going <laughs> to go with it. With it right. Yes, I'm. Yes, that's why I'm here. Yes, yes. I love that. I'm the director. She cracks like a one-liner way too often, and I feel like it just deflates it a little too much. 
Inter- I mean, internally or externally? Externally. They they She's want her to be the the remedy style hero. You know, yeah. the, the self narrating, like you know, very uh, kind of quippy, but not like in a you know overly jokey kind of way. Like yeah. after the Darling Dynamite thing, she goes, "Boy, that was weird." It's like we don't need that. We yeah. know it's Ooh. weird. I think it could have been dialed back like a notch, yeah. but like for the most part, I think that stuff. Like is if that line well had just been, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What are those weird like magnetic orb things that like you have to trap in a room? Oh, so crazy. Oh yeah. my god, that died like 40 times. Yeah, yeah I, I did not like those. They're scary. Yeah. I didn't like them, but I, I liked the way they looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can just the architecture and the way that stuff shifts. And yeah, and like just, even the UI, I like you know the sort of yeah. X-ray pictures for mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. I think it just all works so well together. A final thing I did not like was finding the glowing red things to hit when you had to like find five of them. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, yeah. Those time yeah. Uh, Wait, which were, like sometimes it'd be like five red things to open a passageway or something. Yeah. You had to like shoot them with the the gun. There's a couple of side missions things I did not like also. But boss, yeah. the, some of the design of like the boss arenas and stuff of just being like a big like it reminded me of the like Super Mario Sunshine bonus <laughs> levels. You know the like oh. the. Yeah. yeah, one of one of the greatest video games of all time. <laughs> and yeah. one of the best parts um, of that game. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, that's true. Yeah, but like you know, it's just like here's a big platform floating in space. It's like yeah, kind of make it a yeah. little more interesting here. But overall, yeah, that, I, the the complete package is yeah, it's, it's plenty of great. fiction has has tried to deal with like the astral plane, mm-hmm. and I think uh, even if that stuff isn't necessarily like a, like a hit from a gameplay perspective. I actually really like the way that it looks cool. Looks. I mean, it's yeah. not like I think wildly it, original, it works but it's sometimes. cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah they, isn't the, my favorite. And I mean, they kind of scratch the notion that like this is how you are able to perceive exactly. the astral plane yeah. because yeah. this is not meant for your right. tiny, stupid ass human yeah. brain. <laughs> I thought the model of her hometown was really striking when yep. you put yeah. the lights on and see it there below you. Yeah, really yeah. good looking garbage dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah, really neat. garbage dump of the year. Yeah. Controls obviously. I think WWE is probably garbage dump of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think control stays. Like honestly, I think control wins. I think uh, I pray yeah, probably yeah, does. Yeah, I think so. yeah, that seems pretty obvious here. I, I have no argument with that. You guys like good animation? I do. And, and later, and alligators has some really good animation. I think that should be top three. It's really cute. It's really cute and well animated. And the alligators look really nice. What if it was Control Ape out and later Alligator? What if it was Control later Alligator and Hypnospace? I think I like that list a little more. I'm not I could see Hypnospace on here. It's not my, by no means my personal favorite, but I get why people are into it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, uh, I, I look, I can't abandon Ape Out. As a drummer, it is just impossible for me to do that. And, <laughs> no, and a I mean, Saul Bass like, enthusiast, like, I, I just can't. But if, if other people feel much more strongly about the other games, I'm not going to stamp my feet about it. I just feel like, I in like terms of just like an aesthetic, like Hypnospace Outlaw, uh, I mean, Ape Out really nails what it's going for as well. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I I don't think that we're cutting Ape Out because it's bad, certainly. No, not certainly that we're not. not no, we're cutting nothing it, but I think that, like, point. it's really great in a sea of, like, these other really good... I don't know. Well, I don't know. You just games. said it was really great, and these other ones are only really good. So, I, that's, <laughs> you know... Eh. I, well, okay, what's the conversation between, like, like, let's say, Ape Out v. Later Alligator? Hmm. That's a good conversation. Yeah. That's... What would that conversation sound I mean, like? Right, like? Do you like Ape or Alligator? Put two and three, and we walk away. Oh. There we go. They're both jazzy in different ways. Uh, a Later Alligator is uh, is an animation and music toward the force. Yeah. 
Okay. Like Cuphead? I, I think they're very different. I think one is kind of um, very intentional mm-hmm. and, and very kind of curated look. And I think Ape Out is kind of a more, what it's going for, this more freeform yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they, they both have very strong senses of style and aesthetic and cohesion for different reasons. I also think the style of Later Alligator really works in the writing as well. Yeah. Like, I think it all works with the look and the sound the so sass. much. Yeah, and I, you know, like I was saying before when we were originally talking about it, like how they use the UI and how it sort of incorporates it in the story, and there's sort of a meta element to that that I think just works so well um, in not a way that's like, we are very, like, internet humor. Mm. We're like, I don't know, sort of that, like, Internet writing that you see in games sometimes, extreme like, yeah. sense of charm. Yeah, absolutely. They they pull a lot of mileage out of everything being alligator versions of other things. Like they that joke it could have been done in about five minutes in that game, but like I kept li- like just chuckling at like the weird goofs around the alligator stuff. And they they those characters are very expressive. Like they're very they're very cool looking. Yeah. And there are even things like you'll be uh, sort of in kind of the tableau of like the things you can click on and you'll see like here's a movie theater um, like sign that says the movie listings and the movie listing is like drag up to see higher or whatever. It's like it incorporates those sort of directional elements into like the UI stuff. Yeah, which I think is so smartly done and it, cool. it just added to the charm in a nice way. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Did we forget mm-hmm. the Borderlands on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I knew there was something. No, that was that's another garbage dump of the year. Ah, mm. uh, rude. <laughs> Goddamn. Okay, I, I as much as I like Hypnospace Outlaw on this list, I think you're swaying me on the later Alligator stuff. Well, I yeah, I'm swayed on Alligator, but I think over Ape Out. I I think Ape Out is Out. like very style. Incredibly style. Style or style? Style. I think it's both. It's both. Okay. Um, it's like we, we watched that video um, while they were explaining how the drum works, and I feel like it what was happening on the screen was the exact same the entire time, which isn't a bad thing. I think it works. I think like, as a game, I feel like it wore out its welcome from a gameplay perspective before it was over. So like I, as, as far as like playing it as a video game, I got about halfway through it, and I was like, I don't know that I want to play much more of this. But uh, I ended up sticking with it a little bit longer just because of that style. So I, I yeah, they're, they're, uh, the the same thing with Later Alligator. I didn't finish it, and so like I think gameplay wise might be one of the weaker parts of it for me. Mm-hmm. But I think the style, I think the yeah. that and same thing with Ape Out. I mean, the only two I finished on here are Control and Outer Wilds. I didn't finish Hypnospace Outlaw either. Um, but I don't think that has necessarily to do with the style of it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I, the only one I would say probably control the style pushed me forward a lot in mm-hmm. the game with in conjunction with the gameplay and Outer Wilds because of the sense of exploration to find the different types of planets and, sure, and, the, sure. and what's creative in it. Um, and would be an argument for me to push Outer Wilds up, though I'm not sure I would. Uh, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it, I can see that argument for Outer Wilds, the creativity involved in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for this category in particular, um, if I'm kind of slicing out some things, I, I think I could see Outer Wilds being cut. Yeah, I, I think that's probably where we should probably just cut Outer Wilds. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm okay anybody, with it. Is anybody not okay with that? I'm relatively okay with it. That, I was contemplating that in the top three. But. It's absolutely a top five. Yeah, like 100. Yeah, percent I think I would maybe cut Ape out before I'd cut Outer Wilds. Yeah, I would too. Um, I think. 
like we said, Adder Wilds really does so much um, that I I also don't love the look of the sort of the four eyed aliens. It's a little too cartoony, but I think the way like the more I played it, the more I liked it because I think it does work so well with how the game plays and sort of this kind of there's a real like grandness yeah. to the solar system while still feeling really small and homey, which I think is like kind of an amazing thing to accomplish. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, that's, I, I'm kind of, I would hate to see it go. I think there there is like, like I was saying before, there's just kind of an emergent sort of, uh, cosmological grandeur to that. You know, like, like I said, I was always seeing new combinations of all the things that are constantly happening and then working to the sense of wonderment. Yeah. It made me want to stay in that world. Right. Right. And like it wasn't enough to just get to a planet for the first time and see what that planet was about. It was like, and and then, yeah. And consistently just again, like things lining up in very breathtaking ways yeah. that just kept happening over and over through the whole game. And I think the style of how they present the information is really nice. Like, there's even, you know, a part in the end where you meet one of the uh, Nomai, is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You meet her on the quantum moon, and the way they present, like, how you can speak to her, because you can read her translated writing, but she can't really understand she, she you. Can't speak so she language. has, like, here are, you know, three, like, two verbs and three topics. You can be like, me, you, or like, me, and this. And it's just, it's such a smart, interesting way to present this sort of info. And they, the stones use the. The Nomai have this, like, very limited, like, pictographic yeah. lexicon that they've built that refer to, like, every planet has a little stylized icon. Yeah. And those stones literally use those icons, and you know exactly what they mean by the yeah. time you get there, because it's like, oh, that's the Nomai symbol for the quantum moon. And it creates you such know? a cohesive world. Yeah. See the, like, it is so thoroughly those, like, designed. Styles in so much of the game presented. Like, even later on, you know, they ha- you have these very clear symbols for these planets. And on uh, the Ash Twin, when you're going around it and the sand is falling, you can see that reflected in the buildings, mm-hmm. uh, which is just so interesting. Like the buildings that will yeah. then transport you to that planet. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, the, so the, for the towers to literally look like the planets yeah. that they send you to is just like there's so much creativity in, in all the design in that game. I totally agree. I, I think if I, for my sanity for this, for, for going through these lists, which I like all these games on here, mm-hmm. I, and I'm not saying this is this category for my personal take on it. If I'm giving this a squint test, of like, hey, if I saw these things audiovisually playing on a screen, I, Control, Ape Out, and Later Alligator would be the ones that I would probably be like, man, those look amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. that's kind of where I I'm get at. it. I yeah, can't, yeah. you, know, what, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's also just kind of taking it at a glance. That's without, taking like, it at a absolutely. But I'm, you know, something. I'm not saying that is this category. Uh, but I think for Outer Wilds, uh, there's a lot of for Outer Wilds for me the story. And and the way that that stuff is is integrated is uh, a lot weightier than necessarily the pure design. I'm not saying sure. that like the design elements and the style elements are separate and they're both good. But like you know the gameplay design, it's very good. You guys are right. Yes, <laughs> it, it works very. What what they have done uh, from an artistic level informs the gameplay and and vice versa. But I don't know. I, I think when I look at these things and I think about like um again what I want what I would probably want to just award for this category. Yeah, well, yeah. When I think about like personally like, best style, like I, I don't think Outer Wilds makes that list and, and I'd probably as much as I do like it, like I think the argument for a leader alligator is pretty strong and I'd probably take yeah hypnospace off the list. I'm fine with and that. go with Control yeah. Ape out later alligator. Yeah. Like it's, it's the thing that those are the things that just got me to play those games, sure. like mm-hmm. seeing and hearing them. Like yeah. when I was like, oh man, that game looks like it's yeah. got style, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, 
And like Outer Wilds, it like has all that stuff, but like I, I feel like it's largely like a feat of of gameplay design, you know, to some extent in, 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 that, in that stuff. Yeah, like what, like if you take if you give me control, and, and again, this is personal tasting, but if you give me control, Ape Out and Later Alligator, there are three games I might call somebody into the room to check out to yeah. look at. Outer Wilds is a game I will see. Like you should go play this. You need to sit somebody down. You need to play it. You need to play it. Like I get it. It's, uh, yeah. it's just a much more immediate visceral. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. fair. I think uh, I'm fair with that list. I think I would probably do Hypnospace over Ape Out, even though I didn't love the style of Hypnospace. I think it's got that I can, same thing. I can appreciate yeah. why other people like do. look at this shit. Yeah, <laughs> like and listen yeah. to this. I think I think Hypnospace fits in that same thing. So what is the list? I think it's Control, Ape Out, and Later Alligator. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel good with those three. Yeah, okay. yeah. me too. All right, and Control wins. Yeah, I think Control yeah. wins. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> for me, Ape Out wins, but I think that the arguments for Control are incredibly strong, and I yeah. I love the style of that game too. So I have no problem with it winning. Yeah. All I right. think for me, Control Control's style push propels the everything else. Like, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. With along with the story, but it's almost the style more than the story in a lot of places. Of um, you can't you a can't lot of things work out. in concert. Yeah, you really can't tease them out. Yeah. Okay. The best style is control. Ape out and later alligator. So, so all these animals. Yeah. <laughs> you getting later alligator up In there? Category. Uh, I didn't. They did. They made a great game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. That's the best style category. Um, shall we take two and come take back? Two. Yeah. Two, two minutes category. Two minutes. All right. Two minute warning. Back with more Game of the Year awards, and wow. here is a category that we have dubbed Cool Multiplayer Thing of the Year. Yeah. Yay! Oh. I like cool things. Okay. I like, you like cool multiplayer things. Doing cool Sometimes. things with yes. other people? Oh, Sometimes. yeah. Sometimes. Only yeah. if they're cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the people, people or the people. things? Both. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and the, the goal here was, you know, there's there's some new stuff, some cool stuff happening some in different multiplayer games. You know, obviously, there's tons of multiplayer games that yeah. just come out. They're annually all multiplayer and, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you know, you know what those are. The, the idea is just like, hey, here's some stuff that stands out as, right. you know, a little off the beaten path, well, the, not something that every other game is doing. The Call of Duties and Mortal Kombat's of the world are doing what they have been doing, yeah, yeah. for a very long time. Maybe here's something a little That's fresh, a little different, yeah. a little cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like cool things. Original. Yeah, it's cool. Surprising. Cool. It's cooler. Yeah, it it's cool. cooler when it is original. When I look at this list, I think, hey, that was cool. Yeah, it's a cool implementation of a thing. <laughs> That's right. It's cool that they did that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here are some games: Evo, Man of Medan, Luigi's Mansion Three, Apex Legends, Kind Words, Death Stranding, Dota Underlords, Dreams, Tetris Ninety Nine. Those yeah. are cool games. Yeah. Yeah. Cool games there. So yeah, I mean, you know, Apex Legends, like the cool thing there is. The the pinging system and what that does for multiplayer like communication in a multiplayer game. You know, there's, it's a genre that usually benefits from teams that work together, and usually you have to use a headset with that, which makes playing with strangers a little dicey. Um, <laughs> you are drastically underselling that experience. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I so, think it makes a lot of sense in this game, and I think it makes sense like looking at where this contextual pinging stuff came from, which is Dota, which is also mm. a game that it's like. Anything you can do to alleviate having to talk to other people who are playing Dota is a win. Sure. Um, and I think it works especially well in the kind of uh, 
flash in the pan nature of a battle royale where it's like you don't have yeah. con- sometimes in a Dota game, you know, you're there for 50 minutes and you can actually work up some rapport with the team. In Apex Legends, you're in and out like that. So totally. you just have this really cool, smart system. And really good contextual voice lines that help kind of get that information across quickly. Especially yeah. if you're playing as Bangalore and yes, she says like definitely. eight things about the gun you just picked yes. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I would even expand this beyond just the pinging system to some of the other ideas they had that were clearly geared around helping you play with mm. people in a battle royale, like the jump master stuff, you know? Like yep. That's yep. Reviving. How do, you, how, do you, how do you get three people to land in the same spot? <laughs> oh, you only give the ability to steer to one person unless people are assholes and peel you off. Opt out. And right. a lot of people are assholes. <laughs> right. You know. But like there's, they at least thought of that and put in a system to yeah. try to keep your team grouped even when you're not talking to each other. Like, there are there are multiple ideas in the game that lend itself to that. Yeah, and every time I saw cool. it, yeah, it seems super helpful for people who do not play a lot of team multiplayer battle royale shooters. Yeah, and like, even if you are playing with friends and using a headset or something, like, the ability to go, like, no, I mean, he right here. Like, watching here, attacking here, yeah. and stuff like that. Too. It would yeah. feel weird for games to move forward in the genre without that. Agreed. Without yeah. without that system in it. Uh, and I, I, I definitely appreciated having it in there. Uh, Man of Medan, the thing that I thought was super cool this year was the, uh, I thought the couch co-op stuff was, was neat, but the real thing was, the, I mentioned this before in the recap, being able to uh, have different experiences that impact the story mm-hmm. with somebody else uh, remotely. Like events running in parallel to one another and having like what's happening in those moments feel like yeah. you actually have to react to them in real time. And is, is, is pretty cool. So, again, we're doing spoilers here. So yeah. I'm going to talk about why I think this is super cool. The, the Man of Medan story is all about uh, hallucinogens. And so the two people are hallucinating mm-hmm. in ways independently where you're seeing the other person's character but not seeing exactly who they are and you have to make the decision then do you kill this other player uh, who looks like a monster to you because you've just ran through eight other monsters uh, and this other player is approaching and from their screen they just see you hanging out pointing a gun at them uh, and let, if you're on voice chat, you can be like, dude, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. But if you're not, then you just have to make that choice based on information you have. And that, yeah. that's super neat. Mm. Um, and a little terrible. <laughs> yeah. But it's a great escalation of like what they were trying to do with like Until Dawn. You know, like yeah. that, that it's, it's a great way to sort of play on that kind of paranoia and the sort of like the, like you said, the lack of information that you can have in those kinds of like horror scenarios, and, and like people were trying to turn Until Dawn into something of a couch multiplayer game, right. so yeah. like codifying that mm-hmm. and saying like, oh, actually, we're going to build around this and and try to take it in some different directions on top of that. Right, and that's like, the local that's, thing, but yeah, right. the local thing, yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, the online stuff, I think, is a that's a really cool idea. It is a super yeah. cool idea, yeah. and again, you don't have to play and engage with the other person if you don't want to. You could just mm-hmm. play a game with another person. Uh, I think that was really neat. Another cool idea that I don't think is going to be in the top three here, but I just I, Tetris ninety nine like yeah. the, oh what applying let's not get ahead of ourselves here look man that wasn't even on the list until I looked at yeah. it last night Dude, I put that there I put that there like two weeks ago it was not there when I put it when I looked at the list okay because I wrote it down and I'm just saying here's here's what it is pull up the edit history <laughs> Tetris ninety nine is dope and yes. the idea of it of taking something like multiplayer Tetris and applying it to a battle royale style game is super cool. Yeah. It is it is really fun. It is it works surprisingly well. I think the thing that knocks it back for me a little bit is the game's a lack of communication about how some of the things you're doing in multiplayer affect other things in multiplayer. Like it, early on when I was playing that game, I did not understand why any of what I was doing was impacting anyone else. 
it the, took a yeah. lot of playing for me to understand like what I was supposed to be mm-hmm. doing, how I was supposed to be comboing to actually effectively play. It that would have been cool if they had like like spelled out the systems in that game. Yeah, it was the badges stuff and just like the the different aspects of it. There, I, I think that that would. I mean, have I, been. I wouldn't have complained about it, but you know, like. At the same time, multiplayer games with a high learning curve, that's like a whole category well, of games. Well, there's a high, high learning, learning curve and just like, hey, we're not even going to give you the basic information. You said you had to like go watch it on Twitch. Like, watch yeah, but I mean, that's, that's also Dota, you know? Like, that's the exact same thing. No, but like, you can read all the Dota Dota's abilities cool. and stuff. <laughs> like, I, I, think, I think Alex has a point of like, it's cool multiplayer stuff, but it's not integrated in a cool way. That yeah, detracts like, from the know, overall dude, experience. It, it, it took me five minutes of reading a post on Reddit to like get all the information. That Reddit, I Reddit, about not that. cool. <laughs> like that's just such a minor knock against that game. I mean, me. I, again, it, it's not that I think it's bad, and I think you know, it, like you said, it doesn't take long once you kind of have a sense of what you're supposed to be doing to figure that out and apply that as a strategy and get better at it, but. I just I felt like I was kind of fumbling my way through that game until I did finally be like say okay what am I fucking doing like that, wrong? It might not even be in my top three like multiplayer Tetris games. Man, that is insane. I, that I is can't utter I can't, insanity. You got I Battle Tetris. You got Tetranet. I played all that That's shit. Winner. Tetris Sphere. Yeah, I respect the uh, dude. I played Battle Tetris on fucking floppy disk. Like don't Pokemon Puzzle. Tell me about multiplayer. Call the cops. <laughs> Look, I, I think Tetris 99 is a wild card for years. I think it's great. I think it's a it's a really novel implementation of multiplayer Tetris. I'm just saying, I, for me, I don't think it's personally a top three cool thing of multiplayer. Just the year. amount of depth that they put, like like the audacity of saying I'm going to make a 99 player version of Tetris alone yeah. is kind of ridiculous. But the amount of like detail and depth in the mechanics is what really gets me. You know, like there's just so much strategy involved. Yeah, there's a lot of layers at, to it at a high level in doing well at that game. Like, the first time I won a game in Tetris 99 is, like, one of my moments of the year for, by far. I wish I could have that moment. Get, get good. Wow. <laughs> no, look, he's not wrong, but... Uh. It took a long time, dude. Like, I'm level, like, 40 in that game. I played a lot of matches before I won. I think oh. fifth is the highest I've ever gotten. Like, my, my first win was not that long ago. It was, like, three or four months ago. Okay. Like, it took a long time uh, to I... that point. I put Luigi's Mansion 3 on here, but we can we can probably cut it. But I just want to point out the co-op in that is mm-hmm. phenomenal. It's yes. really well done. It is so good. <laughs> How uh, good is it? Let me tell you, Jeff. Uh, it's so good. Uh, I've played a decent amount of, now with my kids, um, Nintendo first-party Nintendo games where they have been trying to make these games that you can play with your family, right? Assist modes. Uh, uh, Odyssey had that cappy mode, which sucked. A lot of them suck. The Galaxy shooting the star bits. Well, I didn't play that. Well, I did actually play that with my kids, and it's boring. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not fun. There's not much yeah. to do. No, there's not much to do. So Luigi's Mansion Three, it kind of like a Pixar movie. It feels like one of those things you could sit down and both enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the the he's enjoying it, uh, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm not getting frustrated. And that's the biggest part of like of like, oh, just let me do this thing because you can both do the exact same thing, and Gooigi just can get stomped over and over again and mm-hmm. respawn, and you don't have to start over. Uh, so a stronger player can play as Luigi, and yeah. a weaker player can play as Luigi, but you're still not handicapping the game because it's designed for one person. That sounds it, really cool. Yeah, it, it is, is good. Cool. It's really well done. And I think it's really cool. Play this thing. Yeah. 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 You sure you want to cut it? Yeah. Why do you want to get rid of it? Uh, I wouldn't. Well, because I think I I think it's not. I think it's a really good implementation and iteration of a thing that's not necessary. I, I found it very cool. But I, I, it's more. I can almost think of three other things on here I would put above it. Uh, maybe we don't cut it yet, and we see where we wind up. But there's some other stuff on here. Like I think the Man of Medan stuff mm-hmm. 
is cooler. I think that's that. that's yeah. much more inventive. But also, like the Luigi thing, it's so seamless as far as getting in and getting out. If you know, you've got some sit on the couch, like, hey, do you want to jump in for a floor? Yeah, it's very good. And mm-hmm. it was a surprise too, because like they didn't lead with the marketing with this. They weren't like, oh, co-op Luigi's <laughs> Mansion. It was like a thing. No, when they it came were out. Very, they were almost adamant about the fact that like you are controlling Luigi. Like yeah. that is sort of the thing you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I remember when I got it, I was like, oh, I'm curious, like how fully fledged the co-op is, and like immediately I was like, no, oh, this is just a full co-op experience. Right. It is uh, the, the multiplayer. The actual multiplayer stuff in it kind of sucks. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's that aspect. Who likes many games on cool. Nintendo games? Yeah. Very, very bad. Um, though, and I, the one I would also maybe put above it is the way they have done the remixing in Dreams. And I think that is a really yeah. smart way mm-hmm. to do content creation where, like we talked about this in the recap, I don't want to do modeling or spend a lot of time modeling, but I yeah. do want to take this T-Rex and make it jump very high. And the way they credit people, and there's a paper trail on that, uh, and they let you kind of break open what they've done and work on it is very smart. Yeah, and, and this what they've done in terms of just letting people collaborate and just like, hey, I'm going to send this thing over to you. You work on it. Bang on this for a bit and then yeah. send it back my way. Like like that stuff uh like it, it's it's letting people create these little ad hoc teams almost, and hey, we're going to make this thing. It seems very thought out from the beginning. Yeah, like like design. It's definitely like, hey, w- they made a lot of little big planet games with this sort of stuff, and looked at how people used it or didn't yeah. use it, and finally like hit upon like, oh, these are the things we need to be doing to really uh, enable people to do what they really want to do. Yeah, and it, and uh, it's a it's a cool way to engage in that game. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool dreams. Okay, question. Heave ho. Yeah. The thing. Oh, so I, I just want to have it stated what the particular cool thing is right. because I think that game is really yeah. fun multiplayer, yes. but I'm not sure exactly what it is that it's doing that stands out as the cool thing here. I think it's the comeback mechanic. You know, if somebody gets stuck mm-hmm. at one edge of the screen and they don't have a, you know, clear line, you know, like a line will actually, like a zip line will, will show up or a balloon or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. It's the assist to, stuff, to keep, you think? Yeah. To, okay. To it, keep shit moving. I think it's that, yeah. The Heave Ho, I feel like, again, I, I play a lot of games with my kids, right? Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. Heave Ho is another game that feels like it is fun to play with you guys and also fun to play with my kids in a way that isn't terribly frustrating <laughs> because there is a way you want to up the challenge. They have that coin stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and later on, if you're struggling, they will just put assist lines and ropes and stuff in there. I think, I think it's great. just a well-designed mm-hmm. game. I don't know if it has to stay on here. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where I would like to see more games like that incorporate that into the design, uh, where if they didn't have that stuff, that game would be a nightmare to play with weaker yeah. players because you have to rely on them right. to so, physics your way yeah. through yeah. it. Uh, but eventually you're just like, okay, let's this level, we're burnt out on it, let's just move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of my favorite multiplayer games of the year, but I don't know if the thing it hangs with the It's other. just yeah. fun. Yeah. It's just yeah. a really fun Super multiplayer fun. experience. I love when these games come out, like uh, the, the kind of uh, gang beast, the mount your friends, that yeah. are just like, you can pass around, people get it pretty quickly. Yep. Uh, Physics, you know, funny. It's instant yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. what you want. Yeah, that kind of game. yeah. yeah. but uh, I could see it gone from this list. There's, there's other stuff on here. Yeah. Uh, what do we want to say about Dota Underlord? Yeah, um, I'll handle this one. <laughs> um, so, and this is kind of a catch-all for not only Underlords but uh, the auto chess genre as a whole. Um, it created a new kind of multiplayer experience for me, uh, at least for me. Um, in a way, uh, the, the way it was interesting is that it's a game where. Uh, it's a free-for-all, eight-player thing. So right out the gate, you know, and it's a drafting thing. So you're seeing what everyone else is drafting. You're all pulling from the same pool of units, so you have to be reactive. You have to be constantly checking everyone else's build. 
And because builds become less viable as more people go for them. So if everyone's going for dragons, the, your odds of getting dragons goes down because there's a set number of pieces per unit. Uh, it does other things that are cool, like, um, um, so all the battles happen at once. Um, and you can just ping around, like click on everyone else's profile pictures, see what they're doing, how their battles are going. Um, and so you're learning from these other people. It's like, if I had to drill it down to one sentence, it's, it's an interesting multiplayer experience where you can really just spend your game studying other people's performances and trying to like better your own from it. Uh, there's not a lot of games that do that. I feel like a lot of multiplayer games, you just are in it and you're like, oh God, what am I doing? I'm dying too much or, you know, I'm struggling against these mechanics. I think Underlords is cool because there is downtime that allows you to kind of see what better players are doing, see how they're positioning. Um, you know, you have to be constantly updating your, uh, movement. And then I like the, you know, it's, I think the best implementation of crossplay uh, that I've seen in a year where that's starting to really become a mm. thing, like cross-play th- th- 2019, l- late 2018. I don't think it's necessarily my winner or anything. I just think that it is a... It's a new style of game, and that alone isn't inherently a cool multiplayer thing, but it allows itself to be a platform where you can study what's exactly happening. Um, and I think that's interesting. Dan, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, the uh, I guess the pick-up-and-play nature, also, uh, being able to, if you're kind of poking around, having a hard time deciding what to build, you can kind of uh, copy or replicate what your opponents are building and seeing how that works. I think also the synergy of the pieces uh, is really nice. And it was just echoing what Ben had said of being able to, like, hey, like now I'm home, I can get off my phone because it's white hot because this <laughs> yeah. game is... Been demanding so much. Yeah, I think to, that that handoff stuff is pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know, like the handoff stuff kind of reminds me of like the early promises of the Switch, you know, of mm-hmm. like being able to throw it onto the big screen uh, in a moment. Yeah, I, I think uh, I really like what it does for multiplayer, but I personally see three other things on this list that I would put above it. Okay, okay. if you if even you are gonna cut yeah. it, then mm-hmm. I think we can. Team uh, by tactics, though. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So is uh, he, is he yeah, going? we can probably cut Heepo as well. Okay. All right. uh, I'm going to say that uh, Kind Words is the warmest multiplayer thing of the oh, year. Okay. Oh, um, not cool. But cool and warm being like, cool. It is, I mean, it is certainly the thing that lets you interact with people on this list that I felt like allowed me to make genuine human connections with people, if that makes sense. Like, more than anything. Strands. But not lasting ones. It's not no, like you but don't come out of it going like, anonymous. hey, like, yeah. it shouldn't be. Yeah. Like, take it from me, the things that people are revealing on that thing, it right. should, they should not be lasting connections. Yeah. You should be ships in the night. I put my phone number on all mine. Uh, also, it can, it can call me up and tell me. And that's why I put Jeff's phone number yeah. on all of them. <laughs> call me up and tell me, what, how do I fix this? And it can have a lasting impact without yeah. being a lasting yeah. like relationship. Totally. totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like sometimes people just need to hear the right encouragement. Yeah. Or, or even just need to have someone who's like, I hear you. I, I, I spent a lot more time replying to people than I did putting my own stuff out there, but the couple times that I did, I was, like, amazed at the mm-hmm. level of, like, depth and care in some of the responses I got. Like, it was really impressive. Um, I, I want to play it. I'm curious yeah, about it. I wish I, I wish I did. Neat. I haven't looked at it in a few months. I wonder, like, how active it is and yeah. what the kind of the general tone of the stuff is at this point. 
it's kind of amazing that it's it's such a simple idea yeah. that we haven't had it yet. Yeah, yeah. like where it's just yeah. like a post secret style, literally just like an anonymous pen pal yeah. kind of thing. Right. I guess the, uh, I guess there's maybe in my mind there's like if you ask me to make that game, I can give you a hundred reasons why you shouldn't. Yeah. So like liability reasons and the, oh, yeah. like oh, it's gonna immediately be. I feel like stuff like this, like something along these lines, has been available as like a mobile app mm, off yeah. and on over yeah. the years. Like services have launched yeah. to try to do. Stuff like this, especially the early days of iPhone when there was it was just completely lawless. Uh, the, the some of that stuff I can't remember the name was of it. There Yik was, Yak? There was some Yik Yak, yes. Oh yeah, Yik yeah, Yak, yeah. yeah. Yik Yak was good if you wanted to go to a town and see what the kids were up to because <laughs> uh, it was all geolocated. And you'd load it up and be like, I guess this is where the weed is, uh, especially if you're close to a college. Um, I think the way they've gamified it makes yeah. it work well on Steam. And, I, I like, think it gives it like a visual style. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I, I almost, it, I almost could have brought it up in that style. Like it's mm-hmm. got, it's got that cohesive aesthetic to yeah. it. But uh, I, I can, I can think of one thing in particular that I put on there that I was like, all right, I'm gonna like go for it and really say something that's bothering me. Oh, and like I got like eight responses from people that really made me like reframe the hmm. issue and you know, that's awesome. Like it kind of really touched me. Like I, I think that could be a top three. I just think it's very novel. Yeah, I, I think you're actually selling me on this yeah. way more yeah. than where it's I was at before. It's a cool multiplayer thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a cool multiplayer thing. There's one thing on this list we haven't talked about yet. Yes, I, there is. There's a cool multiplayer thing in Death Stranding. There is. Yeah, I, I think if it's the best part of the if, game. If we have if, if we have <laughs> yeah, one yeah. if we have one category <laughs> in which Death Stranding is a legitimate inclusion, it's this one. I, yeah. look, the, I, I could get all, behind it. Also, I don't think it's top three compared to what well, else we've got. Well, let me look at it. So, like, the whole thing, the whole game is one endless string of metaphors for building connections to people. And a lot of that shit yeah. is very hokey. It's not very well delivered. It's, it's shit that I, I, they, it's the same shit they're saying at the beginning of the game and in the uh-huh. end and all of that. But the only time when I feel like I really caught the spirit of that, that whole central thesis of that game was when I was interacting with other people's creations, structures, other things in that game. Yeah. As 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 goofy as it sounds to say, running around and liking a really well placed ladder or or rope or or bridge, whatever it is, and like saying like, no, you did the right thing by putting this yeah. here, man. I appreciate that. It's like a weird thing because you're you're basically saying like, oh God, you have relieved me of anywhere from five to forty five seconds of fucking abject tedium I'm having to play that stream. Thank you so much yeah. for relieving me of playing this abysmal video game. And that's, and think, that's, that's there's power in that. Absolutely, there totally is. I think there's a great you know the the the, the, the public works road projects and stuff yeah. like the ways that people can kind of contribute to each other's experience in that game. I think is by far its most successful element. Mm-hmm. And you know I, it's. There are certain things about it, like the, I, I still don't completely understand like how it's determining who's what mm. stuff is surfacing. Where I would love to read like the rules that yeah. govern what shows up in your world and when, in terms of just like when it pings a server, how much does it pull, how does it know how when it to prioritize. Pull this or that. Yeah. yeah, but but even the, the without, one thing, the one thing I can say with confidence is when you add people to your uh, what do they call it, bridge, bridge contract, bridge contract, bridge, bridge contract. When you yeah. do that. The people you add to that, their stuff shows up a lot. Yeah. yeah, I only added two or three people, but I was seeing their stuff all but, over. Yeah, but and you it know, says it's supposed to. Yeah, like I didn't spend a lot of time doing this stuff because I was reviewing the game and I had like a time crunch, so I needed to kind of focus on just like playing it. But yeah. like you know, I've heard people talking about how like they've spent hours and hours in that game, not touching a single bit of the story or any of like you know the the main progression stuff. Smart. And just building zipline networks between, you know, like some of the most arduous parts of that game so that, like, 
there is a way for people to get over some of those things that just are not that fun to engage with. And I think the only thing that I can knock against it is that those systems pretty much have to exist for that game to be playable. Yeah. If people weren't contributing things like that and they weren't designing these systems to like get over the the many humps of what that game wants you to do, it would be abysmal. Yeah. It would be an abysmal experience. It makes me wonder what that thing's like offline slash what happens when people stop playing it and all you know, like does I, it have a cache? Yeah, like, my, my it, guess is yeah, it's just like, back. hey, we've got some fallback fake names. Mm, yeah. Well, because like, at the beginning, yeah, at the game, yeah, you're getting all things, that stuff yeah. fake. Yeah. Uh, I really like, you know, I mentioned it casually before, but like seeing a little notification that like, you know, Jeans Lover 420 <laughs> has d- delivered some of my lost cargo yeah. to a yeah. station. Like I found one of your packages stashed at uh, Lake Knot City, and I picked it up and delivered it. You yeah, know? it, kind it of like really makes that kind of connected world feel real. I it's feel personal. a deep, I feel a deep connection to Captain Dong thanks to the various <laughs> bridges I've, that he built. I've got, mm. I've got one of Captain Dong's motorcycles <laughs> yeah. in my garage as we speak. <laughs> Yang Yi did some real good like like ladder placement in that in my game, and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, I mentioned I, I love the road stuff. The, the, the not the road stuff with the pathing, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. the returning the path. But I think my favorite multiplayer thing uh, from Death Stranding was in a truck. There was no road, and it was a. Uh, it's by the um, by the uh, uh, cosplayer. You know that ravine mm-hmm. that's there, and it's yes. really hard to get cars and stuff out. Uh, I was driving, and my car just started sliding down. The truck started sliding down the hill in an uncontrolled slide where I couldn't get it back up. I was like fuck, 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 and I hit the bottom of it mm-hmm. into a pile of trucks and trikes that had been abandoned, about seven of them that had all been abandoned there. Uh, so I immediately just got out and walked up so and funny. stopped trying to. Yeah. It was the clearest. I didn't need a sign. I didn't need anything that said, like, watch out. All I had to do was see this, like, elephant graveyard of cars there. Uh, and that was fun. Yeah. Uh, that's a fun thing. I, I think the multiplayer implementation in Death Stranding is very cool, uh, and they also, this is, again, part of my personal experience with it, they do all that stuff, and they let you pause that game for real. It is not like an mm-hmm. always online thing yep. where, oh, you can never pause for real, or if you pause, you're it's still running in the background, right. which a lot of games do. It's not even like the game is interrupted in any way when it loses tra- touch with the server. Like yeah. it, just, it just keeps it's going. You're offline. Yeah. I must seed your world at some point. And yeah. It probably just the server pulls, like, here's the stuff that's going to be in your zone. Yeah. Maybe next time you get to, uh, another area on the network, that's another server hit or something. I, wonder, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah that's the thing. I, I would love to know when it hits, what it pulls, and just, like, what rules they put in place for... Or how that stuff pulls, because they, you know, you could always pull the most liked stuff, but then you're always going to have optimal paths for everything, right. and they probably don't want that. No, they probably want like, oh, well, we want some bad ladders here, so you put down a good one. I put down a great bridge, and it was really? a fantastic bridge. I brought that bridge to level three. Uh, wow, I got a lot of likes. I built wow. a lot of highways when I was playing that game. There was a part where I had to stop building highways because I needed to finish that fucking game, and I was real bummed that I couldn't build was, any more highways. There was something a little addictive about it. Yeah, sure. And but there was, I mean, that, and that went into a part of my thing of like I liked building that highway and seeing other people use it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like being like, oh, I built this. Enjoy my highway. Yeah, maybe drop a tip or something. Like a little yeah, goal, yeah, maybe, maybe like, throw a little metal in there just yeah. to make sure it's maintained. You know, uh, just mashing that like mashing that motherfucking like button. Yeah. Mash that motherfucking like button. Exactly. It was 
so rewarding. The part that you can and you level give up more likes to like the window for giving <laughs> likes is part of the level up. One, thing one of the upgrades. <laughs> very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that's a very cool thing. Uh, I think so, too. So what do we think the top three are, then? That's the thing. These, these all actually have really really strong, cool things. I feel like I would probably... Yeah, like it, like I I tend to agree that like the Death Stranding stuff is cool, but I, I feel like with the discussions, it's pro- like to me, it's probably Man of Medan, Apex Legends, and Dreams. Or, I'm sorry, Kind Words, actually. Yeah. Mm. I, I would, I would um, like that. That's a decent I, I think, list. I think... Based on my personal experience, Kind Words definitely deserves to be in the top three. I think for me, it's Apex, it's Kind Words, and it's Death Stranding. I like that. And that is the only time you will ever hear me in any of this say that (laughs) Death Stranding needs to be in the top three of anything. That is definitely my list. I think the safest cut is probably Tetris, as cool as it is. I I mean, I I would love to. I think I'm the only one that really... Maybe you as well. I think it's really fun. I it's played great. it one time. I won, and I never, Wait, played, you never it played it again. I played it one time and won, and I was totally oh done. I mean, it, honestly, yeah, you're never going to top it. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, there you go. Yeah, I didn't come to it until like a month after it came out, so it was like too late by then. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to keep playing it. It's, it's really fun. Yeah, you should, you should go unlock that Mario skin. It's really good. Oh, okay. But yeah, uh, I think Tetris 99 right, no, is probably off here. Sounds like maybe Dreams 2. After acknowledging that it does do some really cool attribute, uh, attri- I mean, you know, it was like kind of early days for Dreams. Like a, that game is not fully formed yet. Right. Yeah, I think not. there's still more to be said about Dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we yeah. can give it a due so. another time. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Luigi's Mansion Three again. I think that that co-op implementation is super cool and so smart. Uh, but I, it didn't. Wasn't necessarily necessarily something that I would say. I think more games need to do it, but I don't know if it's like the coolest thing. I think it's, it's more of a refinement of an idea. It's the best version of something Nintendo has been trying to do for yes. a long time. Yeah, and and they, it, cool. I don't know if the like all the the stars align for them to mm-hmm. to work out because you have a clone of a character in the game and all that stuff. But man, if they can keep doing that, that would make sitting on the couch. Playing games with the the families so much more enjoyable. Whoever's making the next Yarn Yoshi game, please take note. Please, <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that can come off um, because I, I think there's a there's strength in the other stuff here as well. Um, this is like 500 years too late, and I don't want to add it, but I do want to mention it that Spy Party also does really cool oh, stuff gosh, with multiplayer. Yeah. Was that, um, was that this year? I think it's still in early access. <laughs> no, it, no, no, that came oh, out. Wow. That came out. And that was, um, last, that was last year. Oh, really? Yeah, was, okay, never mind. Yeah. Spy Party is really cool. Red. But it still does cool yeah. things with yeah. players. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Player. totally. That game's cool as heck. Uh, All right, so cut the top two. I think so. Wait, I, I thought we were keeping I like Man of Medan. Oh, I thought you said cut that one. I, okay, I, got, I lost track. I think we haven't come to a consensus on Man of Medan yeah. yet. Cut Luigi's, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, the Man of Medan stuff is is rad. It is. It is super rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds really cool. The now that it's spoiled for everyone here, and you will know that you are you know engaging with another player. I will know I that I'm definitely shoot shooting <laughs> all the yeah. monsters. Oh, is that seamless? Like, is it not opt in, opt out? It's not like you know that you're starting a multiplayer game. No, oh, no, 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 no. You you are. You, when you are, play locally. Are, it's not okay. other people. Yeah, and when you yes, when you play, it's you not like know, a journey. Thing you and I would out. join in to okay. play, but. Okay. Uh, uh, but you don't know that you know sometimes who my character is at that at that moment, or you okay. know who I'm supposed to be. Okay, uh, uh, that that stuff's cool, and and seeing it for the first time and how it how it played out was was really uh, uh, kind of novel. I don't know what if something else has done that, but I can't remember anything that, like that. that pulled it off that well. What would you cut? I didn't get into kind words, so uh, I I don't know too much about it. So on my personal list, I I would cut that. I like the idea in concept. I still have, I don't know, like a 
parental or anxiety misgiving about, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, oh boy, what do you do when you see the heavy thing, uh, you know, flagging it for like, you need, you need actual help. You should not let your children <laughs> play that game. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, no, no, not my kids. I'm saying oh, for me. Oh, for you. Yeah, yeah. If I ever saw something that like would, would do upsetting. the opposite of what it's supposed to do, which is make me feel better. So you're like, yeah. Oh wow. That's, Bumming me out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can only one time on UPF was like, yeah. So, so I, I was gonna say I can only talk about my personal experience, but I can say I've never, I never saw anything on there that anybody was like threatening self harm or anything. Okay. Like the only unfortunate stuff I saw was just some flat out fucking racism and like. So it makes me wonder what the curation some, is like some, on there, some right? Awful trolling. But mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, I, I mentioned before there are a bunch of moderation tools built into it. Like okay. You can report stuff for a wide range of things. Um, and I think that's the best you can do, right? In that situation, yeah. like, yeah, I don't you're, know how else you're going to open that like thing up. They didn't like, get caught yeah, in the system. A, like yeah. a, a thing that lets you type whatever you want into it is just going to like be somewhat compromised from the outset, right? Yes, so, so, yeah, like I, a computer, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I really like the 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 wishy washiest one I have on there is only Apex Legends because every time I feel like I bring up Apex Legends thing, people say it's been done before, so I. I don't know if I think it's super cool, and, yeah. and what they have done there is super cool, and allowed me to play that game. Like pinging a map, like Dota didn't even do that. Like that's RTS games did that yeah. before Dota. It's, yeah. But it, it's I think it's the way it's used, the way it helps this genre be more available to more. Like so, as, as someone who would only play PUBG with friends or alone, mm-hmm. and largely alone. Uh, when they first announced this game as, oh, it's only going to be three player, I was like, well, what the fuck? I, I, like, I don't want to play with strangers. This is going to suck. But actually, all that stuff works super well. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's what's and, so and it makes it. that game work. Uh, like, if, if they didn't have that stuff, that game wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't care about it. Like, uh, only the worst people would be playing that exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, you'd have to communicate. You'd have to, I'd have to. Find a PS4 compatible headset, which I'm, I'm t- too late. I don't know. I don't think I have one. Sure, uh, I'm not going to buy one for yeah. all of us. Um, and then you mentioned yeah, like that. Not only does it help the game itself, but then they like double down and back it up with like all the unique voice lines and yeah. stuff. Like, and, and they, they even really... like help convey some character there, which is you know maybe a little beside the point. But you know, like the the ability for like a, a bloodhound to ping that stuff and said, okay, someone was just here. Like, and like, then, like also, all that tactical stuff. I completely forgot about like, you know, being able to ping what ammo type you need. Right. Like I need energy from ammo in your, in from your menus, literally right. hitting a button is yeah. so useful. Like so this smart. Attachment. You think right. about all the times yeah. we played PUBG and it was just like, oh, I, I could use a helmet. I, um, yeah. I need one of these. Yeah. And it's like, like calling dibs. And yeah, then like the, the fact that they say thank you. When and then you, you can hit your welcome now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that, the the communication that they add with with that stuff I think goes beyond you know previous implementations of pinging a map and stuff mm-hmm. like that this this goes goes well beyond that so I I, I think that is maybe the coolest multiplayer <laughs> I, I think you might be right yeah. uh, I think you might be right yeah, yeah. Hmm. I guess I hmm. I think kind words I I. Hmm. I might cut kind words here. I can't do that. <laughs> like, sorry. Brad, what would you Then cut? let's cut Death Stranding, like then. I, I feel like no. that's, that's the option. Like, okay, then... I want to hear what Brad wants to cut. Ah, <clears throat> oh, man, I don't know. Death Stranding. Please like, don't make me defend Death Stranding any further. <laughs> Please don't make me do that. I, I, I don't... I think I can. I don't, I don't know how to answer that because I didn't play Man of Medan, so I just didn't see that. I don't have any it's, experience. I mean, with that I feature. I played that game in couch co-op, mm-hmm. and so I, I didn't have that particular experience. But I have gone back and I have like you know I've I've 
observed like people playing that game online and kind of seeing what some of that stuff was after Benny told me mm-hmm. about it. And it's like it's fucking cool. Like it's, it's a really it's cool, cool implementation of that yeah. stuff. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to win this fight, but I can't believe I'm saying this. But like of those four, like Apex is the one that is the least like <laughs> surprising or meaningful to me mm. on a personal level. Well, again, I'm deferring to you on Man of the Dan. Man, Man of the Dan. That is, sounds yeah. more original, or yes, or, or, or or you know, or at least it's the first time I right. saw it implemented. Right. That well. Right. Uh, I'll say this about Kind Words and Death Stranding both. I think they are kind of they are kind of of a piece. As corny as this is going to sound, yeah. Kind Words is a better strand. Uh, it's about sure. connecting with people. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. They're both but, about I mean, connecting like, with know, people. There's, like there's just there's fucking on this, on the internet and just generally there's just so much snark and ne- negativity and tension and like intolerance and just pervading society. And again, in Death Stranding's case, this is pretty fucking hokey. But like. Games that make you feel like you're helping somebody or somebody is helping you. I'm all I like in this day and age. I am strongly going to lean toward choices like that in this category over something that like Apex is like a like a fantastically designed game, but it's just kind of helping you shoot people better. Sure. And I've been shooting people in video games for going on 35 years. It, it's not, I, I I see where you're coming from, and I I don't think you're wrong, but I will say that I think it's a little bit more than just helping you shoot people better. I think it's about making that kind of online experience tolerable yeah, for someone I, I that really that. wants no part of that shit. I, I and that, that I am yeah. the kind of person that wants no part of that shit. But when somebody pings the heavy ammo, I don't feel like they really care about me as a person. <laughs> but when they say thank you and you say you're welcome to them, that's a real When strand. you ping a slot and they run up and drop ammo for you, like... At least they put the thank you option in there. Yeah. I'll, I'll give them that. Uh, I don't know. Again, like I, I, I almost feel a little bit weird applying that standard to Death Stranding because it's such a fucking corny thing in a lot of ways. But it is true. But that like you I, can only positive. Yeah. You can only interact positively with yeah. other people in it. Right. And there's yeah. no thumb yeah. down. I mean, yeah. you know, the, you like, can, the, didn't the, the someone try to block and uh, block a. a Entrance to one of the stations by putting a bunch of trucks there or something. I mean, people have, people like abandon that. trucks on my yeah. roads all the time, which was a pain in the butt. Yeah, you hit those things. yeah, it's not impossible to troll people with yeah, stuff, yeah. but I mean, all the signs really in really every one of these games you can troll. Someone. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I feel like the trolling in Death Stranding is actually just more hilarious than yeah. anything else. Mm, like yeah. it's it's silly, you know, and it's like it, it, it's really hard to make someone's experience like miserable in that game. Yeah, that's Hideo's job. Yeah, yeah, they, that's they, they've already done that. Yes, exactly. Seems like we're kind of at a standstill. Do we want to go around and say what everyone would cut? Yeah, I don't want to say I would cut kind words because it sounds. You already mean. did. You already <laughs> like, did. You know, it's just. It's, it's, I mean, it's weird because I. It seems like I'm the only one here who touched it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, no, I, I, oh, did you? Yeah. Did you? I, I, did, I spent. I spent yeah. some hours with yeah. it. Yeah. But you've yeah. made me want to go. Yeah, touch yeah it, I, I do want to see what it's become. Um. Yeah, it'll just be us sending stuff back and forth anonymously. Stuck in a room with. My coworkers talking about him. <laughs> you won't stop saying mmm after everything you eat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that is the cool part about Death Stranding, but I still think, faced with those other three, that's what I would cut. Death Stranding? Yeah. Death Stranding is my winner of this category, as wow. insane as that sounds, but it, it like it set out. I could I could back that. The whole the whole game is supposed to be this thing, and it yes. did it, and yes. they spent millions of dollars making a game. That is the thing, and despite its best efforts, <laughs> it works. It is a cool multiplayer thing. Yeah, very one. I've said this a bunch of times on the Bombcast, but I fired that game up offline, and my world was super barren, <laughs> and I was super alone, just me and my BB. But then, 
we did uh, a vi- we did one of the quick looks, and I saw Brad's world just populated with all this garbage everywhere, and it was soup. You know, garbage like some of it was useful, and then Brad's story about coming across a pair of boots, and then an exoskeleton, and then Dude, finding that generator it, when my truck was about to die, it, and exactly, I was about to lose yeah. forty five minutes of effort was like fucking manna from heaven. Exactly. And then when I eventually connected my game online, and then now the de facto objects that the developers had left in, now my world was suddenly populated with like a shit ton of roads and. Uh, ladders everywhere. It was like, oh shit! I think I might love this game. <laughs> and then I kept playing, and then I realized that wasn't the case. But yeah, <laughs> of course, the the multiplayer aspect of like interacting with a bunch of people. You know, I'd see even some of your guys' stuff that even though I would yeah. pop up online, I got that menacing "I'll piss anywhere" or "damn well please" text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like I'd see some of y'all stuff. Some of uh, other people from Gamespot even just littered about even and and the gratification of delivering someone else's packages that they just left there, whether intentionally or they just wanted to keep going, I think is a really is the best thing that game does. Totally. I, I know I, I talked about this on the Bombcast some, but even playing that game pre-release was very different from playing it after release because prior to release, it was like very clearly a bunch of serious business video game journalists trying to, like you said, get through the game as fast yeah. as they could. So it was just like very well placed. Yes, efficient. it was very like yeah. meticulous placement of traversal objects to just get you through stuff as fast as possible. And then after release, it was pure bedlam, man. It was just like gigantic pea mushrooms all over the place. And like you said, like piles of derelict trucks all over the place and like junk on the highways. It was just like somebody came in and just shit up the place. There's a particular like I there's really against the vibe of it. Like, you know, it gets to a point and then maybe maybe we gotta select who we let into this game. So there's a particular part where I think I notice it most and it's right where the people stopped contributing to the highway things. And it's right around the time you get into the mountains in that game. Like it I I was building all the damn highways for a while there because it just seemed like everyone hit that point mm-hmm. with the mountains and realized, oh god, I've got so much fucking game to go. So, so I, they just kind of stopped. I think that I think it was more about playing it before it came out because that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, because, that's what I'm but saying. I had that problem in the first area you get highways because yeah. I was like a week or two behind everybody else because right. I started it later. And nobody, I had to build all those roads myself. Yeah, but I think that was more just the the collective mass of reviewers had kind of moved on. Yeah, totally. At that point, I had built I built a lot of roads, man. <laughs> Bro, this is a tough group. I I'm I think at this point I am liable to cut Manamadan. Not because I don't think it's really impressive, but I just I think I'm a little more enamored with the other ones on this list. I'll, I mean, I'm I, I I'm willing to let it go to give kind words, which sounds like in. Oh man, no, I feel bad. A very no, nice experiment. Very kind. Very you kind. Sold it. Very cool um, thing. Very cool multiplayer thing you're doing here. Uh in the in the interest of uh uh humanitarian. I didn't come in like feeling like I was ready to fight for it until halfway through this. I remembered the one time that I really was just like, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold I'm just gonna take a deep breath and like put it out say there. a thing that actually is like bugged me for a while and put it out there and like people were so thoughtful about it yes man and dan did not that, do that for me that, that, <laughs> that i was just like man that's... i really don't want to be murdered <laughs> by a gun like, right like, i it's, do it's, it's, it's the only thing that in on this list or any list of the, that we have this year that like kind of restored a little bit of my faith in humanity i mean that which is maybe a little grandiose but like pretty powerful yeah yeah so i i could that's enough for me to uh uh, say goodbye to Man of Medan. Shout out to the Dark Pictures. Shout out to that studio. Make Keep more of those it. things. Yeah. Keep developing that. Make that Keep anthology. the pictures dark. Yes. yes. People should try that, though, if you're listening to this. It's probably spoiled now, and you will know everything about it. 
Just shoot everyone. It's, it's not that no, long. Don't do it's that. still worth playing. <laughs> Even if you know. All right. I'm going to cut Man of Banan. I'm sorry, Vinny. No, no. It's super cool. But, yeah. it's also, but also, also, that game is very good in single player. Mm-hmm. Totally. So it, I do in not local. think kind words would be that fun in a, as a single player. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, you are right. correct. So about as that. a cool multiplayer That's thing. just Eliza. It's not much game there. Uh, yes. With uh, other people. All these games on here pretty much only work in the multiplayer sense at this point. Yeah. Uh, did we decide a winner already? Did no, Apex, we haven't. No? That's, it sounds like Apex. I think we were leaning Apex, right? I, I'm leaning Apex if personally. most people are, I'm fine with that. I still, I I still say Death Stranding. Say, say what you feel. I mean, I, I, like, I think that as much as I've played like 10 times the amount of Apex that I did Death Stranding, but, um... Like, uh, you played more Apex than I think anybody on the staff, so for you to come in here and... Not say it's Apex is like kind of and especially to say it's motherfucking death. It's like it's like, it's like, it's like very persuasive to me, quite frankly. But like it really it did even you know I was playing pre-release, so it was a little more barren. I never checked back in post-release. I never like got that deluge of shit everywhere. Um, but just like walking around and like. You know, the first time I decided to take a really obtuse path to get to something, I'm like, okay, I can see, like, the main line. I can go just up this hill or whatever, but I'm going to, like, really just walk around. And I just walked around, and I found a sign that said, nice view ahead. And I walked a bit, and there's this beautiful, like, waterfall, serene thing. And I just kind of stood there and looked at it for, I don't know, 30 seconds. And I was just like, yeah, somebody else did this exact same thing. Somebody else walked here and looked at this waterfall and thought, like, I want to make sure everyone feels this experience yeah. with me. Did you walk back and like the sign? I did. Okay. Of course. Good. Yeah, that's, that's, good. That's, that's, a, that's a really good point because, like, it's not just about laying down literal bridges to let people walk right. over. Like, just the game's ability to suggest a shared experience is is pretty well done. Yeah. I will say one of my, my favorite, si- like, just random things that happen in that game is, you know, you get all those dumb holograms that you can unlock and, mm-hmm. and build up. And I didn't know what those were initially. Uh, the first time I ever saw one was I right as you come out of Lake Knot City. Uh, there's that road and there's that first highway builder. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as I started walking out there, the giant mech dinosaur from fucking uh, Horizon is walking toward me, and I'm looking at it like, what is this? What's happening? It was very disconcerting, but like kind of cool. I put that on my bridge too. <laughs> yeah, like it was just really wild can to have put, that be uh, the Jeff thing Keely that you on your bridge. I think you can. You totally can. can. And okay. I choose not to. All right. I, I choose Junji Ito instead. Mm. Good call. I've seen that dude whip. Uh, I might go with Death Stranding as well. I think the uh, the implementation of it was really novel. I, I, I thought it was going to be more of a uh, Dark Souls and style, like leave messages for people. Yeah. Uh, and I found it to be. I mean, it is what it, the game is designed around. It is not an extra thing in that game. It is core to that experience. It's I don't also, know that anything is designed around it yeah. in that game, but that is the that is kind of the the thing that's interesting to me. And, and this only really matters in the pre-release context, but like that was the thing they didn't really talk about that much leading up to the game. Like they had showed some demos about yeah. like of, of Kojima playing through the, the game, the TGS stuff. Yeah, like, you would see like some ladders of, and stuff. Yeah, they really they really focused on just the cargo on your back. Yeah, stuff. but like you know when they were getting ready to send us review codes and stuff, like they were very much about like okay, now you're finally going to learn what this like multiplayer thing is. You know the thing that we haven't really kind of like laid out for everyone yet, and. It's it's maybe just a little weird to me that like they chose to hold that back for so long because I feel yeah. like it, it it that to me it, being the most successful thing in that game and the thing that was like actually the only thing that really drew me into 
doing other stuff other than just mainlining it to finish it. It just it's it's strange to me the way they chose to frame that game and what they chose to highlight with it as opposed to putting this kind of front and center. Totally, yeah. I, I feel like some aspects of like the pre-release coverage or what they chose to show or yeah. what they chose to talk about would just seemed um, it's peculiar, ill-conceived. You yeah, know? and also like one of the longest fucking do not spoil lists in the history of video yeah. games for a bunch of shit that one really of the does not fucking embargoes matter. in the history of video games. Yeah, uh, but. But yeah, for yeah, for a bunch of shit that is not consequential enough to deserve no. uh, that kind of treatment. But this is, I mean, this is the cool thing in Death Stranding, and I look, I lean Apex specifically because I am so wired to never want to play online shooters again with with randos, especially. Yeah. And for them to create a system where I feel like I can still interact and still like be a useful team member in a team based shooter without having to listen to slurs non-fucking-stop mm-hmm. over chat, yeah. that got me to play that game yeah. way more than I would have Absolutely. any other game and, like and I, and I also feel like, of the things on this list, like that aspect, that cool multiplayer thing in Apex Legends mm-hmm. is the thing that I think more games need to be doing. Definitely. Agreed. Yeah. That's uh, good and they're starting to. Yeah. Fortnite, for example. Yes. Also, the text to speech in uh, in Apex yes, is a very also cool very thing. very good. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think that that's the my takeaway there is like I don't want to go back from that. Right, uh, and yeah. not every game needs it. Like Call of Duty doesn't necessarily need a pinging system. Maybe boy, in some of the objective. If, did? if some of the objective, well, I mute everybody. Whatever. Yeah. Some of the objective based modes might benefit from something like that. But generally speaking, it doesn't really need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like any game that's going to really put a focus on teamwork, like Overwatch 2 probably needs this. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I think shooters going forward, but also a lot of multiplayer games going forward, I think would, would strongly benefit from uh, a communication system like this. That's a really good point. Um, and I think that that's why I'm leaning in that direction. Yeah, I, I think for me it's Apex, but like it, I think the arguments about Death Stranding and yeah, and they're, they're strong. They're, they're both they're really they're strong. All three games are. I think <clears throat> there are strong cases there. I can go Apex. I played a ton of Apex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I really liked the that system. And I'm and I don't play enough multiplayer games to know if it's in other things, but Apex in, uh, Dota. <laughs> it's in Fortnite. Uh, but, <laughs> Portal 2. Uh, but if it's not, then it yeah, seems lacking. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, was, I'm all right with Apex. I was all ready to make a push for Death Stranding, but if you guys are both going to flip on it, I guess it's kind of yeah, pointless. I, I, the, the Death Stranding stuff, I think, is super neat and, and novel, uh, but it only... It was a good point. It only really works in Death Stranding, whereas I feel like the stuff in Apex should be a genre thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I heard strand games are the new things. Uh, I think. I mean, you, you joke, you joke, but like honestly, like the, those games, just the way those games made me feel about connections to other people, that mm-hmm. are what got me about them. You know, like Apex is a purely utilitarian yes. multiplayer thing, yes. and like there is actual emotional content to some of the interactions in those other games. I think, and it's, like that, that's what sticks with me. Like, it, it's it speaks well for like. Like a Death Stranding, a game that no one here actually likes. Yeah. Uh, it, that this thing that that at least rates in this one. Well, thing. I mean, in I that, think totally. that's cool. that one stage of the game when there's no story for like 15 hours, I did kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like basically, I just about forgot there was a story going on. What if it was confident enough to just be that game, yeah. like for the whole thing? Yeah. 
esports, just who's the best porter. Mm. Eports. Shit. I don't know. At the same time, the like make you feel something cool multiplayer thing is better in kind words than it is in Death Stranding. So. Yeah. Yeah. If nobody else is going to fight for that, then uh... hey, you've convinced me to go check it out. Yeah, well, straight well, up, kind of work. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, I don't know what state it's in at this point. I can't say. Well, how I'm going to find out. Can't We're going to come back tomorrow and be like, "Oh, it's a trash oh, no. <laughs> You're all going to know each other's deepest secrets because <laughs> nobody else is using it. Uh, all right, are we going Apex? I, I think, think so. And right. Apex is, is the is the choice here, and I feel good about it. All right, Apex Legends is the cool multiplayer thing of the year. It's also free. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. There is that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Kind words and Death Stranding are also cool multiplayer things. Congratulations, Death Stranding! You did you it. You did it. Yeah, I did. almost made it. Spider yourself. <laughs> I you thought we it. were hey, give Death Stranding. It award. made it so far much further than <laughs> anyone would have ever guessed. That's just so stupid. I wanted to do it. All right, <laughs> now let's never talk about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're good. Uh, I think we're good. All right, all right. That's the end of that category. Um, let's take another break. We'll be right back with best story. Ooh. Who's ready to talk about best story? I think people know what that means, so I'm just going to read the list. All right, let's do it. Uh, here's what we have on our short list. Mortal Kombat 11, Hypnospace Outlaw, Control, Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order, Judgment, Kingdom Hearts 3, The Outer Worlds, Neo Cab, Observation, and The Outer Wilds. I mean, sorry, just... Thank you. Outer Wilds. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to start this off. If this category was not best story and was, in fact, most story, uh-huh. then I think Kingdom Hearts 3 would handedly win. Uh, I will bite the bullet and, and eliminate it right off the bat. Well, you can't do that. You have to tell us the entire story. Oh, I will go off about it. Uh, there's just three moments I want to highlight. Okay. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about three I'm jumping now to five, so okay. I'll just keep it. I told you guys about the Donald Duck thing from earlier. Yes, I did. Just salted right. it a little bit here. Uh, after that, lingering will coming back and fucking fucking up uh, uh, one of the Xehanorts. I can't remember which one. Lingering will, will's cool. Lingering will's great. It's basically Alphonse Elric from Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, and then after that is just the part where they rip off Near Automata <laughs> and have all the fallen Keyblade warriors coming back to fight with you. Ooh, oh, actually, kind of one more, one more, one more, mm-hmm. and this is it. This is it. I, I swear. Uh, the second after credit sequence, if you 100% the game, when Sora wakes up in Shibuya. What? Yes. And then he has the, the Reaper clock on the fucking wall. What? So now it's basically the world ends with you. What? Okay, wait a second. You, you can't just drop Full Metal Alchemist and just run past it. Why is he Alphonse Elric? Well, so I did he did he make the ultimate sacrifice to try and bring his mother back and then try and save his brother's soul? Is that why Jan? It's it's basically equivalent exchange. Uh, Lingering oh will Terra gets norded, but then his armor is like fuck that. I'm gonna keep fighting. So this is basically a disembodied. This is literally his lingering will coming back to fight evil because like I'm not going to let this happen I'm going to keep going and this shit keeps popping off it was in Kingdom Hearts 2 shit was wild 
Fuck. This well, sounds pretty so, wild. So wait, he's a suit of armor with he's like a, a suit of armor because he's okay, so upset. Is okay. lingering Will a person named Will, or no. is it? Is, are you? <laughs> it's a living set of armor, and it's the will to fight personified inside of it. So it's an see, idea. It's not it's like okay. loitering Brian. You see, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist is these two brothers, and they have to. They want to try okay. to get their mom back. Okay. okay. And, and then like, but you need equivalent exchange. And what happens is one of the brothers is loses thing an of armor arm. No, he loses his arm it's and his leg. And the other brother, Al, loses like his entire yeah. body. Yeah. You can call him out. Uh, you, can, you can call him out, but then yeah, he becomes like Roy a super, But he uses, uh, he, Roy the brothers pulls him back. Is his and full name Al Chemist? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I never put that together. One of the brothers is this chemist, and one of the brothers is Al. Whoa. The other brother is named Cut. Um, oh, okay. Okay, so uh, here we go. Jan, I think we keep this on here. Uh, now, now you fight to take it off. <laughs> I have to fight to take it off now. Oh, wow. It's already been deleted. Two-year-old child. Yeah. It's already it's already gone. Gone. I, I took it off before we started talking. All right. Uh, I just think it's great for mm. the fans of the series. I don't think it necessarily uh, ties things up yeah, neatly. That's a, and then that's all. a real bummer. Um, it definitely leaves the tr- the door wide open. Uh, for more shenanigans. Especially because the average Kingdom Hearts fan will be like 45 the next time one of these comes out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to figure out how to buy a house or something. <laughs> Just to put your Kingdom yeah. Hearts in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Mortgage 372 over 4. <laughs> That's probably a, a figure. I think it's a reverse mortgage. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't get that. Um... APIs. I, I, to go next. I really like that Star Wars story, but there are three other games on here that I would take oh, over really? it. really? I thought yeah, it presented really well. It, is. it does it seem like the story. Yeah, there's some really. It's like moments. that's the highlight, right? Like the what? story is really like the the, the way yeah. they do the Star yeah. Wars lore stuff. I mean, it's is a really fun good. game. Like the game, the yeah. game, the various gameplay elements are good, but not mind blowingly right. good. They're fine, but the story is what elevates it. And their sure. willingness to kind of delve into some of that Order sixty six shit. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it sounds like yeah. they they did a good job. There's on like that. there's depth in all the characters. Like there's you know, pathos. Mm-hmm. If you like, oh, I nice. do like pathos. Yeah, they they go to some pretty interesting places with that thing. I mean, I don't know. Like, I you know, it's strong. Yeah, I think it's you're the. I think you're the only one that finished it besides me, right? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good Star Wars story. And I'm not saying the Star Wars stories are terrible, but I'm saying they are kind of. Sometimes they are. They're kind of terrible. They're they're kind of rote. Sometimes they're very well, terrible. For the most part, uh, I think the games sometimes push it more than the movies do. Uh, yeah, Did you ever no. play Super Bomb Bad Racing? No. Story and that'll blow your mind. Play KOTOR? Uh, yeah. Shadows it's of the kinda, Empire? It's kind of the Star Wars story again, except... KOTOR? Except 4,000 years ago. Yeah, kind of. Um, my favorite Star Wars story since, like, Rogue One. The Fallen Order? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think it's good. Yeah. You just like, it, you just like it when Vader shows up and fucks shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's definitely it's, it's, one, of, it's yeah. one of the best Star Wars stories. It's kind of like a living will if you yeah. think about it. Mm. Absolutely. I if I like I yeah. don't have the Kotor experience, but like of the stuff I've played, like I feel like most Star Wars stories in video games are enjoyable, but not necessarily yeah. super memorable. Yes. I yeah. I never played Kotor two. Just for the record, I, yeah. That one is. Uh, that was all right. Yeah, not a Kotor one. But I, I think this story is, is is fine. I didn't think it was exceptional to me. I like the. I think the I characterizations are, I, well, are very that's, good. That is the story. Yeah, I think like, I that's think, what I mean. Like, I think the A plot. Oh no! If you're talking about the, I mean, I made the point in the review. If you're talking about the, hey, we have to visit the three ancient yeah. tombs and mm-hmm. recover the MacGuffin. Like <laughs> yeah. that is a 
Okay. No, it's a nothing story. Yeah. The, the story that of, is just a frame for exploring the story the, of people's the, dealing with Order sixty six. Yes, that's one of that war. Yes, yes, that, that is, is the actual. They still war. have to make a video game yeah. and send you after. Yeah, like that. <laughs> you need quests and objectives to tick off, but it's what happens with the characters right. and, and the, the and the backstories. Kind of revealed. personal story of Seer and Trilla. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think this and also the like the kind of the responsibility of like, hey, I. Potentially, I'm about to hold the future of a lot of innocence in my hand. What should I do with that? And but like, that got a little then, resolved yeah. too early. Probably like, kill him. Kind of, you think so? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, it so got a little predictable did. by the end, I thought. Oh, I, I mean, I saw the final 30 seconds of the story coming like, pretty early on. Three or four hours at least before that. Like, uh, you made the right decision. Yeah. Although, I, I mean, I've seen people out there on message boards going like, oh, that ending was bullshit. Like, none of it mattered. Why did he do that? And I'm just like, dude, like, I actually, did I, you play the rest of the game? I could have gone both ways with that. I, I kind of, so, I mean, we're going to talk spoilers here again. Yeah. yeah. Right? So here are the spoilers. So okay. you, you basically have this, uh, it's Order 66, all the Jedi are wiped mm-hmm. out from a betrayal from the... They're, they're the, purged. Number three, yeah, large size, catch up. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, up. It's, a, it's a classic purge. Yes. Uh, as a consequence of a, the rise of a tyrannical regime. There you go. You know? uh, and so uh, all the Jedi are wiped out, but stored on this holocron, which is basically a USB drive, is... Uh, encry- <laughs> so like Tron. Encrypted. Mm-hmm. All right, USB now drive, I'm back on board. Uh, is the location of uh, Force-sensitive young, uh, young Chil- people. Children. Children, right? Spread across the galaxy. Uh, and uh, the thing is, you can find it and revive the Jedi Order with these young Force-sensitive kids, uh, but also the Empire wants to wipe them out and wipe them mm-hmm. out. If you, you uncover this Thing. So at the very end, they decide to destroy it instead of uh, let it possibly fall into the hands or risk these children, right? So uh, let, he says, uh, let's let the force sort it out. Let God sort it out, right? Sure. They, they'll bring it's like them. the t-shirt I got at the gun <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so he destroys it at the end. So I was like, you kind of see that coming. Yeah, well, because, but it's because I build up to it very overtly. Yeah, very overtly. Like, but there's there was, a lot of visions of what Hang on, so you, you destroy, destroy it? Yes. You Fucking pull out your lightsaber and cut it in half at the end. Cut it in half. Rather than let them turn them all into evil guys. No, they want to kill or They just want to wipe them out. Okay. Or, or, or turn them into Inquisitors. Well, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get their hands on uh, them. I mean, I think the way so how, What do you got to do? Do you just you like pour water on the USB drive to nah, restore he, them? Like, what do you, you watch the cutscene, and he just... He just no, no, I mean, no, I mean, like, to restore them, though... To, into people instead of being on this drive. They no, they're location. Where are they? It's just oh, names. Okay. <laughs> it's the knocklist. Yeah. Okay. From Mission yeah. Impossible. Okay. It's not it's like Pokemon. Pokemon. Not like Tron. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. I, just, I like. I didn't realize you could store people on a USB <laughs> drive in Star Wars. I mean, there's but fucking, you know, in hey. Tron too. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no. They. This the location them. So I. I just kind of saw that coming, or I thought he was going to deliver it to Luke, and that was going to oh, be no. the start of the uh, his academy. Oh, dude, Luke is like five years old at this point. No, he's not that. No, he's he, pretty young. He's like I, this is no, what, dude. This this is, dude, no, well, he's very before, young. This is before Episode Four. Right? Yeah, this is like five years after Revenge okay. of the Sith. Maybe he's one of the people on the USB. Probably. Yeah. Oh wow, maybe he is. Mm. Is he Tron? He's, um, no, he's Flynn. Oh. So, all right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I I thought that a plot was pretty yeah it's it's whatever it's I mean silly. well except for the the end where they yeah. like make a, an actual crucial decision about it mm. but the but the pursuit of it is a little bit whatever yeah uh, but the, the 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 interesting stuff is the kind of relationship between your cohorts on the ship uh, Seer which is this uh, she was a Jedi. And during the purge, basically told her apprentice, like, hey, stay put. I'm going to go distract them. So you can get away. So you can get away. And then uh, basically she just gets captured and then betrays or mm. she gets uh, interrogated and gives up the location uh, for her apprentice. Her apprentice then gets taken and gets tortured into becoming an inquisitor. And, uh, and this and is the inquisitor that's dogging you the whole game. But up until the first 
Like the end of the first act, she's been in a mask the whole time, and she yeah. takes the mask off, and it's the apprentice. Hey, it's you me. Know? Uh, and then Seer, the the Jedi who betrayed the Padawan, kind of cuts off our connection to the Force because she's afraid she'll. She got really angry, used the dark dark side, mm-hmm. and doesn't want to do that again. Uh, and that relationship and that whole yeah. journey is interesting, yeah. and uh, you know, but it's you know, it's, it's, it's some tread ground already. The, yeah. the pull of the dark side, but they personalize it. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's just developed well. That, that all sounds all right. Yeah, that, well. that part's okay. Totally is. And like yeah. that that sequence of uh, when he opens the vault and gets the holocron, and it's just this protracted sequence of like visions of what would happen if he did the thing they're trying to do. Yeah. The way it's, you know, it's that dream sequence again, but used even more effectively. Oh, right, because yeah. that's his whole thing, the Force Echo thing. He can, yeah. like, see right. Right. The events yeah. to come. And, and just the stuff. way it's visualized, uh, you know, the, the way they'll, like, or the way they'll, like, bring, they'll, like, bring the lights down and back up and, like, things will be yeah. different in really meaningful, moral ways. It's, and stuff. it's like, no it's, Luke Skywalker cutting off Darth Vader's head and seeing his face inside. No. But it is close. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the same type of stuff. But there are some stumbles it, in it, too. Like the, again, a, a kind of, that's the good stuff. But there's also the side plot where you get taken hostage by bounty hunters. Is, and they, you can miss parts of why that happens. Yeah. Because your pilot has a gambling debt. Uh, it's presented and, so poorly. And I talked it, to... Uh, seems like a scene missing kind of thing. Uh, I, was, yeah. I was talking to Austin Walker. We were both playing through it. Uh, prior to release, and his idea is that they were trying to go for the uh, what's that Bloodborne moment where you uh, get kidnapped by a dude randomly when oh, you yeah. die? You know what I'm talking yeah, about, like yeah. the Bagman or something like yeah, that. Uh, right. like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like it's the, his his theory is they were going for that feel of like what the fuck just happened? Who just kidnapped me? Where did this come from? Huh. But it's so disjointed the way that they presented it. Well, just, it just comes off as confusing, and it's because you get back to the ship and he doesn't ask what happened. He's just like yeah. the the pilot's kind of like sorry, man. Right. But also, like, you get dragged into this arena uh, and made to fight all these creatures by these, like, these uh, space smuggler bounty hunter types. And, weird. They act, and they act like you're supposed to know who they are, yeah. and it's all just very confusing. Mm-hmm. Thing. But yeah, I, yeah, it's not perfect. No. Uh, so you're saying there are three games better. Yes, absolutely. That, that all sounds it would, like it could be on this list if y'all were fighting for it. It would be like, you're not, then, yeah, uh, you know. it would be like my fourth choice on this list. Okay. okay. Um, to that end, I think we should cut The Outer Worlds. Yeah. Which I did not think would. I, I when I first started playing that game, I was like, "This is a tremendous story." Yeah. And then when I played the back third of it, I was like, Ooh, "This is yeah. not a tremendous it, story." I think there are <laughs> kind of quickly. Yeah, there are like really cool moments, and I, I like some of the reveals about like, you know, just to, to talk through it a little bit. Like the the thing that's happening is so they, you know, you're this colony very far away from Earth. And as you get deeper and deeper into, you know, rifling through the computers of the people in power of this colony, of the board, of the corporation, and all this other stuff, uh, you start to discover things like, oh, most of the military force left on a ship and then vanished. And we don't know why. And also, we are running out of food fucking fast. And so you, you find all this stuff about like, oh, well, we're putting fewer nutrients in the food now, but eventually people are going to realize they're starving and we have to figure out what we're going to oh, do. So that's what the diet toothpaste was yes. for. And huh. so they hatch upon this plot of like, well, we're just going to start selectively freezing colonists and, uh, and until we figure out how to solve the food problem and, and actually maybe solving the food problem is just freezing all these colonists and saying, fuck it. And so their plan is to like take this, you know, you, you wake up from a ship of colonists uh, that is, you know, it's full of frozen people and they're like, uh, we're just going to get rid of all those people and freeze our existing people. Uh, and and so those are end up being kind of the choices you can make along those lines about, like, are you going to side with the corporation on this front or or not? 
Um, oh, right. You mentioned some of this when we were talking about it previously about yeah. like, well, okay, like what is the good choice here? Right. Yeah. It's, it's that feeling of just like, okay, well, there are a lot of people here yeah. that are just good people caught in the crossfire right. and they're running out of food. Am I fucking them over by thawing out a hundred thousand more, more people? people right. um, because you don't discover a resource. No, no, not. I mean, I didn't. You know, it's it's certainly possible that there is some way to solve that issue. But actually, the the slideshow at the end of the game says you solve the issue. Oh, really? With like very little. Like, yeah, basically, um, or at least in in, in in my game, it's like you know, because the thing you do, it, the thing you realize is the people that are frozen on the the other colony ship are like scientists and engineers like like oh, people that are like equipped solve to solve this okay so the the end the end game ends up being like oh well we're going to thaw out the people we think are best suited to solve the problem and then, and then when they solve the problem we will be able to thaw out everyone else you just got the eden the eden device yeah you think it in you think um, anybody do a lot of the companion quests i did, I did a handful chunk. of them that's yeah. i think the best like writing i got in the game i'm trying to think i didn't uh i mean i didn't get i guess that far in the grand scheme but i didn't pick that many of them up i had I got a good few steps into Parvati's, mm-hmm. and I started Vicar Max's. I did all of his. Um, it, it, I I did not really care for how it kind of paid uh, off. I love that it starts really strong with. I just thought it set off a really good foot on the story where you like get him the the Bible or whatever, yeah. and then it's yeah. in French, and he's like, yeah. "What the fuck?" I he can't read read this. this. He is yeah. a great character. He's a great. Yeah. He's, he's probably like the best character. Par- Parvati is a great character. Too, that, right? So that whole line ends with you going on a vision quest and tripping with Vicar Max, and oh, man, uh, I have to see like that. a vision of his mother and and a vision of himself. But then if you haven't specced in the right direction, it's very frustrating because you're like, this is the thing I want to be able to do. I think that's the it's more like by a skill check. To totally. a resolu- oh. or, or, or the resolution you want. Yeah. Uh, the resolution that's clearly like, this is the Which best way through it. Sucks and you can't, you're spending... you can't button out of it. You can't go like, oh, I'm going to do this later yeah. when I have the skills for it. You're that like, shouldn't oh, be I'm the committed. case for companion stuff because you're spending yeah. so much time putting in the well, footwork you, for you resolve it quest. And, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, that's, that's the, the end up, the end result is like, you resolve it a different way and yeah. it never comes up again. You just maybe didn't get the story bit you exactly, wanted. Exactly, yeah. Like, there are like pieces of information I would have liked to have seen. I would have liked to have seen him come to the conclusion that like seems pretty natural in the moment, yeah. but because my uh, intimidate wasn't high enough or whatever, you know, I, I couldn't get there. And okay. and I think that's that stuff's frustrating. I, th- I think you know all those games are like that to a certain extent, where there's always like a door you can't open or or whatever because it's like oh my hacking's not high enough. But in this case, when they show the the dialogue options just grayed out, and you're like, <laughs> this is the clear solution to this problem. Uh, like there are literally moments where I like quit the game like, there's one moment where you, you know you're solving the iconoclast's uh, leadership problem by killing the leader of the iconoclast uh and putting the second in command in command because she's a much more reasonable person than this moron uh and so you go confront him and say like hey it's time for you to stop being such a piece of shit and he's like fuck that and you're like all right cool bat and, uh, and then the woman is there you're supposed to talk to her and go like all right here's what we're going to do so i did that and it's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. And this is the, the part on Monarch where you can, you can find a peaceful resolution to these two factions. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a war about to happen. Um, and there's definitely a peaceful way through it. And you're like, oh, I need to have my skills like eight points higher than they are right now. So like I got into it, realized I couldn't do it. And it Alt F4 down. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, I was playing on console. Okay. But, but yes, you know, quit and then left her standing there over this dead body 
for about three hours yeah. while I went and cashed in a bunch of other quests, uh-huh. leveled up, got the skill points, and then went back to say, oh, what were we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I did the exact same thing. Yeah. The same spot. Yeah. I'm much more intimidating and smarter now. Yeah, <laughs> and and that stuff is really like breaking, like it, it's, yeah. it's fiction breaking in, in a way. It's uh, weird. And like that stuff I think comes with the territory of this style of RPG. Uh, right. In a sense, I'm sure they want you to commit to, you know, the choices you've taken but right. when you stumble into stuff. And, but I also, I feel like the way that they show what you're missing, what you're missing yeah. without letting you select it. It's like, here's the thing that like when I was listening to this person say in my head, I was like, I should tell them this. And yeah. then literally that's what's there. Yeah. But it's grayed out. Yeah. It's like, man. Fuck yeah. that. I wonder if they'd be better off just not surfacing. I, I think there's actually, there yeah. maybe is a way to like, just say like, there maybe allude to like, hey, if your skill was this, there's something else you'd say. Yeah. And then, but not spell it out. Maybe that would be a better way. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, know what but, the use is of showing you exactly what it was because it's right. not like you're going to be able to do it later. Well, yeah. you were. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I quit and, and, yeah. and well, unless you, yeah. unless you just game right. it, you know. Yeah. But also, like, you know, that stuff aside, like, that, that's kind of like, that's the genre. Uh, that's that style of RPG. So I don't want to knock it too much for that stuff. It really is just that the back half of that game really runs out of steam. Mm. Like, mm. post Monarch, well, you know, the, the quests and stuff. Like, you know, all of these games have to have their one kind of ridiculous, like, oh man, this is a weird out of character thing. And then this, it's a, uh, someone just on the street goes like, I'm making a movie. You look great. You should audition for my movie. Okay. And so there's a little bit of a quest line around that. And just, I don't know, that's the, the minor stuff that felt pretty good in the first half of the game, like yeah. the side quests and little things about that game. Even the main quest of like being on Monarch and discovering about the diet toothpaste and like yeah. this evil corporation trying to suppress people's uh uh, appetite through yeah. toothpaste because they know they're running out of food. Well, that's the thing like, is that's, you don't know well, that they're running out of food yet. at that point. So it's just like, oh, diet toothpaste. But weird. you just assume and, that yeah. it's like corporations trying to squeeze money yeah. out of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when you when you get to the like the CEO or whatever the the leader's computer and read it, like there is literally you go like, oh fuck, okay, all right, that's why. Uh, and and that's kind of nice. But yeah, I, I feel like uh, the threads don't tie up. Uh, mm. As, as well as I wanted them to, and I feel like a lot of the stuff around the edges is not great uh, either through the back half of the game. So. We, we mentioned it before, but yeah, the slideshow ending thing, uh, too, is not the most satisfying way to end that story. I, you know, like, again, I think that's like on the in the vein of the skill checks where, like, you know that's exactly how that game's going to end because right. that's how those games end. It's uh, just, it's just hard. I, it must, it, you have to assume it's hard to end it any other way, right? You know, like Mass Effect three tried a different well, way and so look how that went. You the know? thing is, is they actually, I mean, because like two thirds of the way through the game, they have like the, the head jailer, you know, whatever her position is uh, in the, the corporation. Like she's the one who contacts you and says like, I've been following you. Have mm. you been doing all this shit and you need to turn in Phineas now? Like her conversation is just like, I, w- I saw what you did to this colony. Right. Right. I saw what you, and, and like, it, it just checks all it does. Like the slideshow ending, in engine, basically. I mean, that's uh, and, and better so, than actual slides. Yeah, uh, and and so there is kind of a they, they did they do it twice in this game, weirdly mm. enough. Uh, but in one, it's a woman on a screen just telling you what you did. Um, yeah, it's just it's just not one of the top three stories of the year. <laughs> Bottom line, like we, we should just kind of move on. Like it, it's it's uh, it, the end of that game is disappointing. I, I and when I started it, I, I thought like this is a shoe in for mm. this exact category because it just felt so fresh and. Uh, I liked their their take on fucking dumb corporate bullshit bureaucracy and capitalism and all that stuff, but it just doesn't stay together uh, at all.
Speaking of staying together, mm-hmm. uh, Edward and Alphonse, uh, and uh, they have to stick together because okay. they're they're team. Mm-hmm. They're out against the seven deadly sins, uh, and he's trying to get his brother Al's body back. Okay, uh, well, if Al doesn't have his body, then what is Al? He's a suit of armor. Okay. Uh, but he's like a little boy, so it's a fun contrast. He's it's, like it's, a big Brad taking control of your show. God, yeah. little boy. They're doing to, the full Metal Alchemist thing okay. again. Yeah, I, was trying to, I was staring at the list <laughs> thinking, like, which one of these games could they be talking about? Mortal Kombat. Uh, Observation uh-huh. uh, is about... Uh, again, spoilers here. We're gonna talk, this is what this game is. We're doing it. So Observation is a game where you uh, wake up, or not you, but the, uh, we'll, for all intents and purposes, call her the protagonist, wakes up on a space station, international space station, alone, and you are the computer, you are the HAL on the space station, right? Uh, the story, the short story of it goes, here's the spoilers, uh, you find out that there are some other people kind of around, mm. uh, but... You have this space station has been hijacked, basically, and put in front of, oh boy, I just saw, I just saw Ad Astra, so I'm trying to get the planets right. I think it's Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you're like, whoa, we should not be in front of Saturn. So there's this kind of like black ops mission that was going on in the background uh, to get you in front of Saturn because there's this like storm raging on Saturn. Turns out you then find... Out, this is the big story spoiler. There's, you see another space station identical to yours, uh, and there are doppelgangers of like the people that you know, and they're mm. killing each other, and uh, some of them have like, you know, what seems like space madness and all this space other stuff. Space dementia, please. Yeah, space dementia. And, and you're, um, you're the computer the whole time, and you're kind of getting these flashes of like, uh, bring her here, bring her here, um, and these weird kind of sigil things, puzzles that you have to solve that kind of pop up once in a while. Uh, and as the story progresses, you wind up in this confrontation with the a doppelganger from another version of the space station, who's the commander, I think his name is Jim, and he's just basically trying to get home, uh, and you're, but destroy everything, kill you, and kill everyone, and basically be like, kill uh, you the computer? Kill the computer, and then okay. the protagonist. Okay. Uh, and basically calling home, being like, Houston, everybody's dead here, bring me, come pick me up. I'm cool, I'm good, yeah. but you ki- he's killed everybody. Yeah. Uh, and so basically you kill him, uh, and the camera kind of pans out, and you see like hundreds of the, the space station clones. Um, and then it, it, it gets, gets kind of neat. She has this moment where like, uh, she's like trapped outside in the, the storm. It's very like 2001, kind of interpret as you will, uh, but she's trapped outside. She should be dead, but she's not. You bring her back in, and she's, like, real focused, and, like, now, like, we need to put the space station into the storm. So you, you put the space station into the storm, and there's a very cool moment where you're walking on the this world. You assume it's Saturn, but it looks like this other world, mm-hmm. uh, and you see all these other crashed space station or the pods, and you see yourself dead next to them, and it's this, you know, this has been done a lot of times. You're the only version of this to survive. You kind of walk and meld into you can, the computer. Can walk? Uh, you're she, she's carrying you. Oh, okay. yeah. And like turn into pod. like a little ball that yeah. can like float okay. around. She's carrying you, and then you know she's very much transformed by this whole process, and she's like, "It's going to be okay." She kind of merges into this storm thing thing, uh, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, seeing all the other attempts at this in alternate dimensions, whatever it is, this convergence. 
And the end is you, she merges with the computer to yeah. become oh. one being. And what? she is like on earth and has like, like powers and the end of the game is oh, like bring, so bring them here. So it's also the end of the game. Wait, is she like evil? I don't know. Is it, is it evil, Abby? Or are we evil? Or are we just on the next step? So like it's neat. Yeah, I don't, I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's intriguing. And like I, when it happened, I was like, ah, this feels like worn ground. Mm. And the, the further I got away from it, it was like, eh, there's some pretty cool. That's like not what I was expecting yeah, when you said it. It's like, uh, I figured at some point that that lady was going to merge with that computer. I did that, not. As you were describing it, I was like, all right. Has yeah. that been done in sci-fi a lot? Yeah. It's been done here and there. Yeah. It's been done sci-fi, yeah. yeah. Like uh, I said, in the Mass Effect Three. Well, uh, so like, spoiler. It was it was more this like singularity moment thing of like, um, oh, transcendence to a higher being. Mm-hmm. That that was the thing that I was like, okay, yeah, we're doing we're doing the like uh, next evolution. You won't. Yeah, understand. I mean that is a fifty year old trope in popular right. science fiction. Starfield, uh, Lost World season two. Yeah. Um, so I liked it, and I think the more I got away from it, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Thinking back to it. Uh, it could probably stay on this list for a little bit longer, just in terms of the journey there is pretty interesting as you kind of discover what's happening and like why are there multiple versions? What this captain's dead here, and then he's like, "Help me!" I'm you know, figuring that out is fun along the way. Hmm. Uh, so I, I think it, for me, for me, it could be in my top four on this list. Mm. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound like top like three. It, it well, I'm saying it's top three. Well, I'm saying it, it's not the fourth. It could be in the top four. Like, oh, 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 okay. okay. It could be one of the four games I would. Uh, I'm looking at this list. We don't have to I cut see. it yet. I yeah. see. We do have to cut something though. Neo Cab. What do you think? Uh, Neo Cab's really good. Like, it, it is definitely one of my favorite story experiences this year. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I talked about a little bit about before. It is very much about you know cyberpunk gig economy. Uh, the the standing corporation is basically like you know an Uber uh, or or a Google whatever. And Same thing. yeah, the main again the main thing that re- this game does really well is the character interactions, like the individual riders that you deal with, like the the people that sort of come through your car are all like they feel like like real personalities, like they they have problems that are fantastical in the sense of the future world that they are in, but feel like the kind of people that would have those problems. And the way they talk to you has that very kind of like taxi cab confessions, like a less horny version of the taxi cab confession. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the mi- central mystery mostly kind of revolves around uh, Capra, the, the corporation, and sort of like their push toward like trying to outlaw human drivers basically like they 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 put out like auto driving cars like they they have auto driving cabs and what you and your friend who goes missing are kind of uncovering is that they are using a mixture of social engineering and a bunch of other like you know sort of not so great tactics to essentially try and ram this law through to try yep. and outlaw all human drivers. Sounds incredibly real. Yeah. This this will happen. The more interesting thing than the actual mystery is sort of the dynamic you have with your friend who's gone missing. Like her she goes missing like after the first night. Mm. And you're trying to figure out what happened to her, where she went. Uh she she's described as a very flighty personality, like someone who is maybe not the most reliable person in the world and you kind of that kind of bears out over time. 
she was involved with a a group of you know kind of rogue hacker types, and they were kind of trying to figure out a way to bring down Capra. She was working at Capra as a double agent. Um, so you eventually, like, once the game kind of starts getting toward its conclusion, you eventually meet up with her in her hiding place, and she, like, she basically stole a bunch of shit from Capra, put it on this, like, the weird mood ring thing that you have, oh. like, a thing that sort of, like, displays the, the, the hmm. different emotional states that you have, uh, and doesn't tell you that you have it, that shit on yeah. you. Uh, so you're pissed, understandably, because you've been running around with the stolen information for a long time. And then when you eventually, she eventually gets the code and unlocks it, like, you find all the evidence, more or less, that you need to, to you know, take down Capra. But she's very insistent that, like, oh, I have to get out there. I have to be the one to, to deliver this. And her face is all over, like, the place. Like, cops have her info. Like, you know, there's posters up of her. So, like, that would be incredibly dangerous. So the final, like, sequence of that game is actually just you trying to convince her that, like, you need to sit the fuck down. I will go do this for you. I will take care of it. And her basically trying to emotionally manipulate you into letting her take all the, the credit for this hmm. and get out there and do the thing. And the, the nature of that relationship to that point, it's clear that, like, it's a little bit abusive. Like, she is using – she's a user of people, and yeah. she's using you just as much as she uses anyone else. And if you don't use the right – like, if you're not in the right emotional state by the time that conversation ends, you just lose. Like, she comes with you, and you get pulled over by the cops, and you don't take down Capra, and you just have to leave town. That's it. And so that's the bad ending. The good ending, if you figure out a way, like, through all of your, you know, kind of accrued knowledge of, like, how to interact with, like, figure out, like, how to get at this person who is very, very hard to make break emotionally, uh, you finally are just like, you know what, you can't fucking tell me what to do. You can't manipulate me. You can't, you know, force me into this position. You're going to sit here. I'm going to bring this information to the press. And it's actually very satisfying because it doesn't just feel like a, you know, good versus evil, like bad guy, good guy kind of interaction. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's this is a person you care about, but they're also fucked up. Mm -hmm. And the way it's written and the way those interactions go has a real natural feel to it that honestly has reminded me of some of the worst friendships I've had over the years. Sure, yeah. Um, and I think that's this game's strongest suit, is is writing characters that feel like people and making those interactions interesting in the context of the, the world that you're in, but also not feel like they are just, you know, cartoons that you're talking to. Hmm. So I, it's, it's really well done. I think the only thing knock against it is it's not super well-paced. It felt like all the big story beats were happening, like, way too fast. Like, I wasn't getting enough of, like, the, the quiet nights where I'm just, like, getting random writers and yeah, talking yeah. to them. Like, the bigger stuff kind of came together. Like, I only played, like, seven or eight nights before I got to the end, which is not very long. That's, like, a few hours of that game. Hmm. I think in the end you could skip doing the last part for a while if you wanted to. I haven't gone back to check. Yeah. But it feels like they maybe should have spaced it out a little bit more and gave players maybe a little more like direct opportunity to interact with some of those other people outside of the main story thrust. Hmm. But other than that, like I really liked it. I think I think it is probably one of the best written games I've played in recent years. Cool. cool. Uh all right. Just to take a step back for a second based on yes. our long recap stuff. I feel like there are three games on here that all have like majority support. Just what do you what? 
I think I think MK11 Control and Outer Wilds all had a lot of people who seemed very enthusiastic about them. I'm I love Control. I don't know if the story is my favorite part about it. Oh, yeah, really? I love Control. I love the wow, that really in the moments and the okay, like. I came out of that. It's the I, background I finished, writing. Yeah, I finished, I finished that yeah. game and was like, well, that's a shoe in for story. Of I the mean, year. the story of like her and her brother, I think, is. I, I do agree yeah, I that do. is that the resolution of that is yeah. the weakest part That's of the, the game. Sort of that that was the one moment where but, I was just like, oh, I guess they're making DLC. Because, yeah. yeah, like they sure don't wrap up the brother. Oh, stuff I mean, they announced well. they announced what the DLC is about. It yeah, I know. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah and that, that stuff's, stuff's just like done. even fucking weirder. Yeah, it's like yeah I, I do think the uh, very final sequence of events is like weirdly perfunctory. Yeah, yeah, it's but just it's, like it's literally just like find out where the slide projector is, go to where the slide projector is. Fight a bunch of combat waves. Turn it off. Brother goes into a coma. You're the director now. Credits. But that's I, not the like, story. No, I know. And I think that ties. I mean, like the story of the house. But, that's, and the, but that is the resolution. That, like, that, does, yeah. that does tie into like that does tie into like Jesse's like self actualization. You know, like sure, taking I'm, control I'm of everything. Cheeky, I, but, I, but I'm, I get it. I mean, yeah. but like, but they build up this the relationship with the brother and the, yeah. the, the the mystery of their childhood and all that stuff, and then it just sort of kind of and like it's like they you, fill in they fill in the blanks on it about like here's what happened at the dump and you know like all that stuff. But yeah, I feel like. The state in which they leave the brother, I, I think, is yeah, it's a little, it's, it's bad. It's a little like, abrupt. Oh, yeah. like that's that's stuff that they should have. It is a little abrupt. So just one more scene yeah. or something would have. Did you guys? Did you guys go through all the interactions with him? I tried to. I, yeah. I yeah, there's a ton of them. I did yeah, a lot of them. Really just keep walking back and talking. He, to he is a really unsettling character. I found. Yeah, but I think I think for me. For control, I wasn't necessarily trying to figure out the story of the Fadens necessarily. Like, of oh. course, that's what you're driven to. I was trying to figure out the story of the Bureau. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, I mean, yeah. it's a game. It's a game where the world building is so good that I take all of that together as storytelling. Yeah, is why I'm so strong on Definitely. it. Yeah, so like, yeah, the, like the the stuff around and why you're there was more interesting to me than like the even the you know ghostly otherworldly presence you have with yeah. you the entire time. Uh, I was more interested in the minutia of the objects of power. Yeah, why this guy has to stare at a fridge, or you know, why this guy is yeah. speaking backwards when he comes from the mirror world. You yeah. know, like all those things. The that that stuff for me was more interesting. Than I mean, I think the story of why all this is happening in the first place is pretty well done because it's Jesse's basically thing? no, 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 no. Why shit went so bad? Where the hiss came from? Like, because it's yeah. basically not and not. I don't mean the interdimensional nonsense. <laughs> which, I, I like the which, interdimensional nonsense. I mean, it's nonsense. okay, yeah. but parts of it feel like they're kind of making it up as it goes along. And like, I, I think a lot of that game kind of feels like that, but the they're stuff, making it up in a good the way. Stuff, is the the thing. stuff with Hedron at the very end, like I was super on board right up until you get into that room with the giant sphere, and mm -hmm. I couldn't tell if the sphere was Hedron or if Hedron was inside the sphere. No, I think this. I think, I think Hedron was a it, conduit. I'm pretty for, sure. Oh, Hedron, your imaginary friend. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that's Polaris. Oh, Polaris. Sorry. Yeah. All that stuff is, and like I, uh, I fucking went to message boards to try to puzzle this stuff out yes. after I finished the game. I the, thought the sphere the common, was a conduit for Polaris. I, the the, like a, the like most a, common interpretation is that Pol the Hedron is the sphere. I thought the sphere was like a containment unit, and Hedron Hedron oh, is not a corporeal oh, sorry, being. You mean yes? I thought yes. The sphere Hedron, was called Hedron. Hedron is a being of pure resonance, whatever that means. You know, like it's a being of frequency. I thought uh, that was Polaris. No, no. So Polaris is the the the, the, the seems seemingly the most common interpretation is that Polaris is like a force, okay, and Hedron was a conduit for it. That's what if I. If you talk to yeah. Emily after you finish the game, she right. spells it out yes. that, uh, and that's what the whole like the fake ending is about. And I thought that the, the fake ending fucking got me. And <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I don't know who yeah. else finished Alan Wake here. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. You know how Alan Wake ends? Yeah. I was like, motherfuckers, did they really do it? Because Alan Wake literally ends like that. It's like on a non-ending cliffhanger. <laughs> I loved DLC bait. Like, 
the end of Alan Wake, they don't answer the mystery. They just blow it wide open and then cut to credits. I'm yeah. like, fuck you. And that's what this felt like again. I seriously thought that... Oh, you didn't get the I resolution like in American Nightmare? Raging at the game <laughs> for about 15 seconds. And I read everything in Until, this game and watched every cutscene. I have no idea what that story is about. It, yeah, it, it, it's I think, very I think, confusing. That's, I think that's one of the reasons it's not one of the best of the year. I think there's a lot of it and a lot of good stuff, but I think it's they just are too ambitious well, with it and don't fully bring it all yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing I was going to say that I didn't actually get to is I don't mean like why it's happening in the Bureau because of Hedron and all that shit. I mean more like the stuff with Darling and Trench because yeah. like yeah, I really like how great. those guys are sort of like two sides of the same coin because they're both like authority figures who abuse their authority and mm-hmm. cut a bunch of corners and like disregarded the rules when it suited them. But yeah. like Darling did it from a place of just like being super fucking stoked about paranormal <laughs> paranormal phenomena yeah. and like not being able to restrain himself, whereas Trench was much more of like this authoritarian, like wanted control. Of, you know, you know, he'd be paranoid mm-hmm. type, uh, and and their hubris in both cases is what led to things going so bad and a bunch of people dying. You know, like I thought that stuff was yeah. built, built I, I, up. I, I guess I would say, like, for me, like, I think we're we're kind of everyone can be right here. Where I think that you there are things about control that could have been done better, but also I still probably think it's one of the three best stories. Yeah, of the year. I, I, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Like, it does enough cool stuff that I I don't think it wins this category, but I could see it in the top three. Like, I, I can uh, see it. If anything, look, it it's definitely a triumph of world building and lore building mm-hmm. and sort of like re- like just it is such an elaborate universe and just like there's so much detail that has gone into every little corner of that universe, which I think in and of itself is really impressive. I just don't know that that is necessarily the story for me. It was certainly the propellant that kept me going through the story, like wanting to learn all that stuff, wanting to poke at every corner of what they had there. But like the the core Jesse story, I think the 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 backstory of what happened in Ordinary, what happened to her town and you know her yeah. brother and that stuff is neat. But like the actual... Like, hey, I'm director now. I'm pushing through this, you know, the, trying to figure out what what's up with Polaris, what's happening with, you know, the what's happening in the house in this given moment. It's atmospherically cool, but it's not necessarily like great storytelling. And I think that's maybe where it kind of falls off for me a little bit is that it's it's a lot of stylistic hooks, not necessarily a lot of like meat to the plot of what you are doing and why any of it is happening. I, I think there is right up until that last half hour, and then they kind of drop the ball. Like I mean, I, I, think I, I was on it board. It feels like they ran out of game. Yeah, yeah, I was on board with it right up until the very, very end when I they feel just like sort the, of don't the, quite the put it all together. Kind of the like the that whole combat sequence where you're just like leaping up, 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 up. Yeah, up, yeah. That, that's, uh, that that's the story stuff leading up to that about like the Polaris stuff. There, I think is where like the the a plot. It kind of it gets a little gets muddled. a little muddy. And again, yeah. like Emily, if you talk to her post credits, like she sort of clarifies that stuff. Yeah. That like Hedron was basically a conduit or an amplifier for Polaris, and then when Hedron died, Jesse became the new conduit. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, I, I kind of enjoyed the, the, to see. I kind of enjoyed the little like, oh, the power was inside you all along <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of suggestion there, and like you know the the hiss briefly getting into her head, and the yeah. dream sequence at the end, and her pushing it back out. I thought it was pretty neat. But yeah, it, it does. I, sort I agree. Of, it does sort of just hit a wall mm-hmm. after that. But I still think it's. I, I don't necessarily think we have to cut it, but I don't yeah. think it's necessarily like a lock for me. Okay. Um, yeah. There's a couple games on here we haven't talked about. I might as well get into Hypnospace now. Um, 
So forgive me if I get any of this wrong. It's been a minute, and it's such a weird. There's not. There's no cutscenes in this game, so mm-hmm. you kind of piece it together. But the game kind of takes place over three acts. That first act, you get in there and you're just doing the internet GeoCities detective stuff. It's very light, uh, and it ends with you playing. You get an email. It's like, hey, there's a new video game you should play called Outrunner or something. And it's just like really shitty car traffic. You're game. a beta user because yeah. you, yeah. you're part of the the Hypnospace elite. Yeah. Of course. And so you play that, and then Hypnospace crashes. And then you come back. I think it fries your brain. Well, it, like, it, I think like, it knocks you out for like a It's a real crash, yeah. yeah. You're like, you come back a couple weeks later, I think. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the eve of Y2K. Um, and so you're back, and this time it's a little more focused. There's a teen hacker called Timageddon out there who is planning something he's calling the Mind Crash, which is a big stunt to try and get his girlfriend back. He's like this, you know, 16-year-old kid hacking out of his basement or whatever. That's how it works. Yeah, totally. And so he's like, I'm trying to win her back with this, like, I'm going to destroy Hypnospace and win her back. Um, And so you're going through trying to kind of figure out what happens to him. Uh, You do. You, like, get him. You cite him. You book him, whatever. You get the email. like, He's going to jail. Good job. You did it. Uh, And then you get another email. It's like, hey, you also get to play the new updated version of OutRun. I didn't get that far. Uh, and you play it again, and it crashes again, and then this time it, like, really, because you remember, like, when it crashes, it kind of, like, goes to, like, a weird yeah. kind of, like, screensavery thing, mm-hmm. yeah. This time it's, like, intense and pretty hardcore. And then, you know, you load it up a third time, and this is the third act, and it's, like, 20 years later. <laughs> okay. And you're a part of something called the Hypnos... You get the first email you get is, like, you're part of the Hypnospace Archival Project. Um, and it starts out kind of the same thing. You're like, what am I doing? Why am I, like, doing this? It's obviously, like, things updated uh, between the first crash and the second crash a little bit. People's, like, web pages upgraded. They got new graphics or whatever, new entries on their blog. Um, everything's the same as it was before. And as you play, you start to realize that the crash that you experience was a huge crash that killed everyone who was wearing a headband oh, wow. at that time. And it's like, basically, it like lists like uh, six people. There's actually people you can save. Zane is one of the people you can save if you like report him enough. You can oh, get him perma-banned. Okay. Yeah, there's a few people you can like perma-ban, and by, by then you're saving it. But... The real kind of objective, what you realize you're figuring out, you start gaining access to, like, official hypnospace uh, blogs and, and websites mm-hmm. and stuff. And you start to learn the story of the two brothers that created uh, MerchantSoft, which is the company that created Hypnos. And it just becomes a really personal story about these two brothers. And it's it's a familiar story. You know, one of them is, like, very business minded. Like one of them is the creative guy and one yeah. of them is the business guy. Right. And but like they kind of do a twist on it where the business guy is also like he wants to make video games. He's like uh, he loves video games and gaming and he's the one sending you the emails for uh Outrun or whatever. I'm just gonna keep calling it Outrun. Yeah. And you eventually realize not <laughs> it's not I know that's a real video yeah, game, yeah. but it's called something to yeah, evoke yeah, that. Yeah. Um you eventually realize that him Basically, hacking in Outrun to Hypnospace is what's causing all these crashes. And he, at the like company party on Y2K, rolled out his like final beta that caused that big crash, and then realized that he killed a bunch of people, and like kind of worked to like backtrack and tie it to the teen hacker. Um, 
Oh, like pinned it on like the, pinned yeah. it on oh, the wow. kid, and so the kid's in jail, basically. For oh, sorry, I messed it up. I said he was in jail before. You find out he goes to jail after the crash, which kills the. Oh people. wow! So like he's in jail for manslaughter, um, and the game kind of ends on a really beautiful note where you're playing through this and you're discovering this, and then you get one last email to play Outrun again, and you start playing it, and eventually the car just kind of drifts off into space, and it like keeps going and then you see this like apology basically from the 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 founder who's yeah. like you know I can't live with my crime you 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 know the truth now I can't live with my crimes like I'm going to turn myself in for this like and then you get kind of like a little bit of like you know just exposition dump where it's like okay the kid he's they they get the guy out of jail the teen out of jail and now he's like a a contractor for like the most powerful like basically he gets a happy ending he gets like hired by cybersecurity mm. like he works cybersecurity for the government or something and that's not a happy ending well I mean you know it's I, I don't know if he's even the government but the kid, he, get, the, the kid gets what he wants yeah okay. and and are, are you dead that's the part I was a little confused on. Okay. I think you're not. I think you're the same person. Okay. But, like, they don't really. You're you never really a player in the okay. game. Huh. It's more about, like, you're, you talk to your handler a little bit more this time, like the person emailing you. She was an ex Merchant Soft employee, and she's right. kind of like, I've known the truth this whole time, but I've been too cowardly to kind of say it. So I'm getting you to do my dirty work, oh, basically. Wow. Um, and I just really appreciate what it did because it started out as a very kind of goofy, jokey game when you first look yeah. at it. And it's like, man, they really nail this joke. It's funny. It's good. But then they are able to make it a very personal story by the end. Um, I really love the idea that uh, you, by ban- perma-banning people, you're saving their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like the actual Internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like, if I, was, if I got banned from Twitter, I think my life would just <laughs> get a lot better overnight. Um, that's an open invitation, Jack. If you're yeah. listening, please ban me. Uh, I don't. I don't think it has to be a top three or anything. But I think that um, I wasn't expecting that to be like a a heartfelt human right. Game yeah, at the you, end you of kind them. of figure like, oh, it's going to be goofy, and then like you see that stuff early on, like as you start to look at the Merchant Soft pages and stuff, and and as you start getting emails directly from those guys, and they're like, hey, I thought I told you to stop. Band of people, those are my guys, the guys yeah. selling stuff. Like, don't do that. Like, we're trying to make a business deal here. You're like, oh, okay, this is going to go off in this, like, kind of evil business direction. Yeah. And you're going to end up turning the brothers in or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it turns so quickly away from that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That stuff's cool. And it's worth seeing. Like, uh, even, you know, if you're somebody out there who's, like, played half the game and are worried that it's spoiled now and you won't enjoy it, I think the way they present all that stuff it's is clever. Really cool. Yeah. But probably not top three. I don't think it's. No, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't think it's top three. Okay, it's all right. But there's a lot more to it than that. Car ending sounds nice. Yeah, it worked for me in, in Fast and Furious too. That's, uh, I cried when they yeah. did that at the end. Yeah, you all about Paul it when Walker. I see you again, Paul. Walker. Oh man. No, oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> what judgment. do we? Oh, judgment. Yeah. Has anyone else here played a significant chunk of Judgment besides me? I would not call it a chapter. Danny, you played some, yeah, right? Okay. I, I, well, it depends what's a significant chunk, right? Like hey, I, more I, than a handful of hours. Yeah, yeah I played this amount. Okay. So, I, it, not necessarily I have to make this choice, but I had to pick one between that and Neocab of the two stories that I like most this year. I'd probably go Judgment. Uh, mm-hmm. It's The thing the, the studio does really well is just really sprawling, bizarre plots that feel like they should not work at all, 
but somehow figuring out a way to tie all that shit together in the end in a way that's very satisfying. Mm-hmm. And up to this point, they mostly had to do that with Kiryu because, you know, it's just his story. It's all the dumb shit happening around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at a certain point, I think they kind of started running out of ways to have interesting things to happen to that guy without just getting full-on fucking stupid. Only so many times he can be be pulled back in. Exactly. Um, so, like, Yakuza 0, I think, is one of the best examples of them doing that shit really well. And this game reminded me a lot of Yakuza 0 in that way. Um it's a very, like, there are so many different, like, little factors that all kind of come together in the story. Like, you are investigating uh, a serial killer uh, who is going around Kamurocho, is mostly killing, like, low-level Yakuza guys, and fucking gouging their eyes out and leaving them, you know, in fucking dumpster areas and alleys. Judge eyes. Judge, Judge eyes. eyes. Uh, you are investigating, like, you're investigating... On the, sort of in the background, like you, you are still thinking about at least uh, the case of the killer that you got off, you know, in, yeah. in his trial. Like the whole thrust of this is that the criminal justice system in Japan, 99% of cases that go to trial end in convictions. And that's, that's real. That's, yeah. that's an accurate stat. Um, so you getting a serial, like a potential killer off is like this huge thing. And for him to like be accused of another murder right after that just like destroys you, which is why you become a detective. There's also pretty natural A to B to C. Yeah, and then there's well, I've also, got to go out there and fight it myself. One of the first things that you're going to start getting led toward is also some stuff surrounding this. Um, I think it's I forget the exact acronym. It's like ADCC or something, but it's basically like the health department for Japan, mm. and it's the privatized like element of that where like drug research and shit like that happens. Uh, there's you get sort of mixed into this, and there's this whole thing around. The guy you you got acquitted worked for this 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 group. He was a janitor there, and the person who he was accused of killing was a patient there. Were and the thing that the, he was a patient for was Alzheimer's, and they're mm. working on a drug that is supposed to cure Alzheimer's. Yeah. Um. And pretty early on, they just straight up get out there and announce like, "Yo, we got this drug. It's gonna cure Alzheimer's." And they're like, you know, they're celebrating themselves. You know, they're out in the press. They're all super stoked about this. But it doesn't make a lot of sense because up to this point, that group was, like, on the verge of getting shut down. Like, they hadn't had any real progress on anything in years. It essentially had become a home for government bureaucrats to just have cushy paychecks and do nothing. So for them to get out there and be like, oh, we've got this, like, fucking miracle drug is, like, it's very fishy. Yeah. So eventually it all, like, there's a lot of plot in this game. It all, it takes a long time to get there. Uh, and there's definitely a lot of, like, you know, wacky side cases to kind of do off to the side that just sort of, like, fill out the, the neighborhood and the personalities around there. Um, but the basic gist of it is that the serial killer is not a serial killer. He's an assassin. His whole thing is that he is is an extremely ruthless and efficient killer. Um, and he's also a detective on the police like the police force that you you interact oh, with from time to time yeah. throughout the game, he's a real dickhead. But in and when he is revealed, you're like, oh, fucking course, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. The reason he's killing the these... you motherfucker. <laughs> so the reason he's killing these people, these these yakuza bosses, uh, is because they are human experiments in this drug test. He's covering up the yeah ADCs. The first victim, the one that the, your your original client was was accused of killing was, like, the the scientist who, like, literally, it's like a, a fucking brain candy situation. Like, they're about to get shut down. They're about to lose their funding. So he freaks out, and he's like, fuck it, and just injects this guy with the drug, and it kills him. Yeah. And so he's convinced that he can fix it. 
So what they're doing, he he somehow gets mixed up with this like mid-level Yakuza boss, who's the the, the guy that Pierre Taki played before he was like cut out of the game. Right. Uh, he has connections to this mole, the the serial killer. And so what they're doing is they're pulling in these rival Yakuza's. They're injecting them with the drug, and when they die, he just straight up fucking he just murders them and throw, or he just throws them in the alley and mm-hmm. and like gouges out their eyes because I think the the drug does something to your eye that makes it really obvious that like something chemical happened yeah. there. So the the long stretch of this is just like trying to figure out how to prove this in court, and they eventually get there and. The only criticism I have is that the the big trial moment and the big moment where it like all kind of like comes together in the end is maybe just like a hair too neat mm-hmm. for like how you know how many different threads there are in this. Yeah, but it's also still really satisfying. Like they get all the characters, all the there's like dozens of them throughout the game, all kind of get their moment to like explain, like make emphasize why they're in this story to begin with. Yeah. And they get their time to stretch their legs and establish these relationships, and it all really works well together. Like, I really liked Yagami. I really liked the the cast of, like, weirdos that he hangs out with that help him on his investigations. Uh, they, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's the, some of the strongest writing they've ever done, at least in the games that I've played. Yeah. And it's it's a really taut, solid mystery that still captures that weirdo spirit that the Yakuza games are known for. Yeah. And making it work in a slightly tonally different thing, I think, is is pretty impressive in its own right. Yeah, the pre- the premise, like right out the gate, you know, you get that kind of like you get a serial killer off, and then he goes back and kills somebody uh, was enough to get me to be like fully on board for wherever the plot was going to go. I think it, that game starts really strong, and hearing that it continues that momentum is is really promising. What's the deal with the guy, the like guy who wears the mask? And like parkour is everywhere. So there's early Hardman. Early on, there's a bunch of teens in fucking V masks yeah. running around the Camarocho, and you're not really sure what they're up to, other than apparently they're robbing and stealing. Okay. Uh, and they're led by this guy who is the most fucking like J-pop handsome boy <laughs> I've maybe ever Ooh. seen in any of these games ever. All right. He's, now I'm on board. He's very dreamy. Um, you're not really. Sh- he starts talking to you, and you don't really know why he wants to get involved in any of this. He's not really like why he helps Yagami out of a couple of jams, and you're not really sure why. Uh, initially, he kind of just is like, you know, hey, I'm in, I I, I want to get involved in this. I want to help out. The thing you find out, so the second murder that the your client supposedly commits is of his own girlfriend, and yeah. that's how. In like he sets it burns the, down the apartment, sets the apartment on on fire, and it's you know it, he's gonna basically get executed for this. Uh, this guy is actually her brother. And you don't find that out until, like, way later in the game. And his whole reason for getting involved was that he basically wanted to get an in with you, more or less to figure out, like, you know, are you trying to get this other dude off again? Because right. if that, I'm not cool with that, yeah, if that's yeah. the case. But then, of course, you figure out that, like, he actually never killed anyone. He panicked and dumped a body and didn't know what to do, and that just sort of, like, set his ruined life in motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, we've it, all been there. And so he just becomes a part of your crew. Like he's, he's there to help you. He's there to get, help the investigation. And it's sort of about him trying to like come to terms with like, he's had these, this vengeance bubbling inside him forever and realizing he's been directing it at a hundred percent, the wrong person That's for cool. a long time. I like that. Yeah. It, they, all those characters get like good opportunities to justify themselves throughout that game. I don't know. I, I think that, judgment's that sounds great. incredibly I, it, it, strong. It, it's great to have like, 
a game from that team that doesn't come with like the kind of baggage of that franchise. Yeah, totally. You know, just just like here's this kind of like maybe standalone. Maybe they do another one with you know this guy. Maybe not. But but the the idea of just like here's this thing that can exist separately from this that you know still leverages a lot of those strengths. It's, totally, it's really great. Yeah, it, it it lets them stress their legs on some things they probably wouldn't necessarily be able to do yeah. in a Yakuza game, but it still has that feel to it. You know, it still has that kind of sprawling storytelling style. Uh, that I think they do incredibly well, and it's it just makes me excited that like, hey, you can even if you're making more Yakuza games, which I'm totally fine with, mm-hmm. like you can just try some different shit, and yeah. I, I would really like to check that out. Cool, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. sounds like we should cut Neo Cab. Then, if you're I, I, I take judgment over. I, I would take judgment over Neo Cab. Neo Cab is great. People should play it, and it's not super long, so you know it's definitely worth checking out. But uh, yeah, like judgment was the thing I was most engrossed in throughout this entire year. We talked about MK a lot. Uh, we haven't really gotten into the nitty gritty of yeah. it too much. So uh, I don't know what else you guys have to say other than it fucking whips ass. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it, it has so much fun. You know, I, I think that's the thing. Like, if you look at remember Mortal Kombat Nine uh, when that came out, it was like a retelling of one through three with a bunch of time travel. You know, there, there was like multi universe shenanigans there uh, to kind of make that reboot work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was a, an excuse for them to have fun with the existing lore, and I think this does it at a like a in maybe a more cosmic level, uh, but also it Definitely lets them have fun cosmic. with like, hey, like at some point this series got way more like realistic and fucked up and and like not fun in maybe the same way it was when it was the '90s, but what if we took those versions of the characters? They weren't necessarily madcap in those games or anything, but like you know, we just you know. But you it was cheesy. Take, yeah, there's you didn't a take, deep yeah, cheesiness. You didn't take Mortal Kombat as seriously from a lore perspective. I mean, right. Back the characters then. all started out as a bunch of kung fu movie archetypes. Totally. Yeah, they're, not, they're not even characters. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. And so you're taking era. them and fleshing them out, or, or you know, they so, fleshed them out over the last three games into just like now Johnny Cage is a fucking movie star slash colonel, you know, whatever the fuck he is. And and <laughs> they gave him a family. Yeah, they gave him a family, you know, like like all this other stuff and, and the stakes have been raised to such a fucking interdimensional level that everyone had to fucking tear up and be like, Alright, I can't fuck around anymore. Even though I still make movies, I still have to go to Outworld and fight dudes. <laughs> yeah. Like the best thing but, I can say for these stories over these last three games and just the way they have been fleshing out these characters yeah. is that they have clearly taken the right inspiration from the Fast and the Furious franchise. <laughs> they have yeah. taken these Absolutely. archetypes from those <laughs> early movies and just given them so much stupid shit to do yeah. and so many different weird ways that their their stories could go. This is interdimensional Fast and the Furious. Like, it's yeah. just Kung Fu and, and, then, and then taking the, you know, Mortal Kombat 2 era versions of those characters when the stakes were... Still high, obviously. Yeah. You know, like the story of those games were still about the fate of the Earth, but like in a ridiculous kung fu movie way. Yeah. And mashing them up against what that series is now. It, yeah, it would be like if you took the fucking cast of Too Fast, Too Furious and dropped them into fucking the, <laughs> the last, you know, yeah, eight. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, wait, we're doing what? Uh, like, we're what now? Yeah. Yep. Hang on. Yep. Hang on. What now? Like, like that, I think, is so fucking well done. You guys remember the stuff with Jax? Yeah. Like, yeah. I yeah. Really yeah. Say, like, everything, everything I remember from this game is actually like the weighty, dramatic Yeah, like the PTSD stuff with Jax like, is, is like... But yeah, and also like, the, it well. the, the scene where Chronica brings him... Oh, God, I'm going to like meld all this together. But like, Chronica brings him to the temple to do something and he has to fight Cassie? 
Or is he even fighting Jackie? Like, he's, he's fighting, fighting Jackie. Jackie. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's fighting he's his, right. his own dog. Like, he, fighting... he goes bad for yeah. a while. Yeah. Oh. And, and so you've got, like, young Jax, who yeah. is good still, yeah. against old Jax, who is like, no. They, you don't get it. She, yeah. and, and so I think my, my problem with the Mortal Kombat 11 story is that everyone who's on Kronika's side is a fucking moron. And so it's every single person just has, like, some really basic motivation where it's like, she said she could bring back my ex. She's yeah. bring back my Why? Like, the only everyone's one... got their own dumb thing that Kronika said, like... Oh yeah, we'll we'll change time for you. It'll be fine. Like the only ones that I feel like have any real justification for joining up with her are like Shao Kahn, yeah. who obviously like he's seen what the world is without him, and he's like fuck this noise, right? <laughs> and then the zombie people, because like what, what do they even fucking want? Who yeah, knows and yeah. who cares? No. But like any actual like non-zombie villain person that joins up with her, you're right. Like it's just it. You have to be the dumbest motherfucker I, alive. I don't know. They, 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 they try. I think they try their best. Alive. To yeah, be I like, they, I, I don't know. Well, Jack ha- is having problems. Yeah, Jack's having problems. But Jack, maybe, he is the, maybe he is the exception there, but like a lot of the other characters that kind of throw their lot in with, with Kronika, like, it just seems like the most obvious fucking... Who else is there, though? Because uh, he's, the, he's the only one. No, there's the... Well, well like, there's Aaron Scott, Black Aaron Black. Up. You've got Kano. Like, the, the Kanos. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, yeah, the, the, the robot. The, the, the two Kanos is really good, though. Because it's like everyone fucking hates Kano, but then Kano and Kano are like, Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> they're like, they're kind of that. imply that they want to fuck each other. Yeah, there is no, no, the cool. homoeroticism is like, that's, that's not subtext, that's text. <laughs> I love uh, that. I don't know, I, I thought that. it was all fine. I mean, it's, there's just a bunch of like cynical opportunists see a new order rising and they're like, oh, I'm throwing my lot in with her because she's clearly God. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, she is God, basically. I, I forget where Cabal fits in. Is he. Uh, he just wants to make his robot. Cabal's a little confusing in that okay. game. I mean, like, just, yeah, is Cabal just kind of like rolling with Kano? Because they yeah, just to help, help well, fix the robot. They build, they build robots. Cabal, yeah. Cabal has been very muddled in this whole trilogy because they rewrote his backstory to the point that he was a black dragon and then he became a cop. Exactly. Yeah. So he's been part of both sides already oh, yeah. and it just doesn't make much sense. But also, with Kano, then he was with like Striker. Right, yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah, Cabal yeah, yeah. that shows up is only young Cabal, right? Because like old Cabal is dead. No, old Cabal is a zombie. Oh, he's a zombie. Then they get young Cabal to be evil because they're like, well, you're going to end up a zombie if you don't fucking work with us, right? Yeah, I, they were like, I, I forget. Sonya, like, tortured you. Yeah, right. they, they lie to him yeah. about how he became okay. a, 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 a revenant. I'll say again. Re- I, revenant or remnant? Revenant. Revenant. Okay. I, I think the thing that is most enjoyable to me about the storyline and just about, like, where they go with it is that, like... There are 11 games into this series. Yeah. They are clearly feeling, you know, the time element of this franchise and how long it has been going and how many different ways they've had to reboot this series. Like, Mortal Kombat 9 was essentially about the concept of reboots, but, like, as text in the story. Yeah, totally. And this is, like, this is the weariness of an old franchise basically saying, like, time is getting up on us. Like, these characters are getting real old, so let's fucking fight the concept of time. Yeah. (laughs) Let's make time the villain. And I think that that ends up being really smart in a couple of ways. A, I I think that this game actually really makes good on the Mortal Kombat X story, which I thought was... Fine. Pretty flat, but yeah, fine, but like uh, unremarkable, largely because it kind of doesn't focus on the characters you, you really care about. It focuses on their children and stuff, and, and I think that stuff only works up to a certain point, uh, and they, they lean on those characters a little too much. Mm-hmm. But without that game, Mortal Kombat 11 does not have any emotional weight. Mm-hmm. So actually, like like by doing that story, it lets them play off of that stuff so well here. Yeah. And I also like the idea that like the way that game ends... I mean, eleven or ten. Eleven. 
Like, it really puts them in the position to actually... You think about the, the problem with Mortal Kombat, classically, is that by the time they got to Mortal Kombat 4, they were out of cool shit. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say you have to press a button to block. Well, that's, that's the main that's problem. One. That's, first, that's the first one. Um, and the characters they, they started introducing in Mortal Kombat 4, and then through that next, the three games after that... Uh, they really lost their way in terms of the lore and the the characters they were introducing and and all and a lot, some people like that stuff and I think they're crazy but uh but that that era of the franchise really it needed to be rebooted by the time they got to 9 by the time they got to 8 when they were like mashing it up with DC universe it was like well the mortal kombat side of this is going to be the characters you actually care about not these fuck not not dagon you know whoever the fuck you know joker yeah joker no uh <laughs> No, like like all those other MK characters they came up with through that through that PS2 era, um, and so getting away from that and rebooting the franchise in such a way that lets them fucking wipe those characters <laughs> out <laughs> and just go like, actually, there's maybe a couple we want to pluck in, uh, but it gives them a new lease on life to either never have those characters again or maybe pull a couple more or at this point literally wipe the slate clean and just go like, actually, here's a Here's a Mortal Kombat 12 that has like completely new characters or time has been spun in such a way where you've got fucking actually Liu Kang is Scorpion now. Yeah. Or, I mean, you know, like what fucking who knows how that shit is called the or, next one Mortal or, Kombat. And just, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. so that's maybe why that's why I'm not so bullish on the clean slate stuff is that I they don't think I don't think they've ever proven they can do anything else. Because well, they've come out and said it, that the next game they want to do is not Mortal Kombat, right? Well, they'll do Injustice yeah. and then they'll come back to it again. I mean, you know, they're, well, they're I, on a... I think they said like they don't want to do a fighting game. Like, they want to try and oh. like, take a risk and do something else. Oh, interesting. I think. Huh. I think they have wanted to do that for some time, mm-hmm. and we'll see where it goes. I think My this is a great that they chance. run the budgets on some of that yeah, stuff every yeah. so often and go like, hmm. I mean, basically, like you saying, when they got to 4, they ran out of cool shit, really made me stop and think, and I agree with you, because 4 is terrible, yeah. story-wise. But they just tried to do the same thing again, like yeah. replacing the old stuff with another evil sorcerer and the god emperor that he serves, you know? And I then think once they got did... past that, they went and did Onaga. They did it again, you know? Like, right. the, all they have is evil, mystical emperor and his his nefarious minions but can't, from another dimension. But they think, just keep doing it over and over. So at the, at the same time, I, just, I don't have any confidence that they're going to do I, anything but I think else this, with the this, next Mortal Kombat. This trilogy of games, I think they've done it a lot better. They did, but they can't just do it again. And I don't. And I haven't no, seen, yeah, seen if, anything. If the else next from game them. is like, hey, here's these Mortal Kombat characters again, and we've wiped the slate clean. I think that's a little uninteresting. Yeah. I, I actually, if it were me, uh-huh. I would literally be like, this is a weird, like this version of this universe has been mashed up in a weird way, and now Jax has a spear, and now the guy who was like the, the, the fucking Kwai Lang Sub Zero. Has fucking metal arms, you know, like like you're mm. literally like respinning the universe that way uh, is is probably how I would do it. Sure, if we're fucking so what you're fantasy saying, booking the territory, you're saying that Liu Kang is really bad at respinning time. Yeah, exactly. I, I I hope they prove me wrong. I just don't have based on their track record. I don't have a lot of confidence that they're going to make good on this opportunity. Mm. And I, I already mentioned in the recap that I think they kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater a little bit with this ending because they do a lot of cool stuff and then they're just. Flush it irrelevant, flush it down the toilet. But at the same time, when you get to the point where you are fighting the ultimate time wizard, and you know, it, once you have beaten the ultimate time wizard, there really isn't much else you can do. You know, no, I know. Like, what, you, you have basically defeated God. What else is there for? I'm for, talking about the stuff that leads up to that. Yeah, like the way that that ending resonates is if 
our, our heroes get fucked over at every turn until they're so desperate that they have no choice but to kill her and reset time. Yeah. As opposed to a bunch of little triumphs along the way that then get wiped away. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, I've given examples. Yeah. Numerous examples. Because the characters are generally overcoming all of their obstacles in that game. Right. By, by and large. Yeah, you, know? you think you can walk like, away with a good ending. Katana finally kills yeah. Shao Kahn. Uh, right. Raiden and Liu Kang resolve their shit. Um, Which is a great they, moment. They dispense with the seemingly unkillable Gearus, you know? Like, it's just one thing after another. I did really like them God. dropping him in the bo- like, bottom. Yeah, the, the, the concept of Gearus just falling forever in a sea of blood <laughs> is, like, so un- like uncomfortable. like the Mortal Kombat 4 fucking continued uh, countdown, but never ends. Yeah. Well, even in a reboot of that universe, he would still be alive, right? Because, I mean, isn't he a yeah, fixed he point of time? Yes. time? Well, yeah. I don't know. Just floating around in space. Time I, magic. They do kill the good Scorpion. He is dead by the yeah. time. Yeah, that's kind of a tragic. But then Scorpion good. That's yeah. a noble sacrifice because he gets he regains his humanity and then he has to give it up again to right. serve the cause. But bad Scorpion becoming good is still undead Scorpion becoming good. Was it's this yeah. Scorpion, Was this right? the game or was it was it X or was it this the game where they reveal that Quan Chi is at fault for that whole thing? I think, I think that was the end. Okay. It's the end of X because uh, okay. Eleven okay. starts with him beheading right. Quan Chi. Right. Yeah. I, I oh, just, no, no, Shinnok, right? That's Shinnok. That's oh, Shinnok, yeah. yeah. Right. That's okay. Shinnok. Yes. But they also cut off Quan Chi's head. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I just love that they... Pinned this thing on the oh, yeah. shittiest guy in this whole universe. Yeah, yeah, Quan Chi uh, yeah. really it sucks. sucks. It's not even, but I still think this is by far the best story they've ever done. Uh, yeah, I think oh, this is the best yeah. fighting game story that there's ever been. Totally, yeah. And, yeah. and I think you know, if you think about these games as trilogies of games that then also often like they have kind of a bridge game and and then they do something wildly different. I think wrapping up this story here is, is pretty on brand for what they've done. Yeah, I too. just I hope they have something. Me too. Uh, I, yeah. do too. I do too. And who's, who's not another Dragon King or something? Well, I think it also has to be like, hey, you know, like the gameplay has wildly changed again. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I really like the gameplay in this one. Yeah, but you know, yeah. they, they've done three of these games yeah. and and more if you count Injustice, which is you know still somewhat similar to to that style. Yeah. You know, they went through that that arcade era. And then they went through that PS2 era with all the weapon fighting and stances and stuff. And then they went back to something that was kind of a mashup of the two in some ways. But, you know, like, and, and it's time for them to change it all up again. What if Liu Kang rebuilds it? Well, it's, it's Raiden Liu Kang. He's fire god, fire, fire water god Liu Kang. Raiden becomes human. Raiden's just a dude. Raiden's human. He just gives all his power. He's, he's an electric fire god. He yeah. loses yeah. his, like, god stuff. That he got at the very he end? He gives it up yeah. to Liu Kang. And then he's trapped oh. in, like, the, the prehistoric past. Well, he's not yeah. trapped. Like, that's just all that's left. Chronica erased everything else. Oh, I guess he's gone then, right? By the time Liu Kang hits the reset button? Raiden. It depends. It's not, it's not clear. I think yeah, the idea is, like, Raiden is just like, well, I'll help you out while I'm here, but I'm just a dude. It's so just a dude. I had Raiden. Watch out for this dinosaur. Well, I, mean, I think yeah. it's, like it's, up to, it's up to Liu Kang whether he persists or not, right? Mm. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. He is empowered to literally... My ending was Liu Kang and Katana sitting on a space rock. Without Raiden there? Yes, he was really. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Back Raiden doesn't the, walk up with with regular non glowy eyes. And, I had, I had that. Okay, that's the one I got. That's the one I got. I thought Luke King was still a god at the end. He is. He, he is. is. Oh, okay, so he, he is. Still he, all the he, power he is. He god. Right. He is god. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we still don't know if there is a god god above Chronica. Like that's never. There's always another is. god. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> eldest god. But at this point, that is the biggest god they have killed in that franchise. Yeah. They have to fight Unicron. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she is implied to be the mother of the elder gods, right? Yeah. Yeah, she is. Uh, what was Blaze, the the guy on fire on the bridge that wound up being the boss of Armageddon? Was he a, a god? Mistake. Some uh, bullshit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
He was so angry all the time. He was angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him, him, and, yeah. him and Meat are just hanging out, being like, "We shouldn't have happened." Sweet and mocap, mocap. Yeah. There, like this, this, there's just there is so much like dramatic weight in this thing. Like it is punching so far above its weight <laughs> that I feel like it has to be in the top three. I I, I'm not against it being yeah. in there. I think for me, it's probably Outer Wilds, Mortal Kombat, and Judgment. As much as I, I, like I sound of that. As much as I, I, I agree. I, again, Control it does incredible stuff especially in the background of that game. Like, just all the little detail is, is really exhaustive and cool. I just, I think I, I was, I wanted to be more invested in, Je- in Jesse. I wanted to be more invested in the actual personalities that you meet throughout the game. Uh, a lot of the stuff that is interesting to me story-wise is stuff that's, like, a little further in the back burner. Man, I felt like Control was a fucking lock for this category. If I hadn't that, played Judgment this year, I probably would be down for Control. That seems like a minority opinion here. I think we could take observation off, given the well, Outer Wilds. I think is fantastic. I think the yeah. story you that think, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. you think it belongs on the story list. That's yeah. my absolutely. number one. Absolutely, yeah. like it is. That is uh, by the time you uh, reach the end of that game, that is the thing that matters. And I feel like yeah. in previous podcasts, I think during the recap, we kind of went over the entire story. So I'm yeah. not going to go yeah. over it again. Most of it, but um, it. Well, I think it's amazing. The thing we didn't go over is the way that it reveals itself. No, I'm trying to decide if it intentionally builds misdirection or if that's just us having played a zillion video games and expecting one thing and getting something else. Mm. But uh I'm trying to think how to recap this. Uh I was expecting like a video game ending of like you're gonna find a way to break this loop and save yeah, everybody absolutely. and reverse all whatever yeah. basically until I found out that the Sun Station was a failure, I thought the Sun Station is what was causing the supernova. Okay. I thought they had been successful in their efforts. Okay. Yeah. I thought they had fucked up right. successfully rather than fucking up by failing. And they had started this loop and were unable to fix it and it destroyed them. That's where I thought it was going. Okay. And the, and the resolution would be you. So I think I got I'm, figuring out their mistake and setting things right and everybody lives happily ever after. But what I got was the complete opposite of that because you find out they failed. They never right. saw the fruits of their life's work. It only happened when the sun reached the end of its natural lifespan and kicked everything into gear by exploding. I came, and I came around to a little side, more sideways. Yeah, people you. come to it in different orders. I got because I got the end of the universe stuff from the Dark Bramble Mothership of like that board where they're all talking about it. Yeah. The end of the universe. Yeah. Let's go and like. So I knew it was the. I realized it was the end of the universe with the sun, but I didn't get the story of the failure yet. So yeah. I knew it was like the end times. Uh, and once I got there, it was really interesting because, like, how is this going to wrap up in a way that is interesting, right? Yeah. Are we all just going to, like, close our eyes and yeah. have the end of the universe? I mean, what, what you end up with is a story of, like, inevitability, you know? Like, the, the inevitable end of all things is approaching. Like, it's it's basically about optimism in the face of certain annihilation, you know? Just like, like it is, Mortal Kombat. It is, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, there are similarities. It is, it is an incredibly heavy conclusion yeah. to that game and, like, moving in a way that I don't think I've ever seen in a game before because it is very much about, like, embracing hope. Okay, let's yeah. keep it on the list. Where there, where there is none. I mean, this is this is like I'm resetting. more momentous to me than even that. I feel like we've got Judgment, we've got Outer Wilds on this list. Is it between Control and MK at this point? I, I, that's that's Ooh. where I'm. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, I have to give it to Mortal Kombat. I, I, yeah. I, I yeah. thought that Control was going to be a shoe in. It's Control over Judgment. I don't think so. Uh, I would personally. take control yeah. over judgment. Very strong but case for, for judgment. 
I, I think that the the actual storytelling in in Judgment is way better than what they're doing in 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 Control. I think Control again, it's the background stuff, and I think there's a certain style to the way that they narrate and tell that story. But it didn't really grab me anywhere near the same way that like Judgment did pretty much the whole way through. I, I think like, you've you've really sold me on Judgment. Yeah, a big uh, a big part of Control is obviously it's supposed to be a little confusing, it's supposed to be a little oblique mm-hmm. and, and hard to understand and follow unless you're reading everything and keeping up. But like. I was reading pretty much every document, and then what's the name of your imaginary friend that Pol- lives Polaris. inside the Polaris? Polaris. Like I had no idea what was going on pol- with Polaris until the very like even right. going up to that moment. It's like I had clear. to keep going back and reading. Like, did I miss something? Like yeah. I didn't know if it was on me or if it was supposed to be intentionally. Uh, and I think some of it is supposed to be intentionally. Yeah, I mean, which I'm fine even, with. But. She even verbalizes like three times throughout that game. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm probably never going to understand this, and I'm just okay with that. Like they, they're pretty clear. And I appreciate that kind of storytelling, and I think it works for video games especially because it's a medium where you can kind of go at your own pace. You're not like watching a movie or whatever. But I think that like it maybe overshoots a little too much. It tries to do a little too much and doesn't stick the landing where something like Judgment, uh, it's an expansive story with a lot of plot elements, but they're all kind of grounded in reality, and so they're all able to tie them back into each other. I, I haven't finished the game. I'm only three chapters in. But so far, like they're planting very obvious seeds, and they do a good job of even subverting... like. Keeping it, uh, it's kind of like a, de- a detective novel where you're supposed to kind of sometimes figure out what happens by the end, uh, as to not feel completely blindsided, mm-hmm. but then still like kind of doing a little bit of twist and turns here and there to keep it fresh. I think there's, there's probably like a, a better version of the control story where they take just two or three bits of information that are in collectibles or missable conversations and just like put them in the main path to make sure that you're like, mm. okay, we, you know, to be just like that slightly more clear about some of the Polaris stuff or, you know, if they're going to be unclear about it to tell that in a better way. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that they are unclear about that across the board. Yeah. They never spell that out. Yeah, I think, you form. know, there's probably still, even if they're not going to spell it out, there's probably still like a a better way to put that out there and and let you know like hey, this is not going to be I think, explained i think that's a hard thing yeah. for the game because i feel like the characters don't know like the, the universe doesn't know what polaris is right in that sure. in that yeah. game universe yeah. they you don't are, really know you are intended to continue guessing at what some of that stuff means uh, yeah and i think but for, for me it, it, a lot of it came down to just like um that game wrapping up and the state of the brother just like I mean, yeah. it's in a coma like yeah. you don't really get and the, I, the slide projector stuff just kind of yeah ends. there's not a there's not a lot of resolution in that game I didn't even uh, like the way that you get to the nostalgia department which is where the slide projector is because it's just this area that you can't walk into without dying for the whole game you know what I'm talking about yeah it's that one red it's like right by where you start the game mm-hmm. there's that area it's like that hallway that's just red oh right and yeah. if you step in there you die and I had forgotten that was there and then it's just the story. Oh. The story just warps you inside there, right. and you do a bunch of fights, and then oh, you yeah. hit you hit use on the slide projector, and that's the end of the story. Like it I just, want those other slides. It just kind of played out. Yeah. They wanted those other slides. Oh, They're man. really pissed. They oh don't my have god! I loved all that stuff so much, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like that document where Darling is like cursing her for burning all the, the, those. Yeah, other, it's infuriating. Like, the, the, the Think thing, about all those other I slides. I assume you read the thing where he brought all his old family albums in and yes. stayed there all night <laughs> trying to every figure it out. slide because yeah. he was so desperate to get into other dimensions. Yeah. I just love and want to acknowledge. 
acknowledge that our four contenders right now for best story are a fighting game, a first person shooter, a beat 'em up, and a fucking like space exploration puzzle game. Like third person shooter, but yes, yes. Sorry, yeah, yeah, but they're so wildly different from they each other. They are very different games. Hmm. So we drop in control. That seems to be where things are headed. I, think I, would, I'm, I'm I really, okay li- I like the world building in control. Yeah. I mean. I, you know, I don't know how much story goes into world building. I do agree that I think some of the, like, main story beats are a little muddled. Um, I think I that know. stuff I matters. Think, yeah, it, yeah. Sure, I think yeah. we should, we need to take care not to be too myopic about, like, what a story yeah. is in video games. Yeah. But I, I, it's I, a broader, it's a broader category and than, it's like, like, what a novel is or something. If that stuff wasn't in, as interesting as it is, like, I don't think that story would work at all. You know, yeah. like, the, yeah. the, the quality of that stuff and the amount of care that went into all those little, like, those breadcrumb trails and all the things they leave around for you to find is just, like, that is the draw of the game, and I think that's what draws you into that story. And Judgment does have, like, good world building. It's a different kind of world building, but it really gives a lot of character to Kamarocho and all these, like, weird people, convenience store clerks, you know, cafe owners that you're meeting, it really does fill in this town where, like, if you look at any individual weird side quest, it'd be like, this is really weird, this sticks out, but, like, all of them together there, you're like, this is not Earth. Like, this is a weird fantasy planet where everyone's a weirdo, but it oh, all, they all work. Mm. I'm not saying mm. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you, you play through all the judgment. It's yeah. that, that story you described is more interesting than I thought where judgment went. Uh, yeah. And um, I think the control stuff is, for me, very interesting, uh, but I'll, I'm willing to take your word on judgment or over control. I just think Outer Wilds is so good. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and so I'm completely like comfortable with, with uh, Outer Wilds winning this category. It is, it is one of the best stories I've ever seen in a video game. Uh, so, so are we, are we okay with control coming off? I think I'm not, like, honestly, yeah, yeah. but like I just don't think I'm going to win this. I, I, I hate it. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like that it's gone either. I, I really this don't feels, either. This feels bad, yeah. but also, but I can't I argue MK with the choices. This is how I felt when Cadence yeah. didn't make it. Hmm. Yeah, like the MK11 stuff. I think is I I applaud the like you said, like they're just having. It feels like they're having fun with the characters at that yeah. point in a in a thing that started taking itself self seriously. But yeah, it and a, it it still has its weird touching moments on or not weird, but you know it's, it's it still manages to. Oh, they all just work so much better than a fucking Mortal Kombat story should. <laughs> totally, yeah. totally. Uh, it only works because like these are characters you've kind of lived with for decades now. And you but know? they also and could have gone way too fan servicey with yeah. it. Like they could have gone yeah. way over the top, but they dole it out in like very uh, deliberate increments. Right, well, they went over the top. Like they raised those stakes considerably. I mean, Luke Kang. Becomes like a thunder fire god. <laughs> I just, I mean, like, but then they actually stick the, the scene where they're going them. back through all of their fights between the, the Luke Kang and Raiden thing was like, like a legit touching moment. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Like, like, wow, yeah, I guess I know they're doing like this for period a while. Appropriate costumes. Yeah, and back, I mean, yeah. yeah. The arc of every major character in that game is not something I saw coming. Like, you think about the obstacles they put in every single character's way. Right, from Cassie to Johnny Cage mm-hmm. to Scorpion, like Luke Kang and like none of that. Jacks all that stuff was new for this game, you know? Right. 